in the world of Radio Shock Jock, the biggest are Opie and Anthony. These people say shocking things that border on offensive uh, in order to entertain their audience. I refuse to sit here and it think that bad. radio has to be nice. Why? Why does radio, out of any other medium, have to be nice? We are being now held to a standard where we have to be nice and make people feel good. Go screw! Radio Bad Boys, Opie and Anthony. Controversial radio personalities, Opie and Anthony. Infamous DJs, Opie and Anthony. Talk show radio hosts, Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony. Radio Shock Jocks, Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony. Shock Jocks, Opie and Anthony. Shock Jocks, Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony. Shock Jocks, Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony. What happened to you? I put a uh, 380 to my chest and I pulled the trigger. Hey, how did help uh, show up for you? The question is, why did help show up for you? <laughs> this is where entertainment is going. <laughs> they are sick freaks. Right, so you're kind of like a um, transvestite. Or transsexual. Transsexual, sorry. Okay. On your uh, underwear, do you have a sign that says, pardon our appearance for remodeling? <laughs> This is the worst, the worst show I've This is the worst show I've ever been on. But enough of this palaver. Let's get the show on the road. <laughs> Let's get the show on the road. On the road. What? Is it really what Monday? Mean? What do you mean? How does that vaudevillian saying still apply? Get the show on the road. <laughs> yes, it is Monday. I I was sitting here like just two three minutes ago. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember two, two or minutes. three minutes ago when I was telling you I'm getting ready to turn the mics on and I I turned to Anthony and I turned to Patrice O'Neill who's sitting in for Jim Norton today and I said Wow I don't feel like doing this today. <laughs> oh, some days at some days especially on Mondays you're kind of sluggish from the yeah. weekend you're feeling a little. A little woozy, a little groggy. When you get through it, you're into it. For some reason, I just want to go home and go right back to bed. Well, the bed thing is definitely, uh, you know, that's in the back of your head like every Monday. Yeah. I think with everybody. But I slept. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You still just want to go back to bed. I, I, I had a fight with my alarm clock this morning. I, I literally had a, a fist fight. Did you hold my it, alarm clock? Did you hold it by the base and just bop it? No, I was beating the crap out of the top of it, yeah. and then I punched the front of it. Uh, and it wasn't because it was going off. I, I know what it does. It's his job. It's to wake me up. I understand. But I have the worst alarm clock. I don't know how it really works. It's a mystery to me. Uh, it's set, and it goes off, and I know how to shut it off. But as far as setting it or everything else, it's this... Too much of a wacky combination of, of buttons on top of it. So sometimes when I go to shut it off and I'm groggy, I'll hit one of these mystery buttons. And all of a sudden, I'm getting a countdown from 19. What? From 19 minutes. It, it's like a countdown what display. What does that do? I don't know. So, so I hit a few more buttons. And now I'm resetting the time, the time the alarm goes off, the days that it goes off, because it's set... To go off at uh, like four o'clock uh, every Monday through Friday. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm hitting it, and now it's going to go off on Sunday, and, and only Sunday, and all the rest of the days of the week were wiped out. And then the snooze kept going off, so I'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth, and and meh, meh, the snooze goes off. So I go in and hit it, and and finally I just had to say, "Baby, 
the alarm is broke. You got to do something about it because I don't know how it works. <laughs> like, so I woke her up and. You should just throw it away. I want that thing gone so badly. I want a simple alarm clock that you don't have to press 18 different buttons and move. The and then I sound like a retard when I talk to my girlfriend. I'm like, um, how do you set this? Oh, it's easy. you push this two button and then hit that and hit the thing on the side five times. And they go, no, I want to set it for a time and have it go off every day at that time with no problems no big hassles. It was a pain in the ass. I swear I was ready to yank it out of the wall and, and do one of those uh, Australian bolo weapons that they used to <laughs> catch ostrich with around the legs. Just whip it across the room. I, every once in a while, I'll just like uh, pull out the plug and just throw the whole thing in the garbage and Good. start over. Yeah, yeah start anew. So they need, and for years I had one of those stupid wind-up ones because the blackouts would always get me, uh, yeah. make me late. But then I can't sleep there. <laughs> Oh, you can hear that crap. It's like, but can't they make a wind-up alarm clock that doesn't tick like it's 1860? I got my old reliable. What's that? The alarm on my BlackBerry. Well, I I do That's... the uh, iPhone. I have three alarms set for the Very morning. Good. Very good. Set each one five minutes apart. But I have a Bose that uh, Super Agent Bob Eatman gave us a couple, uh, yes. couple of Christmases ago or whatever. And, you know, during the daylight when you're wide awake, you're like, oh, alarm off. Boop. You got it all figured out. Uh -huh. But something happens when you wake up at 4.20 in the morning. Like, I guess your brain is only like 20% functioning. Of course. So all of a sudden you hit a button. Kind of going down the same road you are right now. Yep. You hit a button all of a sudden, like uh, the radio blasts on. And then you try to turn the radio off. And all of a sudden a, a CD that you happen to have in the thing <laughs> starts playing. Like, how do I just want this. And then you do turn it off. And like you just said, you're in the bathroom. And then another... Like Another the, alarm goes off. Like the snooze goes off or alarm three or four goes off. And you're like, off. oh, now you got to stop what you're doing. Go in there. The girl's awake now. She's yeah. mad because you're a retard when it comes to your alarm. Yeah. There's no there's no reason for it because, like, like you said, when you first wake up in the morning, your mind is not at 100% capacity. You can't figure things out. You need the simplest thing. I need like a light up red button, a button that just lights up, hit this, and this shuts off. And that's it. I don't need little tiny buttons with text on it that I can't read because it's still dark <laughs> out. What? It's ridiculous. Well, we're here, though. Yeah, made it. For another fine Opie and Anthony show with Patrice O'Neill. I, I saw that dumb extreme makeover. I, I guess that's what we watch now every Sunday. Really? And I get all freaking... your show Is that your program? No, I have to watch my program. You watch Extreme Makeover where they come in and like no. they, they help people and they build a house in a week. And, I just see the commercials and it's enough. And they, yeah, yeah. they start screaming, move that bus! Move that! And then yeah. the bus... But they screamed in Selma. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then the bus moves. And, and then, first one of the day. And then the family. the week. And then the family is crying and they fall on the ground. And then I'm at, I'm on my stupid couch and I get like a little worked up because of this dumb show. I don't know, man. It gets to me for some reason. It gets you all reason. emotional. Why does that do it? And do they keep paying the house taxes for you? Yeah. yeah. They do, that. They do though. They, pay, do they, they pay the mortgage and everything. They don't mess Jeez. around. You're, you live in that house for free for the rest of your life. They don't mess around, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I bet there's a time limit. Then don't even you're on right. your own. If I was taxes, if I was the people, because now they're living in like a million dollar home, I would just like sell it immediately, <laughs> and then downsize, downsize, and then you have a lot of money to live with. Yeah, 
They said people would get mad at uh, the prices, right? Because they wouldn't pay the, the tax. The people couldn't get the car sometimes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times they give away the car, but you're responsible for the tax. Like, I can't pay it. It's all right. Yeah, we get the car, then screw you. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's what sucks about game shows. You're absolutely right. You when know? you win merchandise, if you or, win cash, you know, it comes out no, of that. But. Or even when they start talking about these great trips to Hawaii or the Bahamas or oh, Australia, whatever. You're you, liable for all those taxes. You have to pay those taxes. So most of those people that are on those game shows, they can't afford the taxes. So they end up making a deal with the game show company, and they never go on those great trips or, or get the car or the boat or no. or whatever. And the company gets its advertising, so they don't care. They don't have to come up with the trip or yeah. the merchandise. <laughs> Just amazing. But anyway, uh, uh, great. big weekend for football. And, and you know what? And I, I hate the Ooh. NFL and their stupid rules. Patrice and I were just talking about this. I'm at my brother's joint, F.H. Riley's in Huntington there. What's yes. the field goal? I huh? hate that, too. The field goal is ridiculous. Oh. You're not a football fan, right? <laughs> uh, and, and. No, I'm not a football fan, but I know the game. Right, right, right. I, I, I know the game. And when something exciting is happening each se any season, like the Pats, yes. you know, I'll keep track now. Well, I'll keep my, I'll keep an eye on them. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> I'm, I'm at FH at the bar, and uh, the Jets game is on. And I'm like, and I'm a Jets, you know, I was brought up a Jets fan. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, who wants to see the Jets? Yeah. What are they, three and nine? What the, I don't even know at this point, right? So I'm like, all right, let's let's uh, let's watch the Pats. And I already knew the answer to this. I don't even know why I tried. So I, I start searching for the Pats game. Can't of course, it. it's blacked out here in New York. Of course it is. I'm why like, would why they do, do we that? have to sit and watch a team that has no effing hope? They black year? it out because they know you're not going to be watching the Jets. I, I was in pain. I was in pain, too, Patrice. I woke up at 12. I was happy. You don't even know how happy I was yesterday. And I woke up at 12, just relaxing. I made pancakes. <laughs> I went to the store, got pancake battered. And, wow. And, and frozen blueberries. I was ready to go. Come 4.15, I'm searching for the Patriots. Like, what, what's going on? And mm -mm. that regional and new. That regional garbage. Jets and the Giants. I, I know there's fans out there, whatever. But they are the two worst teams to watch they're the most boring team even the miami dolphins are more exciting losing oh yeah, yeah. I, I would the jets and giants dude i would watch anything. i would watch every uh dolphins game from you know from now until the end of the season just to watch no problem try no problem right it's yep. the giants sick eli manning sickens me yeah <laughs> Well, they got to, so they got the regional blackout, and I can't, I can't watch so the Pats game. Yeah. And they're showing unbelievable highlights oh. during the boring Jets game. And I'm like, I just want to see the game. See that. I want to see Tom Brady throw 150 yards touchdown passes from the stands. Mistake laterals. <laughs> mistakes. Mistakes. And they get here. Here you go, Tom. Do what you do best. Mistake lateral. Yeah. They threw a 60-yard mistake lateral bomb <laughs> to somebody, and every time they scored it was on this big mouth dude from pittsburgh who was saying how oh yeah 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 he, well he guaranteed, guaranteed a win he guaranteed a victory oh right? he sure did and oh my god right down his throat how could they possibly show the jets in cleveland how, how? like thank you Patrice. like how like whatever fine you had to pay for for, for show yeah for like, just do it just pay the fine <laughs> yeah just sneak it on Instead, it was some like infomercial or something. Instead of the past oh game here in New York, God, which was exciting, and, and Brady just ripped it up again. There was some dumb, like yeah, uh, they were selling something, something stupid. I think it, it, that's the awful. Jets are three and ten, and you're blacking out the Pats game. No one was at the Jets game. 
Right. Like the film, the uh, hard- who came to the Jets game? Really? Empty. No one. The hardcore fans right. weren't even at the Jets game. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a hardcore <laughs> Jets fan. I take a peek. I like my Jets. They were home but- looking for New England on TV. Right. <laughs> they yeah, they're New all England. flipping around their TVs going, what the hell is going on? They're teasing us with uh, just amazing plays. I'm like, holy crap. Um, and they all were good. They all were bombs. <laughs> there was not one boring touchdown like yesterday. <laughs> No offense to Cleveland, but Jets Browns when I could we yes, could be watching the Pats Cleveland. and the Steelers. Offense to Cleveland, no one cares. <laughs> offense, offense to the those UPS Dude. uniforms. Look, look, I understand <laughs> that team stinks. I I understand the regional blackout rule, whatever, whatever the hell it's officially called. But if your team is under five hundred, that should just they're done. That's it. Throw all the games on. I wonder if anybody would have complained and said, "Where's the Jets game, man?" Yeah, how many people would have? Who's the Jets game? What is this Pittsburgh and trying to destroy history? <laughs> we're, we're watching history being made twice with the worst team ever yeah. yep. and the best team ever. And people don't remember that the Patriots was one in fifteen one time. They was like fourteen and zero or something like that. This the, thirteen and zero for the Pats right now. I mean, zero uh, and. 15, rather. They, they, oh, they, oh, they, oh, they won their last game of the season. They were awful at one year. Yeah, yeah. And they're going for the 16-0. and 0, And Miami was the only undefeated team in history that went 14-0. and 0, And now they are. And they're looking to go 0-16. Yeah. And those old bums from the 72 Dolphins do nothing but root against anybody who wants to try to yeah, break yeah. their record. And Mercury Morris, who's 95 years old, <laughs> does raps. He goes, nobody can. Be, you you can only be undefeated if you go undefeated. Like, oh, like good God. It's old school, what old old black people, how they rap, how they <laughs> think rap is. Like Let they, me tell you something. You got to win the game to be undefeated. Like, and he said, oh, it started and ended with awful. Curtis Blow. It's a, it's a Curtis Blow type of rap. It is, it's, it's very Curtis Blowy. And he definitely. Fab Five Freddy. That's his. That's how he wants to be remembered. If the, if the Pat- he's going to kill himself with the Patriots, the, and at the same time Miami going oh and see right. that's what kind of hey, year it is. And someone's mm-hmm. trying to beat me up on instant feedback. Uh, they uh, can't punch well, you through there. Don't you worry. Don't worry, Opie. Next week everyone can watch the Jets lose. Let me tell you something. I want the Jets to lose to the Pats. Oh, absolutely. Who could root against a team this that is a, might break a... We, we're living... This is a great story. The Jets beat the Pats. Who gives a crap? I'd rather see the Pats go undefeated at this point. Absolutely. Yes, I would like to see Once that in a happen. Lifetime. Now, I was three years old when the last undefeated team in, in, in history played. What do you think happens, though? Do they start sitting Brady? I, I, I ask. No way. No way. They've got to go for it, right? They're going to beat the Jets because they really the ones that unleashed this problem on the league. Oh, my the God. Patriots, that's right. With his snitching. <laughs> yeah. They're going to beat them 97. It should be. It's going to be like 97 uh, to 3. A 46. Uh, <laughs> and, and the 3 is going to be a 60 yard field goal. That is just lucky. <laughs> he, he's going to. The so win just happens to kick up in time. They they're going to destroy the Jets. They're yeah. going to beat the Jets to death just because. Uh, I was embarrassed uh, for the. You know, kind of a Jets fan. I was embarrassed when they were the ones that were, you know, telling on the Pats. And we we brought this up. Every team does it. What but you, the Jets decided to call out the Pats like that on on cheating. Well, Are you kidding and me? Mancini and, and 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 Belichick have a problem, right? And but no one did not. To, I didn't see anyone when this happened. I kind of remember is weird, but no one to the man and to the woman cared. Like they go, are mm-hmm. you joking me? Did he? Everybody does that. 
Every, it's like stealing. Somebody made the analogy of stealing. It's like stealing the baseball sign, the signals, your, your yeah, yeah. things you do. Everybody does it. They do it so much that now the, the coaches cover their mouth. You see them? They'll yeah, cover their yeah. mouth with the, with the book. And be like, um, you know, <laughs> you know, left, right, right. Okay. That's what you do. You need an edge. It's like it's either that or steroids. Yeah. It's it's steroids, and then it trickles down. You have to cheat. And and man, Genie snitched, and that's what he gets because he was he had promise mm -hmm. from last year. Absolutely. You go, oh, they're gonna be good. He snitched and made them say, well, he beat us because he snitched. Really? Now people are gonna now watch fifty-six to one. Now, now the Pats watch. are punishing the league, We're destroying everybody. Thanks to Mangini and Belichick has everybody just so, under some type of hypnosis. So I, I, so I watched the the Pats game through my BlackBerry, getting freaking updates. So and I couldn't find, I couldn't find what is it, NFL Network or Dish Network, any of that crap. It was too late. It was too late to search that out. It was ridiculous, dude. I couldn't believe. I was so hurt because I had four hours of happiness, like four hours of giddy waiting yeah. to watch mm -hmm. this game. Yes. And 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 then they pull it out from under you to get to the two ugliest uniforms. They didn't even play. It wasn't even somebody. <laughs> they didn't even play in their good uniforms. It wasn't even like <laughs> old school San Diego uniforms versus uh, who got a good looking. You like the Panthers, <laughs> right? Like, at least it should have been colorful. And happy. It was a disgusting, dreary game with dreary uniforms. I would love to know the ratings for the Jets game yesterday. Was it really worth it to black out the pass? Point two. Point two. I there think were, they, they showed were, a recap of the Heisman Trophy. There were, it got more ratings. There were 57 <laughs> people watching in the tri-state area. Hey, football pick sponsored by Dish Network. Time to, time to get more TV from your TV. Sign up for Dish Network today. Uh, Travis, myself, and Than all tied with uh, six wins. Wow. So we got what? We got a game tonight? Yeah, we got a game tonight to uh, see who wins this week's football pool. But yeah, that was downright depressing. That it I was see dude, that game depressing, and what they showed to take the. I would have rather see Circus Soleil or whatever that is <laughs> than to see the Jets in Cleveland. Yeah, it's where you, it's where you live. That's what you were uh, tortured with. Yeah. yeah. You should be able to choose whatever you want. I guess you can. People have satellite packages, though, right? Yeah. They can watch he whatever got, the hell they want, he right? I got a direct, but I got Comcast, and they don't have a football package. Yeah. So I would have bought the football mm. package to be able to see who I need to see play. Yeah. You but know? see, I don't, like, week after week, I personally don't like to uh, jump around to a million games. I don't really care that much. Right, right, right. So, but yesterday I did care. The of one course. time I did care, I, you know. I was screwed out. And I was mad at Baltimore for getting pummeled yesterday after they gave the Patriots a scare. <laughs> right. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you what give me 44? It was 44 to 20, but it was 44 to 7 yeah. in the fourth quarter. And then all of a sudden the guys were like, ah. Yeah, and everybody went to sleep. Yeah, uh, let them score a couple times. Who cares? After they almost beat the Patriots, they just gave up. Yeah. After the guy probably poked somebody's eyes out with the flag, and and people didn't notice. I was talking to my boy about the about the referee flags. Uh -huh. Why it was such a big deal? The referee flags have like a bowling ball inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not just like here's a flag, everyone. It's some iron. Some dude from Cleveland lost his career. Yeah, it hit him in the, the eye, the right? Ref just threw and hit the the bowling ball from the flag. Hit yeah. him in his eye, he's, and he went yeah. blind in one eye. When they throw those things now, everyone ducks <laughs> and they wait for it to land. It's, 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 so the dude could have killed somebody when he threw that flag. Yeah, All right. All right, we're just getting started. We got Patrice O'Neill, and we got to talk about Oprah and Obama. Yep. We got uh, we got lots to do actually. Momentum, baby. 
Omentum. Oh, yeah. Oh. O and O. They were calling O and O. O and O connection. The yeah. O and O connection. She's uh, evoking the uh, words of uh, Doctor, the Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King. All right, Ann. I know you're chomping at the bit. We'll talk about. Her, her, we'll talk about her. it after the break. Uh, also, a couple weird things. Uh, I, I ripped out a couple articles from, from the paper yesterday. This guy holds a world record, an amazing world record. Mm. That's all I'm going to say right now. Oh, it's not like the fattest human, the tallest human, a dude that ate, you know, a hundred eggs or whatever. This is amazing. This one, yeah, most records I could give a crap about, but the new Guinness Book of World Records came out, and this one is quite impressive. Can anyone break it? You now, think? Let me just put it this way: if someone wants to look for a better record than this today from the Guinness Book of World Records. God bless you if you can find one better than the one I hold in my hand. If you like train, can you break it? Huh? If you train, can you break it? No. There's no breaking this record. No, it's one of these things where you're just going about your life and it it happens. Mm -hmm. And this guy has officially has the record for this thing. Right. And I don't think there's a better record out there that's more interesting than this one right here. Okay? Okay. I'll tell you after the break. Damn, I hate to wait. And then the other thing I brought in was... uh, the dudes in the Philippines uh, cutting out their kidneys to make, yeah. to make a few bucks. And uh, the, I thought this was like urban legend. And the picture in the paper yesterday was amazing. The, the Philippine dudes were just all lined up with a massive scar where their kidney used to be. Uh, we'll talk about that after the break. Selling well. them. Yeah, we got lots to do. Phone number 877-212-O&A. It's Opie and Anthony. Patrice O'Neill in studio. So I guess the Guinness Book of World Records came out. Yeah. I used to read that book as a kid. Everyone loved it. It was one of those staples, one of those things everybody had. A good uh, good book to have by the turlet. Yeah, I used to find it fascinating. And then it got to, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. What am I trying to say? It, it did change because it, it was kind of fun well, to I read. What, I know what I'm trying to say. They got rid of uh, the freak angle. The Guinness Book of World Records when we were growing up had a lot of freaky things in that, in there. Biggest face, biggest face, smallest, smallest girl, <laughs> longest fingernails, all that freakish crap. <laughs> biggest face woman, yeah. Biggest face man, <laughs> the biggest face man. <laughs> Heaviest pituitary gland, <laughs> deepest voice. And I think uh, the PC police, I think they kind of got to the Kids Book World Records. They're like, look, you can't have a record for biggest face. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you just can't. Your face is huge. <laughs> right. Biggest face. <laughs> uh, that's funny. The PC police. Right. You can't have no face uh, woman. Oh, Why? What a weird picture. Like, <laughs> right. It's a real weird picture. Like, <laughs> it's, it is always in India. <laughs> yeah. Somebody with yeah, the biggest son is in India. <laughs> the guy's always with the fingernails. Yeah. He was an Indian guy and stuff. Yeah, it's always in India. Face the guy with the woman. biggest face. How do you even measure that? From Calumet. So now they. <laughs> so now their records are like you know. I don't know. World record for eating hard-boiled eggs and Whack. just Most dump stuff. It's awful. Yeah, it's got to be like healthy stuff that the children won't try to reproduce. And- I want biggest face. <laughs> I want the world world record for biggest face. <laughs> we got to start a campaign. Uh, little as feet. <laughs> just- yeah. <laughs> Tiny people that fit in cabinets, you know. Those- <laughs> records for mistake is a mistake. Like, you know, uh, he got, the guy got bumped into the most going into the train station. Yeah. 
seven hundred times. Yeah, really good. Yeah, that's they, not a record. They used, to, they used to have like just uh, <laughs> horrific birth defects, and then they would call them records. Some nine foot guy, <laughs> but they had to they had to measure him. Like he was hunched over, like a like a you know like a cocktail shrimp. They had to like measure him with like a rope because he's all bent up, but he's like ten feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> He only stands about six four, but if you stretch the, the bastard out, he's ten two. If you stretch the bastard out, if you stretch him out, he's eighteen feet tall. Right. Yeah, that's what I miss from the world records. Oh, God. Yeah, that was the good stuff. Like now they got longest leg hair. You know, come on. Ah, that's stupid. Shortest, and how long tallest. is the hair? Like four inches or so? Who cares? Uh, but anyway, uh, some of the records aren't even records. They're like no. stunts. But, it's like a stunt. Uh, they did have freaks, though, wasn't it? Remember that? Yeah, I liked the. I mean, the the, the, the ones where uh, the two fat guys on the mini bike, <laughs> the brothers. You know, you can tell though that it's it's weaker because the book is beautiful now. Back in the day, the Guinness Book of World Records used to be an arrogant book. It was a a, a it looked like a dictionary. It wasn't yeah, exciting, yeah. Yep. No wow. color pictures. It was just and yeah. Like, you would go wow. Now they have this amazing looking. It's it's very glossy. Yeah, and you very move colorful. it, it moves. And ah, almost, that's crap. It almost has like pop up features. Yeah. When we were when we were growing up and the Guinness Book of World Records came out, you had to go to like the back of the library or the back of the bookstore. Like, hey, I want that that book, and they weren't proud to display. It's like, oh, you freak, here you go. Yeah, it was a but now it's like front and center in every bookstore, and it was bigger than the than the uh, the, the New Testament Bible. Yeah. It was just huge. <laughs> it was real. Thick. Now it's just like it's a cocktail. Is a what do they call it? A, a t cocktail table. Yeah, yeah. A table book. It's just it's whack. It's like as you go and this is not exciting. No, it stinks. Coffee table book. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> it was awful. It, but 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 uh, the one I remember all the time is the littlest people. Yeah. And 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 they call them dwarfs. They didn't call them little people in there. No, nah, midgets, dwarfs. <laughs> there was no little people, no political correctness littlest there. Midget. <laughs> so fidget. <laughs> so, uh, but this record, this was in the paper yesterday. I'm thinking, wow, maybe I have to pick up the Guinness Book of World Records uh, uh, book again. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania man holds record no one wants to break. This guy, Matthew McKnight, hopes nobody manages to top his feet in the Guinness Book of World Records. That's because McKnight holds the record for, are you ready for this? Greatest distance thrown in a car accident. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Oh, wait a minute. Here it is. Now it's a bigger crash. Go, folks! Look at him go! And and there he is! Wow! I don't understand. God bless him, though, man, for coming up with this record. Uh, this McKnight, yeah, holds the record for greatest distance thrown in a car accident. Uh, the 29-year-old record holder lived to tell about being thrown. How many feet, Patrice? What was the previous record holder? <laughs> yeah, who, who, who held that? I can guess. Who's going like, damn, I got beat. Do they even have the previous record holder? That's why I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, how did they even? Yeah, I don't know. I would say a mile, and they put a in it. A mile? Wow. Because a for them mile. to decide that this is a record, it had to be something ridiculous, and they go, no one could have been what a, thrown further than this. I want to get in a car accident on the Pacific Coast Highway and be thrown off a cliff into the water. I would, I would, I would, I would have the new record, and I would survive.
<laughs> I get it. I get it. It's far. <laughs> the guy was thrown 118 feet by a car that hit him while traveling about 70 miles an hour. Oof. Did his shoes come off? They always now, come off. Is the Dude, he wasn't even he in a, He wasn't even in the car. Car going seventy miles an hour. This guy's on the side of the road helping another. Uh, what was he helping? Uh, trying to help accident victims along Interstate uh, three seventy six, kind of in the Pittsburgh area. And then a car going seventy miles an hour hit him, and he went flying hundred and eight. Now, do you feet. have to live? This record is is a living. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm sure I know people. A guy who died, he lost his head. Yeah, and he went thirteen hundred and sixteen. Sure, there's people in plane crashes and stuff that have flown miles. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, that record you got to be alive for. Yeah, he uh, you got to be alive. He suffered two dislocated shoulders and a broken shoulder, pelvis, leg, and tailbone. He spent two weeks in the hospital and 80 days in rehab before returning to work. Evil Knievel. There was a plane that broke in half over China, and I think those people won the longest skydive without a parachute. Longest free fall. A lot of those records do hinge on the fact, are you alive or dead? Because if you're dead, it ain't a record. How about lo longest drowning? Lo yeah, longest, <laughs> because they have holding your breath the longest. <laughs> they do have the person that can hold his breath the longest, but longest, if you're dead... Longest fall into the Pacific <laughs> and then slowly drowning and then drifting down into the... <laughs> the murky darkness. Yeah, how about a record for how, how long you survived? Wait, how deep you were before you died? How, in, in the mm. water. In the water, There right. you go. Right. It, it, exactly. I was alive until my eardrums popped out. That's a good one. You know, I'm sure the mafia would be involved with that record. Cement shoes, they drop you. <laughs> you know what I would think? Officially, you're alive for a while. There's somebody in the Mariana Trench right now. <laughs> you got to be <laughs> You got to be underwater, like with water on your body? Or what if you're in, in one of those air pockets in like the Titanic? Ugh. And the thing goes down and, you, you, and you're like... I sure, sure hope we're still kind of on the surface. Meanwhile, you got these oh, thousands of feet of There's some water people that broke a record on the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. yeah. They, they were in their room with the water just up to the ceiling. He's breathing, going, maybe the rescues, maybe they'll rescue me soon. And you're on the bottom. Yeah, maybe they're. No one's coming for 80 years. <laughs> maybe they're Maybe they're circling this. Uh, this yeah. They could pull me out any second now. <laughs> 80 years later, a robot camera's looking at your skeleton. Oh, by the way, they don't do eating records. Uh, thanks to Pat from Monaki. Uh, ah, Pat knows that. Because that wasn't safe, so they don't do the, the eating records. Oh, really? Anymore. So yeah. the, the hot dog, the one of the hot dog eating contests yeah. can't, can't no. get recognized. Uh, Mike in Jersey, you're on the Opie and Anthony show. What's up, Mike? Hey, boys. How you doing? Good, man. Yeah, I met uh, a guy, his stage name was Henry Height, you know, and back then, uh, it was like 1968 or 1970, he was the world's tallest man in a Guinness book. Uh, he was listed at about 8 feet 2, and back then, you know, I was a 10-year-old kid, I'm thinking, wow, the guy's name is Henry Height, you know, you're all impressionable at that age, you know. Yeah. And he was at a, a local supermarket, the Green's Supermarket in North Arlington. So a bunch of us went up to see the guy, and they brought him out of the freezer. They kept him cold, they told us, in the freezer, because it was a summertime. Yeah. You know, so again, they're, they're making all these impressions on us. You know, you're, you're little kids and you see this guy. He was, uh, he weighed about 30 pounds and he was eight feet tall, you know? He was, he was ugly looking. 
That's yeah. it, boys. Take it deep. <laughs> That's it, boys. How about, <laughs> how about Paul Pituitary? How about someone called the Guinness Book of World Records? We got the, the world's most boringest caller. Needs <laughs> to be in the next edition That's of the, the longest. <laughs> the longest. You can be made sick by a story. <laughs> Until you say shut up. The world. Three minutes, eight seconds. <laughs> the world's greatest who gives a crap phone call to a radio show goes to... <laughs> I love when it makes me happy though, know, because you know you get on the radio and you just want to be funny and do, and then you know people ah oh, you suck. Yeah. And then it's just you realize oh my God. Oh, it, it's five more hours of this, yeah. <laughs> and it all he needed was his two minutes to talk about Mr. Harry Height, and it just fizzled. Harry Height. It was. <laughs> It fizzled into nothingness. I guess his name was Henry Hyde. He was 7'6". He died in 1972. Thank you, E-Rock. I like the whole thing that goes before that, though, Patrice. Like, like he thought of it and went, this is a good idea. Let me call up and, and I'll get this on the air. And then you get on and, and you're waiting. And then you hear that, you're on the air. Oh, oh, here comes my story. And you tell it and it just bombs. It, it and then fails. what do you do? Yeah. Anytime I get a heckler and, and, and I go... And it's bad. I just go, do you see how hard it is? <laughs> I've been up here 36 minutes, and, and I said something bad once. You just just decided, oh, you thought it out. Yeah. He thought this story out. He goes, this is going to be great because it adds to. And he met Harry Height, but he didn't go to think. Harry Height. <laughs> and Harry usually Hyde. men. His name's Henry, but Harry Height sounds <laughs> Harry. Harry's funnier. He's now Harry's, Harry Height. Harry Height sounds really funny, man. <laughs> and he just was happy because he thought he, was gonna, he relived his. He got all nostalgic. Yeah. And 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 it's weird to the man in here. I'm just letting you know, sir, that you just when you just called in. To you know the what? man, everybody, no one wanted to say... Well, you stunk. And, and then <laughs> as we dissect it, he's getting more embarrassed. He's almost got to turn the radio off until we're done talking about him. Yeah, right about now, he's like, right about now, he's, he's itching parts of his body. He didn't even know itch. <laughs> and, and OB called the elephant uh, out in the room. He's like, look, dude, that was awful. And I wanted to say it. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to say it. And I'm like, that, that just stunk. You know, Is it just me? Speaking of tall people and the Guinness Book of World Records, I blame the medical profession, man. They're, they're, they're curing these freaking... The freaks. What is it? The pituitary gland keeps squeezing out juice in your brain, and that's yeah. why you become one of these giants. And that's they... why you become one of those guys. <laughs> and they... like this, like, I'm, uh, I was, uh, uh, 12 years old when I noticed I really started. I was a lot bigger <laughs> than the rest of my class. Um, it was hard for me to even sit down and eat lunch with the rest of the class. How tall were you when you were 12 years old, sir? I was seven one <laughs> at 12. Um, my pituitary gland just kept um, injecting, squeezing, juice, yeah. squeezing pituitary juice in. And uh, here's a picture of me um, on the basketball team. <laughs> I could only play for a week, and then my knees gave out. because Just because I'm tall doesn't mean I'm a healthy man. My joints can't really take the height. And then here's me in uh, high school yeah. at 16 years old when I hit 8-4. <laughs> Did you go to the prom or anything? Yes, I uh, yeah. went to the prom. Yeah. Uh, here's a picture of me with my date. Yeah. It was done in three separate photographs <laughs> stitched together because uh, she's up to my kneecap. Because the, the gunpowder camera couldn't be <laughs> <The> gun. <laughs> <laughs> the old <laughs> gunpowder camera. Couldn't fit all your body parts. <laughs>
<laughs> yes, I, w- I went to my prom. And, yeah. uh, we had a good time uh, dancing. Yeah. Pinning the corsage on was hard. If you look, that's that question mark is me <laughs> pinning the corsage on her. And uh, that caused extreme lower back pain, huh? Lower back pain, which yeah. I had to go to the doctor for, and they put me on a uh, steroid, <laughs> which uh, actually increased my pituitary gland more. So here's a picture of me at 19 at 9 foot 7. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it seems like you lived a normal life, like anybody well, uh, else. I tried living as normal a life as I could, but it was very difficult being as tall as I am. Uh, my house, uh, I was always bumping my head on the doorway and the lights. Yeah. And uh, my mother and father yeah. were uh, actually five foot four each. <laughs> uh, so it's strange that I came out to be so giant. Now we're watching stock footage as you talk here, and I yeah, see, yeah, I see a little photo op where you're 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 changing the light bulbs in the gym. It's kind of kind of yeah. Nice. I, I, I would do that. Uh, so no ladder. You could just see me smiling. I'm always smiling in these pictures, like I'm happy to be a freak. How'd you make your money, man? Uh, usually with the circus. <laughs> uh, the circus would come to town, and I would just sit there in a chair, and people would come by and point at me, and take pictures with me. <laughs> and uh, here I am. This is um, me now at uh, 22 years old, yeah. and I'm just short of 10 foot tall. <laughs> Uh, it's still growing, I hear. Still growing, but yeah. how much longer can I live? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, my heart just pumping uh, blood to my brain. It uh, actually, it it should have a it pump like the Hoover Dam in it. Yeah. Uh, it's very difficult to pump blood up to my brain at this heart. I, I, I hear your heart in between, like, pumping blood is, is huffing and puffing. It huffs and puffs. <laughs> and then it pumps. Hey, I see another photo of you as a Boy Scout in a Boy Scout uniform. Well, there it is. It was custom made. My mother uh, had to sew it for me. It's actually 18 different Boy Scout uniforms sewed together. Uh, but I wanted to be a normal kid. I just wanted to be like everybody else, so I joined the Boy Scouts. Yeah, I see you stand in the back row when they take these uh, group photos. Here it is. Yes. Here's me getting my um, uh, uh, badge for uh, catching an eagle. And uh, I just... Took him out of a tree. <laughs> he was in his nest, and I just reached up and grabbed him. Everyone else had to make some kind of a trap. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they called me Old Basketball Heart. It was the size of a basketball when I go to the doctor and they'd x-ray me. Yeah. Mm. Wonderful, though, being this tall. And here is, uh, wow, the love of my life. Ah, yeah. Yeah. She's four foot two, <laughs> yeah. eyes of blue. Why didn't you at least try to get a woman that was six foot tall? I don't know. She's got to stand on a ladder for us to kiss. Yeah. It's and 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 uh, you know making whoopee. <laughs> what, what are you packing? That's impossible, for a man. Uh, believe me, it's not proportioned. You know, if if it was proportioned, it would be as big as my uh, my best gal, four foot two. <laughs> None of that pituitary got down. No, no pituitary juice got to where it really matters. <laughs> no pituitary. On me, I'd need an elephant trunk for it to even look right. It's very embarrassing. When I'd shower in the gym, actually, I'd have to lay down and let four showers just <laughs> hit me. <laughs> But I tried to be as normal a kid as I could. Yeah. And who yeah. pays for all your special equipment you need, like your bed, your shoes? Uh, mom and dad. Mom and dad buy that. I had to take three beds and put them together. Uh, when I got a car, we had to take tin snips and cut the roof out, and my head sticks out. <laughs> Looks like a cartoon. And you also had to take the front seats out. You're actually driving from the back I'm seat. driving from the back. Actually, the trunk. I yeah. drive from the trunk. <laughs> right. And, uh... 
It's very awkward because my knees are still in my face. <laughs> I hate when Paul parks it because he screws up all the settings on my seat. Inside joke. <laughs> Linger longer. Oh, very good. All right, let's say hi to Chris in Arizona. Chris, what's up? Hey, I got a record that can uh, beat the dude getting hit by 70. I'll keep it short. Okay. A woman in, like, the 70s uh, in the back of a plane that blew up survived a 36,000-foot 30, 30, fall. In oh, yeah, I did hear about that. She was strapped into that seat. And what happened? What happened? She, the plane, like, broke up, and okay. she was in the rear part of the fuselage by the tail. And I guess somehow that kind of cushioned the fall because you can't tell me you're going to fall from thirty-five thousand feet. But how does that cushion the fall? I know there must have been something where the tail caught the wind right or something. Uh, because I, was this plane transporting cotton balls? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? How do you survive that? She, uh, but she, yeah, she lived through it. Bubble Amazing. wrap. <laughs> Well, that's all I got. Thank so, you, sir. Hey, speaking of uh, that, something a little bit similar. Here in New York, there's an amazing story. There was uh, two window washers, uh, brothers, and uh, I don't know. I don't even know how these guys do this job, but uh, the scaffolding broke or whatever. Yep. And they plummet 47 stories. Oh, my God. The one guy, the one brother hits a fence. He's done. Split in half. Dead. Eesh. Immediately dead. The other guy... Hits the ground. He's still alive. He fell 47 stories. 47 stories. Didn't hit anything on the way down except for the sidewalk. He's in a coma. He's in really, really bad shape. But uh, this happened, I think, two or three days ago. He's still alive. How the hell do you he's live through that? He's got extreme internal injuries, but he's still... No uh, crap. Uh, he's in critical condition at the hospital. Doctors say it's amazing he survived it all. Now his wife is praying he'll make it home one day. Uh, I think that's about it. Okay. Those stories make me cringe. Critical condition with grave injuries to his internal organs and is being kept heavily sedated. And listen to this. Because his his organs... Oh, there it is, right? Okay. She said doctors saved her husband's legs. This is the wife talking, obviously, with an operation. But that his internal organs were so swollen, physicians had to... Cut them open to allow them to expand. Whoa. So they, they cut him open and let his organs just swell up. They must have cracked his ribs or whatever and, and opened them up to make more and room. open his abdomen for make, his liver and everything else. Yeah, make just... more room in his cavity so these organs could swell. So oh. maybe they, uh, you know, will, like will survive. Oh. He's just tenderized. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a, ten- he's, 47... he's a tenderized guy. Dude, the guy's still alive, though. That's insane. Yeah, but there's I, nothing soft on the way down here in Manhattan, man. Oh my gosh! Uh, you think that when you're falling like that, you go, "Hey, you think I'll make this? I can make this." Oh, that ah uh, factor, that ah uh, that that thinking factor just you makes me that? sick. That's why car crashes don't bother me. It's just because you're driving and then you aren't driving. You know, you, the car accident is so. Arbitrary. Yeah. Like a, a plane crash is so forever. Like it's just. <laughs> yeah, you got a long way to go sometimes. Like, like, yeah, you know, you have somebody say to you, hey, man, you know, you're more likely to die in a car crash. And you go, yeah. I don't give a damn. Like, I've, I've been in five car accidents, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to pick glass out of my head for years. <laughs> <laughs> and it just didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I always thought this, if you compare a car crash, the only way you can compare the two is if, if you're driving up the street and you see the truck. That's going to hit you like 30,000 feet away. And you have to keep driving into the truck. 
Like you know you're gonna die I've never, for fifteen minutes. Never seen it that way before. But <laughs> you're on to something. When people have time to write notes and stuff to loved ones, because they they do that sometimes. Oh, we're crashing. This oh. really sucks. I uh, love you. Hope uh, everything's fine. I'm gonna pin this to my jacket. Let me see. Yeah. All right, we're at twenty eight thousand feet oh, now. Wow. We're gonna crash, but you know they they started the movie, so uh, yeah. Oh, might as well uh, watch the movie. Oh, we're hold, starting to I roll got, now. We're spinning over and over. Uh, and, ah, <laughs> you, you gotta hold somebody's hand. You don't know oh, some weird no deal way. with God. Like I wish clouds were hard. So that <laughs> you could just crash into that. Cra if you how crash about, into a cloud, that'd be different. No, how about you're you're holding someone's hand you don't know, and then that one person for eternity will know that you really truly are a wussy. <laughs> oh, man, you're this, grab my hand, you're dude. You're this tough rap dude, and well, you know, and that one person will know for eternity that no, you're a wuss. You cried your eyes out all the way down. And you cannot live. I don't know if I ever said this before, but uh, Gavin used to be in these these. Uh, he's one of these. Uh, SAS from England or whatever. Yeah, sure. And he said, "Do you do you know Hardcore. why you can't live in a plane crash? You know why they have you tuck your head in between your legs when you crash? You know that whole thing? Yeah, it's yeah. It's so that you break your neck <laughs> and you're not suffering like this guy with his swollen insides. It's it's so that you die quickly when the plane hits." Nice. Is that that's uh, wonderful? Yeah, I totally believe that. It's right. Yeah, I completely uh, believe that one. Hey, listen, we got to take a quick break. We can continue with that. We got to talk about Obama. We got to talk about the the dude selling their kidneys for uh, <laughs> for not much money, man. I know it goes a long way in the Philippines, <clears throat> but we'll get into this whole story after the break as well. All right, uh, what's the going rate of pancreas? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, we were going to get into some uh, some heavy lifting here, but. We got some brand new remixes, and uh, oh, yeah. the bit is alive and well. <clears throat> we want to bury this bit. No joke. But I don't even know if Patrice knows about the bit. Were you here when uh, we played the sounds of Steve? The sounds of Steve. Our own Steve, before he does some production for the show. He says this is warming up his voice, but it's so ridiculous that I, I don't know why he does it. Right. doesn't sound like a me, 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 or a, you know, la, la, la. The way people warm their voice up, this like sounds like it would hurt your voice. This is what he does. What? That's Steve. He's just a weirdo, and he's <laughs> and he's trying to say that th this is how he warms up his voice. Oh, I didn't realize. So then, uh, I believe was it Coke Logic that uh, that started this. So Coke Logic, I believe, yep. took those sounds, and he put it to a, a song we all know from the old days. It's quick. Hey, really fast, I got to give major props to Fast Freddy from Jamaica Station. Yes, yes, I'm with you, Fast Freddy. Pablo Picasso say? would never call opium. Mm-mm. Repo Man. Repo oh, Man. Oh, okay. Love that movie. I'm with you today, Fast Freddy. So anyway, there's uh, Coke Logic. He took that uh, annoying noise from Steve and threw it into a song, okay? Here's another example of one we played. Uh, this is leading to brand new ones, obviously. This is Cody in Indiana. He took Steve's wacky noises and put it to this uh, classic, classic song. Some people call me the space cowboy. 
<laughs> Even when you know it's coming. Patrice, we know this is stupid, but it's taken on a life of its own. We've gotten dozens of these in. We've, we've, we've played probably uh, 10 or 12 of them. And uh, we, we got new ones today. Yeah, that one's pretty good, though. All right, well... And you got to. And he waited too. He waited. Till he needed. Yeah. And, and we know when a bit's over. And we really thought like last week we were going to bury this Steve C remixes. But then a whole bunch came in over the weekend. And Drew Boogie has one that we're leading to here that yeah. made us laugh so effing hard. <laughs> but first we uh, we go to this one sent in from <laughs> Georgia. It's Ricky and Georgia took it, taking uh, Steve sounds. It's just uh-huh. the stupidest, dumbest thing. And then uh, Sean in Jersey sent this one in. How'd your parents die? How'd your parents die? Shut up. No <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> hey, you went old school now, right? And then uh, we move on with Matt. Oh, Matt the intern came up with one? Ooh. Let's see what Matt came up with. Taking uh, Steve's sounds, of course, and throwing it to a tune. This is a song we were talking about on Friday, I believe. <laughs> what you do to me? That's a good one. Hey, right on. Matt gets a passing grade for that. Very good. And then we finally get to Drew Boogie. And I think it's over. I think Drew Boogie yeah. hit it out of the park. Drew always uh, does a bang-up job. Drew's uh, one of our boys, and he uh, he took the Steve Sounds and just just came up with another masterpiece. Yeah. Here's Drew Boogie. What? What? Amazing. Yeah. Not bad, right? Oh, Drew is like. <clears throat> Just some of the remixes that came in over the weekend, right there. Drew's Martini Steve thing is like one of my favorite things I ever heard. Oh, yeah. Which one? It's Martini Steve. Like, I don't even I don't even know like what it does, but uh, when I heard it, I was like, wow. <laughs> man. Well, it's not Martini Steve anymore. He's a good boy these days. Uh, this? Yeah. It's I, lo- I just love that, man. I love that. It's, it's just like to. I think Steve did that. It seems. <laughs> you know, I think it's true, isn't it? Even though it's some something you could. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't do it. Well, I mean, Back. if you want, I mean, we haven't played in a while. The "Don't Worry, Be Happy" thing is my favorite, actually. 
Hold on. It gets everyone happy. I think this is perfect for Monday. Uh, this thing. This is Drew Boogie as well. Sorry. That's great, right? It's It's terrible. I'm sorry. Phone number 877-212-ONA. The big story today is on our front page. Oh, everybody's talking about it across the nation because it's such important news. Omentum! Omentum. Omentum. I'm starting to feel this Obama again. No, you're not. Absolutely. Stop it. Does does that make you sad? No, it just, I know it's not true. I'm a dreamer. A dreamer? I'm a dreamer. What kind of dream is that? I just want something different. What do you, what do you mean by Something that? different for this what kind country. Of dr- this is just a... What kind of dream, what, to have a black president? Yeah. Oh, okay. As a white guy, what kind of dream is it to have a black president? Really? So That's for, crazy. So forget black people's dreams. So you're just saying we just had no dreams no, in our wait, entire wait. existence here. It's not a dream for Anthony. It's a nightmare. No. It's why, a, why, why? What do you think he's going to do, Anthony? He's going to make uh, having guns in your home illegal. Uh, he's going to what, what is he going to do? Get revenge for slavery is your ultimate fear? No, I just think uh, my already ridiculously high taxes will be even higher and will go to uh, oh, various programs. Do, that nothing to do with blackness. Well, it does have something to do with black. Yeah, it does. Oh, he's going to give all the money to Negroes. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, it's this. You know what it is? How do you think he's, that's what he's going to do? It's it's this phoniness. I so don't you, like. Wait, you I don't like the, this whole phoniness. As opposed to what? George Bush's honesty? No, that's phony, too. So you. I don't like that so either. You just want any white. Long, you don't care <laughs> if it's a, a white guy's phoniness. Is there a genuine white guy out there? Um, I think like Bill Clinton. There were genuine white guys out there that were actually trying to do what he felt was best for everybody, black, white, whatever. Like Bill Clinton, he was he was a jackass. You know, he liked uh, he liked uh, getting a little more than he should have, I think, while you're in the office. But I seriously think the guy had good intentions. And 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 one of those good intentions that he he had did mm-hmm. any come to fruition? Yeah, any. No. Nothing. Nothing. Give a black president. It'll only be four years. Uh, Give him a a chance. I just see that as being the beginning of uh, uh, the race war. Just stop. And he's he's a light-skinned black. It's not. It's not like they're giving us like. Dude, are you listening to? Is anyone? Is any white people listening to what he's saying? It's not like they're giving. Or do you just look at him and go, "Wow, he speaks so well." Kill whitey. It uh, well, not kill whitey, but. Uh, when here's what here's what black candidates, uh, black a- entertainers, okay. um, right. black uh, politicians that are already in. Here's what they do that they don't think white people are listening. When they get in front of a large group of only black people, mm-hmm. they say crap that they think the white people aren't going to hear. 
We hear it. Well, here's my big problem, and this is I, I have said this mm-hmm. that if you're a black president, can, president, presidential candidate, you cannot look for the support of black people, and I'll tell you why. Ooh, okay, I'll tell you why. Because of what you just said. Yeah. White people see black leaders in this country are are always picked by who white people hate. Black people don't vote for our leaders. No. And if and our leaders are always, if you notice, people that white people hate. Right. Al Sharpton, they hate him. Farrakhan. Hate Jesse Jackson, they hate him. And any no, like like Condoleezza Rice and Colin Powell aren't our leaders. Uncle Tom's they call. They're not our leaders. Right. Uh but they should be because they're black. Mm-hmm. So if I was a black candidate, I would I'd make sure that I didn't distance myself but I would make sure that people didn't feel that white people who have to vote for me for me to be president didn't feel like I was going to only support black folks. As soon as white people see that black people love you and you love them back, they're not going to vote for you. Mm. So whether you do or not, and the, and the thing is, if you don't, if you don't support, if you don't support, yeah. uh, they're still going to vote for you if you're a black president. So even if you don't support black people as a black candidate, when you get up to that point where you might be the president, we're going to vote for you anyway because you're the black president. But just because he's black. Yes. Yeah. I, I just like to, See, that doesn't that that to me reeks of phoniness. Just as like, opposed to what just like white people have. Just like dopey. Uh, uh, you're not voting religious... for him because he's black. Huh? You're not voting for him because he's black. No, I've heard what he says. Really? Colin Powell uh, is black, and before he made that ridiculous faux pas at uh, the U.N. Uh, by, by kissing George Bush's ass and going in there and coming up with all kinds of cockamamie uh, chemical warfare vans driving around I- Iraq, he was definitely a viable candidate that white people would have voted for. Absolutely. You? Yeah. Given the right circumstances, <laughs> run against retards. Yeah, not, not black in the right circumstances. <laughs> I'm, hey. I'm kidding. Look, Barack Why Obama. Just say it. What? You're not going to vote for him because he's black. No, it's because I don't like. See, no, that isn't true. I wa- b- other people are going to vote for him because he's black, but I know what the hell he's he stands for. What does he I stand know what- for? What does Obama stand? For? Obama stands for uh, helping. Um, let's see. Uh, the impoverished. And by that, I mean um, oh poor god. black people. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but if you say that, it means just black people. Then you people go, oh, you're saying everybody that's impoverished is black? And then it starts that whole thing. There's just more There's more poor white people than poor black people. Uh, black, blah, 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 you know. There are because of population. Yeah. But it just doesn't seem to, like, work that way with black politicians. They will Does usually it work that way with white politicians. Do they? Do they? Yes, we're guilty as hell. These stupid politicians. Then why do you think they're always reading in front of a school full of black kids? Give me one goddamn politician why during would, an election why year aren't they that's allowed, in front of white why aren't kids they and, and read to them. Why aren't they allowed constantly reading to, read to little black kids? Little black kids. But it's all they do. And I reject what you're saying. Just what? Like you're saying it with passion doesn't mean it's true. I've seen them read in front of little they white d- kids. No, and little never. Kids. Ever. It's really? always there's 20 little black kids around and the books open and they're all reading to matter the black kids. A matter of fact, I think it was a school full of white kids that the president was. And that reeks of phoniness dur- during the uh, during 9-11. It was just. just a, a, oh, really? A, a class full of uh, white kids? I believe so. that one. Yeah, show me a picture. 
This, there you go. You just reject. I'm reject what you're saying. I want to you see. I want to see your goofy. My, you always see it. You, you will. always see All it. All right, then I can say the same thing. I always see what you're saying. I see you see it. You see the white kids punch they up read in front of politicians yeah, reading punch, kids, and they pop every up, goddamn picture up. Punch up Negro children you, reading. No, too. you don't even have to put Negro in. <laughs> you don't have to put, put Negro children, <laughs> white politicians uh, reading. Like, stop it, Anthony. Just say, just say you're not voting for him because he's black, and let's move on. No, you're trying to oversimplify this to, uh, for me. It's it's more complicated than that. And I'm and then I'll say that you would just vote for him because he's black. Of course. Okay, then I'll vote for him because he's I don't black. Care I won't vote I for him because he's black. I don't care what his politics are. It doesn't make a difference. Don't you see black? That's what Oprah's doing. Then. then that's exactly what Oprah's doing. So momentum. Okay, why, but why can't why can't white you support each uh, other because uh, you're white all day? All right, I'll fess up. Yes. I'm not voting for him because he's black. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Now let's get to momentum, racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a racist. <laughs> if his name was Cliff, uh, Cliff Barnstall, you might vote for him. Colin Powell has no uh, white person gonna vote for somebody named Barack Obama. He's he's but he's he's light skinned black too. There, it's not like they're giving us a Forrest Whitaker black guy. It was fun. Is Jesse Jackson on TV? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's our leader. But well, we didn't vote for him. You know, he's our leader because y'all don't like him. You saw what uh, Andrew uh, Young said, right? No. He says that Bill Clinton is more black than Obama and has probably been with more black women. Who cares? Well, because there's a lot of people nervous now with this with Oprah and Obama that you know that Clinton's uh, campaign is uh, is uh, you know uh, slowing down a bit. Thank God. And, <laughs> and Andrew Young came out and said, "Look, you know, look, you know, cl- the cleanser are into the black people he- too." Who wants a woman? They're all president? going for the black vote right now. No one can have a woman days. president. It's not. It's not acceptable. Well, Oprah doesn't even want a woman president. She uh, went oh, for. Oh, no. She went for black over woman. Because she has a monthly. She knows that you know what her decisions are every month is against. Like I see my what happens to my girl every month, mm-hmm. and if she had to make a a logical decision, decision during that time, the world would be over. If there was a, <laughs> if she if during her monthly, you know what she said today? She said her hair hurts. Like, she feels like <laughs> cutting off all her hair because it hurts right now. And if you had a button that controlled rockets in front of her when her hair hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of hair, it would be the Koreans hurt. Yeah, are you out of your... Why don't, yeah, you, let me launch why don't this. you shut up, Africans, the and Co- then launch a missile? Yeah, the Koreans hurt right now. I need to get rid of the, the Koreans. They hurt me. You can't have a, an emotional creature like yeah, that running the world. They're in menopause stage. I'm sure it gets a little better. Oh, that's right. Uh, a little hot flashes, maybe. But Hillary's winding down. Oh, yeah, she's true. winding down a little she's, bit. She's yeah. winding down. And how much she's, of a woman she's was the hot she flashes? <laughs> she's having a hot flashes. Hot flashes. That that womb is drying up like a prune. <laughs> and she got to drink soy milk every morning to get that estrogen count back up. She drinks Ensure. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want your president drinking Ensure. The ensure. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's some old lady milk. <laughs> Keep her beard from growing, old lady milk. <laughs> hey, I'll, keep her from getting lupus. Uh, <laughs> see, I, I, I'm more in the camp of I don't give a crap. By the way, um, I, I just like the excitement that Oprah is bringing to this whole excitement. race. Excitement! Right it's fun to see thirty thousand people showing up for an Obama rally. No, because it Oprah's isn't. there. She's like doing book of the month, and she's like candidate of the month. It's all. Let me tell together. you what I didn't like about the Oprah thing. When Oprah went to Iowa. 
stumping for Obama. She gets up there and sounds like Oprah Winfrey from the TV show. Okay. Because uh, there were predominantly white people in the audience. Okay. She goes down to South Carolina. It's 30,000 black people. Mm -hmm. She gets up there, and this is a quote from her. She goes, I ain't here to talk about no books. I ain't here to talk about no books. You know why? That's friggin' Oprah. It's phony. No, no, it's, it's a put on. It is phony. phony. Oh, phony. stop me, it, Patrice. Let me explain it's to you. It's phony. I'm going to explain to you real quick. All right. Okay. <laughs> White oh. people only have Ants get one... nervous that we might have a black president. What? You can hear it in his yeah, voice. Yeah, I'm like, not nervous. <laughs> White people only have one cultural thing to answer to. Yeah. Like, you don't... If you have to answer to two relate to two different things like if you if you fish you have to use bait to catch different fish you understand what i'm saying like you don't just some fish you need a worm some fish you need another small fish you just you don't you don't d relate to people the same way black people like to hear somebody go y'all sometimes i hear no book and they go you know what i like that white people like to hear you go i talked to a friend of mine i will not say his name he can mm -hmm. say his name if he wants to I was talking about that dumb Ricky Hatton and how I was having trouble, the, the Ricky Hatton Mayweather fight, mm -hmm. and how I was having trouble making a decision. Because Mayweather annoys me a little bit, just with what he does. But I had to choose over him or this white boy from England. I chose Mayweather. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I said, why is it? That white people can't let black people have nothing. What? <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. What? Listen to me. Why is it that you just, it's like your fury towards us won't stop. Are you kidding me? Wait a minute. Me? Let me, I'll say this last thing. He goes, oh, he goes, if you, he had to run down to me why I'm not famous. Like he goes, a guy like you should be a millionaire. That's what I agree with that. You know, wholeheartedly. He, said to me, he said, all we want you to do, and this is for white people, mm -hmm. white friend of mine, all we want you to do is just be polite. <laughs> black, white people polite. want black people to go, yes, sir. Polite. No. Yeah, just to be a guy Where who, are who we? makes you feel comfortable. No. That's why you're nervous about Barack. He does make white people feel comfortable. But when you get into that, that's why white people will hate. They don't hate the color. It's the it's the confidence or the arrogance. That so they ain't speak. right. It it has nothing to do with that. It's not so much. You, I want you to make me feel comfortable. You do. I don't want you to make me feel uncomfortable. There's a difference. Don't try to There's work. a don't big difference. I don't need anyone coming up Anthony to me going. Just to yes, me sir. Just now with words. I don't need anyone, black or white, to come up to me and go, yes, sir, yes, sir, no, sir. I don't need that. I don't care. But don't come up to me with an effing attitude. It's, see, that's for what I'm no saying. reason. You don't understand. It's not an attitude. What it's, is it? It's flair. Flair, and then we, wait, wait, and don't run away from what I was saying bef about Oprah before. You saying with the the different types of bait for different types of fish. Okay, so it, she feels the need yeah. to go up in front of a crowd full of black people and say, "I have to relate to these people." So let me sound completely uneducated. And it, and it, it, uneducated. It's not that. It's, yes, it is. It's where she might have been. Now, if she's in front of the NAACP, mm -hmm. she's going to go, "Ladies and gentlemen, we we're here to say to you this evening." Now, Oprah is super famous. Of course. Okay? We have to, today, we have to say this. And in front of those black people, it'll be like that. In front of people in South Carolina at certain places, she ha it's just like R. Kelly. 
White people know R. Kelly from I believe I can fly. <laughs> I believe well, I can touch. We know black from people else know too. him from in that. But black <laughs> people know him from uh, Booty. Booty. He sings a song where he just <laughs> goes Booty. And, and, and it's, a, it's a different, relatable thing. Well, like Martha Stewart doesn't have to relate to a, a, a hip-hop kind of world, and she doesn't have to relate to old white people. She just has to relate to whoever comes gravitates towards her. Let me tell you something. Then how come uh, uh, oh, you take a uh, uh, white politician? Let's take uh, Rudy Giuliani. Okay. If he goes down south... He's not going y'all. He's still a, a guy from New York. And then when he goes uh, to the Pacific Northwest, he doesn't have to uh, drink Starbucks in a rain slicker doing heroin. Exactly. And then when he does, it, why then this phony put on, let me try to relate to the different types of black well, people. Maybe it's a freedom that she, she is that though. Oprah, She's not. Listen, Oprah has to be. A certain way on her billion dollar show that mostly old white so that's phony. It might be. Mm. It might be. Okay. When she goes someplace, when you get when you're free to be like you just it's a loot. You ever go to a black party and a white party? I know this is black, but we are different. Black parties, people dance. Thank God you said it. White parties, people drink. Yeah. Just as we're different. And and when you go up and go, I ain't here to support no, because she knows black people, what they feel about her, like old funky Oprah with old book club, right? Mm-hmm. And she has to go up there and go, man, I'm man, I'm as down as anybody. Like Brian Gumble, I saw Brian where I turned with Brian Gumble. He was talking about when Muhammad Ali lost to um uh, uh Joe Frazier. Yeah, he cried like a baby. But he's not a gangster, but there's a blackness, there's a pride there. But still, you have to go out sometimes. You guys gotta lose that crap. I, I agree. You gotta lose it, or or will never ever be a a, a single nation of white and black <laughs> really, people living that, together. And, and that'll be, that'll it, be it. That'll be the final and thing. That, yeah. is, that hey, is, that the, is that the racial deal we're making? If we yeah. all, if Oprah can go and speak the same way to everybody, the same way she speaks uh, to white people or black people, it's part of it. Why don't part you of speak it. black? I'm not. Well, let's look at me. <laughs> I'm not sitting there talking about spaghetti and meatballs 24 hours a day because I'm Italian, and I'm not sitting there with my Italianness dripping and my Italian pride but, and wearing a little fedora and uh, looking like I just got off at Ellis Island. Every they, but that's they, the wonderful thing about white people. Yes, and that's what holds us back as black people. I, I it do does. What holds us back is that we have to support blackness sometimes. Sometimes we shouldn't. So like Michael Vick, we shouldn't be galvanizing because white people are not supporting. But anytime white people, and this is the thing, we, and this thing about how we feel about y'all, anytime you're talking, it seems to be a condescending Ooh. you people. But white people don't have but, you people. You don't have you have you have individuality. You can hate another white guy. You don't have to. Your millions has nothing to do with his millions. If Than does something, if Than goes out and kills somebody, mm-hmm. white people will not go. You know, you have to, you have to <laughs> stop man. that. They'll just go. That boy was bad. All right. You, 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 wait, but wait, we do wait, talk wait, about wait. the white white uh, uh, shooters that do those do those school shootings. They're you, always white. You kids. dismiss him. That's what I'm saying. You do have that in your blood where you can dismiss your criminals. We just don't have that. Well, that's your problem. You got to figure that out. I don't know how to figure that out. I don't know out. either. But hey, uh, it should be pointed out that yeah, Hillary Clinton did the fake Southern accent. Oh yeah, she did. Well, she's the phoniest. <laughs> well, she she's the phoniest south. bitch but, uh, ever. Right, ever. So, so white guys aren't doing right, anything right. phony. 
All right, listen. No, they are. Absolutely. Hold on. I just rang the bell. Eat my watermelon ham upset. Bell. I know. That, I know. That, that's why I was laughing hysterically. That was really funny. Our fruit came, and uh, Patrice has a... Man, I've never seen more watermelon in front it's of a, a person giant, in my life. That looks really juicy I got, and good, though. I got some dumb pink grapefruit, and you got watermelon. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to have to... Just because white people might see me. When we come back, I want to talk about... Uh-oh. Sit down. What happened? He's getting, uh... This is what I'm saying, the magic that white people have over our brain. Sit down! It's not, though. You guys have won for years now. You just can't face the fact that you're winning, yeah. and you're still, like, acting like it's 1969. You're winning! L enjoy your victories! You just, you're you, just going around any. still like, oh, my God, we're still the most persecuted thing on the face of the earth, blah, 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 blah. It, you're winning. We're not winning. Right, yes, you are. Hey, round two after the break. It's Opie and Anthony. Now yeah, we're just... talking about black quarterbacks versus white quarterbacks. Real <laughs> fast. Just... Throw a blanket statement I know, like Hold that. on. Real fast. Patrice is going to be at Comics here in New York City. Uh, C-O-M-I-X. If you're trying to find it on the, on, uh, the old internet. It's going to be there the 28th and 29th of this month on Friday and Saturday night. A couple shows each night. Give them a call. 212 524 2500 to book your uh, seats for Patrice O'Neill at Comics. Thank you, sir. His comedy is amazing, man. It almost looks like you're just riffing every time I see you. Well, thank you, sir. I don't know if you are, but you get... Sometimes. Sometimes you're just going with it. That's kind of brave, right? Yeah. But we're talking about white quarterbacks and uh, black quarterbacks. Uh, Tim Tebow. Yeah, he won the Heisman. Won the Heisman for, for, for the, the Gators. Mm -hmm. being the college football, Tim Tebow. is an animal. This, it, it, and he's a great quarterback. But this is what I was saying about, like, we left with the watermelon, right? Hold on, hold on. Let me explain, though, for the people that don't know. Uh, Tebow, he plays for the Gators. My nephew is a massive Gators fan. He w he went out to Vegas last year for the for the, the big game and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, this guy is 6'4", 230 pounds, something like that. White boy, don't forget. White boy. He, Gotta say he's a white boy. I think he threw for 29 touchdowns and ran for 22, something like that. Right, those numbers around that. Around threw, there. Either he ran for 29 and threw for 22, but... And I was reading about him over the weekend, and they're saying that most likely the NFL doesn't want a quarterback like him. It's too risky to pay a guy, you know, so much money that's going to get hit like this guy gets hit in college football. This guy takes some ridiculous hits. But he's a physical specimen. He'll go just because of his physicality. Oh, they'll give it a shot, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, like Tom Brady, you don't want him taking those type of hits. You don't want Peyton Manning taking those type of hits but if that this kid Manning, takes. If Tom, if Tom Brady or Peyton Manning could run like mm -hmm. Michael Vick. This is the black quarterback versus right. the white quarterback thing. And way. actually did run. Do you think people would... This is the this is what bugs me the magic that white people have over our minds. <laughs> if I can run, why not run? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like every time a black quarterback, it's almost like like Donovan McNabb. He got his his uh for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. He got his leg hurt, right? It's almost like he's happy he got hurt, so he can now not run. So that he can throw, so white people can go. Now he could be the See? white. Hold on, so I'm a quarterback. Like you like white people <laughs> so, instead of being the physical talent you are. So he could be the white quarterback <laughs> in the pocket, just yeah, to make white passers. people feel better. But Tim Tebow, who's a runner, he's an animal. He's an animal. No one says oh, he needs to. He needs to learn the game. He's a little bit dumb. He's not <laughs> smart enough for the game. It's like, why Why do we let white people just have power over what we do? It makes me 
sick how much credit we give you for our life. No. Why do you people buy so much? Here's what kills me. I had an argument with this white mm -hmm. boy about what we buy. Black people buy rims and chains. Black, what, you know what white people buy? Life-size statues of Superman <laughs> for $5,000. That's what you buy. <laughs> what are you talking Shelby's about? Shelby's for $10 well, million. Well, like people that are doing very well. Well, well off people, people with money. Uh, of color will buy uh, watches and yes, chains and diamonds. stuff. And then white people will buy other things like giant statues of Batman for their lobby. Gold toasters. <laughs> like, that's what Gold white toasters. people... But we're well, just different, and we're going to always be different. Who but gives why a crap? can't we just say that instead of always <laughs> so obvious? Like we're is, different, and Patrice we're always going to be different. Patrice, you always try to, go, to make it like, all right, here's the situation... Now just say you're racist and everything will be fine. <laughs> like it's not. Yeah, you can you can discuss the point. There could be something in there without the white guy having to be racist. <laughs> I wish it was. Oh, I pray that it is. I pray you stop. Oh, stop. Oh, just stop oh, being racist God. or just be racist. Uh, hold on. Let's. Uh, oh man, we had someone that was at the Oprah. Uh, I'm calling it the Oprah rally yesterday, but uh, <laughs> momentum. I, I guess they had to go to work. Let's go to Mark in Atlanta. Mark, what's up? Good morning, boys. Hey. Hey, Anthony, i got to call you out on the way you're rank ranking on Oprah. I mean, I, I don't watch her. I've never watched her. Mm -hmm. But I know that when you get a guest in studio say that is a born-bred Brooklynite, you drop right into the New York, heavy New York Ooh. accent. Like who? Uh, really? Oh. Say the cast from The Sopranos or uh, uh, uh -huh. good fellas. Hey, yeah. Uh... Hey, what are you doing? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Hey, Gabago. <laughs> Why do you do that, sir? <laughs> hey, maybe it's different, you know, people, uh, different bait for different fish. You know what I mean? And if you want to sleep with the fishes, oh. <laughs> you get. Uh, is that true? I don't know if that's true. No, it's, uh, first I've been of with all. Anthony a long time. I've never noticed if that. If it is true, um, I've never it's not. That. If it is true, let me tell you something. If it is true, it's not calculated, first of all. And I, I'm I'm discussing but something Oprah, with somebody. So maybe I will. It's absolutely calculated. Why would Why would she want to go up there and she's a very educated woman? Why would she want to go up there and sound completely uneducated? I why ain't here to talk about no books. Well, why is that, that sounding on why is that not Colloquialism. Why you were relating? First He's of all, you no. were trying to relate to uh, Miss yeah, Mister Super Duper from whatever, well, uh, and you just was just you just Patrice, out. As the referee, I've been with Ann for a long time. I've never seen him do that. I probably, you know, something. I'll all even right. give the guy the benefit of the hey, doubt. I probably, I would love do to get some examples. Of that, get a little more guinea when uh, we have an Italian guy in here. I, uh, Frank Vincent comes in, starts talking about things. It's like, yeah, you want to kind of, ah, you want to kind of good fellas it up a little bit. And I don't really, I don't really carry the way, but I did notice the Oprah thing sound a little weird. I, I'm with you on that. I was like, why would she talk like that? Why wouldn't she just use her just regular delivery like she has every day on everyone? You know, no one on would think show. any different of her if she spoke like she does on her show. I, and like, I know she speaks in business meetings or whatever. She's got to say, I ain't here to talk about no 
books. I thought it was, that first of all, I thought it was strange. I'm like, wow, that just, just sounds out of was, place. As far as grammar it. goes, it's awful. And then uh, it was t- impassioned. It was an impassioned kind of religion. Yeah, like black people don't like no books. Nah, why talks about the books? Maybe she's secretly working for the white man. Wait a minute. Would turn a lot of people off. Like, okay, because black people might see her as this. This black woman mm-hmm. who just like buys schools in Africa and and, yeah. and relates to old white women in that way where it's like, hey, read this book this week. And it's never read like the black novel that has a pimp on the front and a hooker on the back cover. It's kind of she it's like she's saying, look, I'm not here to be the uh, Oprah that we all know fan of that culture. She said it. She's not a fan of the hip hop culture and, and having those people on to talk about uh, hip hop. What do you mean by those people? I mean those people. What do you mean? People that are uh, hip hop culture. <laughs> <laughs> those people. You know what I mean? I love when people do that. Just what say what do you mean by, by those, those people? people. Hey, hold on. We got Richie. No, she has Negroes on. I've seen it. Hold on. We're going all the way to Putnam Valley uh, for Rich's phone call here. Rich, what's up? Guys, hey, th- I want to start by agreeing with Anthony because it absolutely aggravates me when I hear somebody speak that. But Patrice hit the nail on the head, and it's a culture thing. I just understood it on the way to work today. I'm going to a corporate job. It's corporate culture. I will speak differently all day today than I will when I go out to the bar tonight with my buddies, and I speak different to my children. And Anthony, from nine o'clock. Before nine o'clock on, you got one way you speak. After nine o'clock, you speak another. Wow! All right, dude, you don't understand. That's what I'm, I'm not going up to give a speech to people. I'm not. I'm not changing the way I talk. Giving a speech like Oprah did. Wait a minute. If this guy mm-hmm. who sounds like he probably is on a softball team. <laughs> One of those dudes. What's wrong with being on no, the way, softball it's team? No, 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 no. Hey, what's wrong with softball? I'm saying that <laughs> if he gave a pep rally for his softball team for Saturday, he's going to go, we're going to get these bad, bad, But at work, if he gives some type of pep thing at his work, he's going to go, we had a wonderful, you know, this month was a wonderful time. We made a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. She's in front of who she thinks she goes, I ain't here to do no books, y'all, right? Right, it ain't like we don't read. We don't read. <laughs> well, it's, it's like it I'm might as well here, have been. I'm not here to be white Oprah. I'm here to be black Oprah. And she did. That's what she was doing. Mm. What she is has, wrong with that? She has a lot of uh, a lot of influence when it comes to books and stuff. And then she <sighs> she talks like she doesn't read one. She should just be the educated, successful black woman that she is. She's not and here not to try talk to no books and not saying. why why is it. The woman is probably the most successful woman in the history of this country. She's a black woman, and instead of just being a woman that is successful, she's got to have the blackness that comes out Why so, so everyone else not? can go, good, we can still like her because she's black. I, Why if, can't okay, she just be a Ma- successful if, woman? If Martha Stewart, say Martha Stewart was had dual... Uh, uh, Loyalties, you know, mm-hmm. she's loyal to something, and then she's cooking a pie, and that's what she's known for. Uh, try this pie; this pie is delicious. And she goes out somewhere and then goes, "I ain't here to cook no pies." <laughs> that's not saying don't eat pies. It's she saying, "Look, I'm not here to do what y'all seeing. This is 
Listen, forget those books. Not like, don't read, dumb Negroes. I, I understand. All right. I understand. All right, hold I'm, on. I'm effing with you uh, as far as that's concerned. All right, good. But she shouldn't have to put this dual personality on because who she is, an educated woman that came from crap, built herself up to be one of the richest, most successful women in, in history. Right. She doesn't have to do that. She shouldn't why, have why, to. Exactly. Why, when she gets in front of a, a 30,000 black people, does she feel compelled that she's got to fit in? Because and why can't the people respect her for where she came from or where she is without her having to jive it do you, now, do you hear your voice right now? If yes. somebody's agreeing with you with how you're doing, what you're doing now, it's easy to go, yes, Anthony. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, listen, uh, I just think this and I think that and I think this. It's the wop in me. It comes are, out and I start go, yelling. People are going to listen and go, <laughs> yeah, I agree. As opposed to go, yeah, I hear to read no books. <laughs> Woo! I, and if she says, "Oh my," God. will you support Obama, please? Oh my! She's yeah. gonna go. They're gonna go. Yes, we will, Mrs. Oprah. She wanted some energy. Mm. All right, let's go to let's go to Jack in New York. There's a lot of great phone calls coming in. Jack, go ahead. Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, Long time listener. Thanks, Jack. Yo, I feel like Patrice, you're making it feel like that just because Oprah's getting more famous and more educated, that black culture doesn't want her at all because she's not ghetto. They should look up to her and want to be like they do look she up went to her. Not education and stuff. They do look up to her, but what I'm saying is she's. It's a. It's there's a cultural difference when you're in front of uh, reserved white people who are mostly reserved all the time, unless they're doing a dog to bounty hunter thing, which is you know <laughs> I say that word when no one's around. And in life, y'all reserve. And that's like, like I said, when you party with white people, they just go hello and how are you and drink. Black people that's like to go yes. Woo! Woo! We ain't here to read no books. Whoa! Fire off a few rounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. We got to go to Anita. She's uh, a faithful listener of the show. She calls from time to time. Uh, Anita from Long Island. What's up, Anita? You know, I think black people should have been offended by her, you know, saying that. She assumed that that's the way that they talk and that she would relate to them by sounding ignorant. You know, I didn't hear the speech, but I would have been like, why is she talking like that? I'd have been very, very upset. What's wrong, Patricia? Because you can hear this lady's Long Islandness that she's trying to hide for this phone call. And you don't speak differently with your friends, ma'am, than you do while you're trying to be very uh, speechy right now. You don't have a... Di I hear the tone in your... I hear it, man. This is Anita, man. She gets uh, I hear a little worked up from time to time. Yes, she's, and she's going... You know she's a black woman, too, right? You can hear that. Hell no. Yeah, Anita's a black woman from Long Island. You can't hear it? Mm-hmm. You can't hear it. Well, be in Long Island. Other times when she gets a little excited, oh boy, she goes, oh, "I'll be reading no books." Oh, yeah, exactly. Come on, be reading no books, y'all. I'll be read. I hear the plug no books. I've heard a few different deliveries from Anita over the last year or so. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different. See, <laughs> she's laughing. She knows. <laughs> it's who you talking to. I don't know who she was talking to, but the demographic. I bet. Look at the. Re Do we have the reaction, Opie, from the people that she was talking? Yeah, to we're trying to find the audio. Yeah, we're find that to, audio. I, I just. I'm sure it's. I'll tell there. you this much. I just thought it sounded weird. I, that's it. I'm like, I, I why is she? Hear this. I desperately want to like, hear this. I was like, why is she doing yeah. that? I mean, I, I would assume that there's a lot of people in that audience that are just as ed educated as she is. But Why did she feel like she had to do but that? Still I don't get it. You I don't can get go it. in front of an NAACP audience and go, I ain't here to plug no books, y'all, because it's not saying, it's just saying, here's, I know you know me from this part of life, 
But I'm I'm down. If that's what it is. First of all, no. she's not. She's not down. She, she lost her down years ago. <laughs> She's nowhere near down. She, she, I think she wants to perceive herself as being down. I think, and I think it's it's advantageous to her to do that when she was plugging Obama to try to get. They want blacks across the board voting for Obama. Every they black do that. They want. Anyway. They want what you call the Uncle Tom working for the man in in a big building somewhere, and they want the street guy that they got got to go out and pick up the night before, throwing a truck so he can vote that day. The only black people who won't vote for Obama are savvy political black people. The average person, if there's a black candidate yeah. like Obama, will vote for color. Will vote. For Obama, and, 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 and regardless, you know, you, know, you know it's a disgrace in the, in the black race. I believe constantly, the black race. people, but yes, co- constantly, <laughs> people are bringing. So what planet up are we Negroes from? Nigger, the planet black Negrotron, the Negrotron, <laughs> Negobots, and uh, <laughs> from what galaxy? The evil, evil Negobots. From what <laughs> galaxy, Patrice? Let's get into this a little bit. What uh, galaxy is it? I can't even say the word. We're not allowed to, but you are. The ne- negromita. Pork, negromita. Pork pie twelve. <laughs> I. The the. I think the most memorable quote by Dr. Martin Luther King. Oh man. Is that what? I just, just I am not allowed. I, alla- I am not allowed. No, not I have a dream. <laughs> that people should be judged. By the content of their character and not by the color of their skin. Yes. And people... why don't you listen to that? (laughs) But no, I do. Black people are constantly judging people by the color of their skin and not by the content of their character. I say this thousands of times I've said this. No one cares. Oh, they're constantly bringing up Martin Luther Luther King? don't hate you. Mm -hmm. You're not my oppressor. He's not my... we, we, We were left... Like I said, Jews have a mustache they can hate. They hate Hitler. <laughs> they hate his face. They hate who he is. We have your color. It's that's what it is. We don't like white. If this we if we can find the actual people who enslaved us. The dude on the little bike with the big wheel in the front and the mustache that curls. We can if we had a mustache. Uh, yeah. We would not hate you all. But we don't like you because you're white. But you don't like us because you're black. Oh, because whatever, because we're black. Well, but because because uh, it, it's it's the whole, we don't. I don't think we get each other. I don't think we understand each other. The but cultures are so white different. People have nothing to get. What, what, no, no, I no, understand we do. white culture. I get it. Yeah, it is the culture. It's black pretty much, people have a culture. It's pretty much just. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. White, white people have... Yeah, and, and we're, we're, you don't have anything that we don't understand about you. But, you don't do but anything you guys have a different. bunch of things that we don't understand. Yes, why don't you try to understand them? We have between the gunfire, for love of God. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh we, I'm and, talking about oh and we pick and a choose. little bit of assimilation. We pick and choose. We take some of your music. We, we take yeah, you from take, here and there. Can you just love it and let us Patrice, have it? Patrice, I'm no. talking about a little assimilation to society without having the rest of black people say, oh, he's kowtowing to the man. All right. There's just hey. this huge g- gap between the two peoples that we have a hard time 
uh, relating have, and working you together. Your, and- you have your sellout at Uncle Tom, and you call it the left. Mm-hmm. White people created. Yeah, oh yeah, you created this thing called the right and the left, and now it's like left are the Uncle Tom white people who yeah. who like those Negroes, and we the real white people to right over. It, it, it's all. It's all wordplay juggling, man. You guys all got right. it knocked this day and age. Knocked. All right, let's take a break. We'll do round three. I ain't here minutes. to do no books. <laughs> round two. I think I'm I think I'm just gonna go to Starbucks uh, and let you guys <laughs> enjoy yourselves. Oh yeah, go to your whitey Starbucks. Go to your hunkin' hunkin' <laughs> bucks. Oh, or is it, need or the, is it uh... black bucks, which you wanna call it? <laughs> I'm gonna go get go to black bucks and get I'll, me some hot black coffee. I'll, I'll take coffee orders and let you guys have fun for for another twenty minutes. <laughs> Let's just agree to disagree and move on. Jesus. Talking about movies or chicks or something. <laughs> Hey, is Roland coming in with his uh, top ten movies? Now that we can, we all, all get together to hate Roland. <laughs> all right, all right. So I think we might have done the Oprah thing. Yeah, I think we. Oh, might. that was about Oprah. I think we might have covered Oprah <laughs> doing the Obama thing. Uh, we'll talk about movies. We did football. We did a little boxing. Mm-hmm. Hey, we actually did some stuff today, and we still have about an hour to go. It's Opie and Anthony. Stay there. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's oh, comics here in New York racist. City. C-O-M-I-X, online. Yeah, I'm there December 28th and 29th for this month. Friday and Saturday, two shows. Um, and the, the number is 212-524-2500. Is it okay if a few of us white people go? You know I like to <laughs> I enjoy you there. <laughs> yeah, you enjoy. That's it. Enjoy you there and bring all the fellas there to make sure that I or, suck as a comic as Eric looks and he's not impressed. We're just as important to you as an appetizer. I enjoy the appetizer, but all right, I'm done with the appetizer. <laughs> Got to get to my meal now. Get I lost, like Whitey. I would come there, man. Huh? No. I would like you to come. A lot of white boys go and see Patrice O'Neal. Yeah, I got white fans. So I know you do. got to be careful, but... <laughs> you killed on the virus tour this summer. Damn it. Hey, uh, we were talking about movies during the break. We, It's not our fault we got to stop for commercials. I mean, the show just continues. Yeah. We were talking about uh, Will Smith and I Am Legend. That movie looks really, really looks good. good. That movie is is getting me excited as 300. 300 was the last movie that I was yep, excited to see. Yeah, saw the trailer and went like, oh, i got to see that. Yeah, this I Am Legend looks amazing. That looks really good. It's uh, like a retelling of Omega Man. Remember the Judd Heston movie? Damn you. What a great movie that is. It, is it a... I, I know it's a similar movie, but is it supposed to be like it's, the new Omega Man, the, or is it? I Am mm-hmm. Legend is is supposed to be. A, is it a remake? Oh, it's no. It's it's like Omega Man was a was off of the movie of the book I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. It was they they went off the book a little bit more. This movie's supposed to be more like the book, more okay. ex, you know, like I Am Legend. The book follows it because in Omega Man, the villains were mutants, but they had a purpose. Like they were people, but they just had a disease, and they were. Figuring things out, I think these the yeah, villains they here they're like vampires or yeah, zombies or something. Yeah. yeah, right on, man. Yeah, so well, it, I, it does look great. The trailer with like you were saying, and <laughs> Times Square with lines and stuff yeah. running around. And he drives a pretty uh, cool car in that. He dri- I think he drives everybody's car or something like that. It's a, like it looks good. Man. Drives a Shelby. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, does he really? Yeah, a red one with white stripes. <laughs> does he really? Yes, he does. That's hilarious. I, uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that's gonna be there's gonna be another human being uh, alive in that movie. Do you? Yeah. No. Yeah, I think it's gonna be another person. Somebody said it. Oscar already. Some some critic said just Oscar award. Yeah, on people Rotten are Tomatoes. crazy when they say that before the movie even like comes out or anything. They say well, they've seen it already. Before so it's, it's like, done. You know, like, you know. Is it even cooked yet? 
the whole like thing. Like, they seen it. They, they, one of them critics on Martin Tomatoes was like, yeah, this should be an Oscar. Yeah, they said that about Evan Almighty, too. And look, what, and look what happened. <laughs> Oscar-worthy performance. As Noah. Noah. Steve Carell as Noah. Look, I... I don't even know if Evan Almighty is good. I have no clue. I know I know it was it just did horribly at the uh, box office and I think the one of the reasons that was the a trailer where they finally decided, why don't we just show the entire movie in the trailer? They've been heading this way for yeah, a long time. But with Evan Almighty, you th- th- you just knew the entire there was no reason to see it after that. Yeah, I hate when they do that with movies. You go there and go, "Oh, let me let me check out the uh the uh, previews, or when you're at home and and you go to do a uh, pay-per-view movie, and it goes, oh, preview. Let me just check this out. Dum dee 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 doo. Up. Well, don't have to watch this. Thank you. Thanks. You ruined the whole goddamn thing. All right. Just lay it out. They do like the beginning part, and then they show you the twist. Where in the movie, if you were just watching it, you would go, get out of here. That happened. What? <laughs> and then they show you in the preview. It's like, oh, ah. God, come on. Hey, uh, speaking of movies, in studio we got uh, Roland. Roland sees more movies uh, yes. than anyone alive. How many movies did you see this year, Roland? Uh, almost, almost every one. Almost every, <laughs> every movie that's ever been made. Oh, not this year, though. I see pretty much all of them. I thought he was going to say close to 100, but no, his answer is almost every one. Name one movie you didn't see this uh, year. Uh, I'm seeing I Am Legend tomorrow, and I haven't seen that yet. Why aren't we seeing I Am Legend tomorrow? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I it, don't it's, know. It's get get night. yourself a ticket. I... It's tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, at night? At night. Oh, all right. well, that's, that's why. why I didn't. Well, all right. No, oh, yeah. Now you and who, can, who can go? I, I want to, like... Yeah, who gets to go? Uh, celebrities and people. How celebrities do you get to go? Um, I don't know. I invited. All right, listen. Because of this show? No. Oh, okay. Because of what? Red carpet. Yeah. You do red carpet. Do people go, Mr. DeLuise, Mr. DeLuise? No. (laughs) (laughs) Roland, Mm -hmm. how many? So you've seen every movie? Almost. Every major movie that comes out, you see. How many movies do you see a week? Probably four or five. A week? A week. Because part of the job, yeah. Part of the job. So with the job of being a lonely man. That's so (laughs) sad. Yeah, him, what are you hiding, man? Him and his helium balloon <laughs> that he just sucks on <laughs> as he's watching the movie. <laughs> what are you hiding that you have to see four or five movies a week? He's sad. You're sad. You're sad. Yeah, you're looking for someone. Someone. Do you go with people or no. just alone? Um, depends. If my friends they want to see the movie, they can. Everybody invite. Do you have to pay for Invisible Friends seats? Or <laughs> no? I do George Glass. It's my friend George Glass. <laughs> <laughs> no? No, people do come because they want to see the movie early. So Yeah, Tyler Durden sits next to you? No. <laughs> oh, my God. That is the, I, you know what? I'm so glad I like white people stuff so I can enjoy that. That is ridiculous. That is the reference maybe of the decade. And I, I'm so happy I knew that, man. Because he That's looks like movie. he has a Tyler Durden. Oh, he's got to. Yeah. Who's, yeah. Your, who's your Tyler Durden? <laughs> it's, next. it's like a lesser Brad Pitt. It's like a. Mm. Um, <laughs> his Tyler Durden is a B actor. It's like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be Brad Pitt. No. It would, 
<laughs> it would be a chubby guy that's almost in shape and has, a, has a little more hair than he does. Just but a not, little better me. Just be like, uh, me, right. what's his name, uh, Giamatti. Uh. We need a chubby actor that looks like he could <laughs> be in shape. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> this is Tyler Durden. <laughs> it's called Mike Club. <laughs> yeah, I might go. I might. I, I might. I don't know. Stephen S. from Bayshore has a very good observation or or a question. He asks, uh, hey, Ope, uh, do they project the movies directly onto Roland's huge, giant, sweaty forehead? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that is not nice. Oh, my God. So, so his answer is he's seen almost every movie that yeah. came out this year. That's So if you, if you go four or five movies a week, you're well over 200 movies for the year. That's oh it. Yeah, probably. Because I see God. basically every movie nominee for an Oscar. What's yeah. your favorite genre? Um, I like chick flicks. That's oh, are you kidding me? Oh, I like I'll see action movie and chick flicks. What chick flick did you I, like this year? I don't. I, I you know what? And I, all right, let me really try. Hold on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. How Stella got her groove <laughs> back? No, you being love no. starring some actor no. from England. No. no one ever heard. Of. No. You just you just uh, named the stereotypical chick flick. Okay, yeah. but seriously, and I'm gonna try. Try to name one chick flick that came out this year, at. Seriously, it doesn't mean you saw it and and we could point and laugh at you. But I don't think I don't think I can even name one. I, w- trailer I, I won't name the names, corny. but I can name what there was one. I think Catherine Zeta Jones was cooking. Oh, no reservation. <laughs> nah, he knows it. I don't see uh, it. Was there a Sandra Bullock uh, chick flick? The Lake. Movie. That, that the Lake House is like last year, last year or something, yeah, wasn't it? Year, okay. Yeah. All right. She was in the. How about how about Melbourne. something where Cherise Theron got cancer? I'm sure something no, came yeah, out like that. The, the, the Valley of Elijah. <laughs> See, he knows. He knows. Wait a minute. So, what was your favorite chick flick of the year? Once. That's my number. Uh, that's one of my favorite movies. Once. Once. And what oh. was that about? Did you just wreck the bit by saying that's your favorite movie of the year? You did, right? Probably. Yeah. That's the whole reason you're sitting there. You yeah. Dope. <laughs> But it's a chick flick. And I couldn't so let it go we, by because I just heard it. it. We just, just throw it out. Yeah. Once is your favorite movie of the year. What the hell is that What's about? It about? Can we guess once? Can we try to guess? Yeah, let me guess. Once. once. Uh, wow, that's a simple title. It's very hard to kind of build something on that. Someone is dying. Uh-huh. And they're taking a chance this time to enjoy the life that they, they you only get one life oh, and they mm. must enjoy it no that's my number 10 movie of the year no, that's a different movie <laughs> that's a different movie but there is a movie like that of course all right let me think once uh it's the story of uh love between two people that only happens once in a lifetime <laughs> no i got the plot here oh do you it's a great movie. Sounds good. Oh, please. An unnamed guy. A lonely guy that goes to the movies every day. Is it, <laughs> is it? I remember seeing this preview, and I remember thinking, what a piece of crap this is going to be. <laughs> I swear, now, now that I, I see the stupid cover. An unnamed guy is a doubling guitarist, singer, songwriter who makes a living by fixing vacuum cleaners in his dad's Hoover repair shop by day and singing and playing for money on the Dublin streets by night. An unnamed girl is a Czech who plays piano, and when she gets a chance, and does odd, and and when who plays piano when she gets a chance, sorry, and does odd jobs by day and takes care of her mom and her daughter by night. Guy meets girl, and they get to know each other as the girl helps the guy to put together a demo disc that he could take to London in hope of landing a musical oh. contract. During the same several day period, the guy and the girl work through their hey. past loves and reveal their budding love for another. 
through their songs. This movie should, oh, this movie, this movie should come with AIDS. It's a, <laughs> it's a mixtape. It's a, it's a film about a mixtape. Can I have a large popcorn with AIDS? <laughs> you get AIDS. Pump the AIDS, AIDS on there. I don't want butter. Just AIDS. Can you give, oh. can you give me some extra HIV on oh my popcorn? Oh, my God. Tim, oh. why is that your favorite you movie? It's a really good movie. No, it isn't. It is. Why is it good? Well, like, the guy who plays Guy, Glenn Hazard of the Frames, plays the character. Can I ask it's him so this, Obi, please? Hold on, hold on. I want to let him finish this. <laughs> Go ahead. This. Go ahead. Was this the song? Yeah, that's a song from the movie, but it's a really good movie, though. Why? 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 I enjoy it because it has a good story. And, and do you cry at no. movies? Do you cry at movies, any movie? Mm, no, it takes a lot. Do you wish you were the guy or the girl in this film? No. This is what I want to ask. <laughs> Roland, I know Pete, you must have asked him this. I just never got a chance. Are you gay, Roland? No. <laughs> like, I, no. And I don't mean that. I don't, I'm not trying to I, attack. I'm just. <laughs> I do not like any cock whatsoever. Oh. No. Whoa, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Not a faggot, no. Wow! Hey. Gee, double dumb. Whoa, All right, whoa, and, I, and, don't, and do not get offended What's that I'm asking with that. You? It's just you've been asked that before, right? No. Or well, insinuated, right? Why does he not ask that? I don't know. Just, they ask him that when he goes in to Starbucks to get his coffee. <laughs> no dude likes once. Even when no dude likes anything when it when it says love in Dublin. Like, you just go, nah, I'm not going to see right. that. It has love and Dublin in it. Well, what this a- is the song that they came up with that... This is one of the songs in the movie. And are you sitting there, like, getting all teary-eyed when this scene comes on? No. Does the whole song play? Uh, yeah. Probably. Holy a- mother of God, you actually sit there and listen to this crap song the whole but, time? Probably as the credits the roll. The- no, no, it's during the No, movie. during the movie. Oh. It's a musical. Yeah. <sighs> oh, no. Wait, it's, it's a, a musical? musical? It's, What'd you uh, think of hair? Did you enjoy hair? I didn't see it. It's a chick flick musical? No, well, hair's gay, but this is not. Yeah. Wow. Dude. Dude, musicals wow. suck. Chick flicks suck. You put them Dude, together. Really? Double suck. And this is your favorite movie <laughs> of the year? Oh, my God. That is, that right there, you go, it's oh. a chick flick and a musical. You could almost deal with one or the other. And I'm saying almost. Look, you could sit there and go, oh, all right, this will be over soon. But then you put the two together? Are you crazy? Is this better than uh, music and lyrics? Well, music and lyrics is a comedy. The shenanigans. <laughs> the shenanigans. Great. The shenanigans. All right, what are the, some of the other movies? Uh, we decided to have Roland come in and give us his top ten movies uh, of the year because he's seen every From movie. number one down yeah, to thanks, ten, Roland. I guess. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay, because who would have known? But now that we know Once is your number one, this bit stinks. Um, well, we, Once we talk, is your number one we movie talk this year. To, well, We talk I, to guys every morning. I mean, we're, we well, we love the fact that women are enjoying oh. the show, too, but, but mostly we're talking to guys here. Well, no, not there's not a guy out there that saw once. I'm sure there's somebody. No, no. The academy people that had to vote. Oh, great, academy people. Yeah, but it's a good. And movie. we know what kind of people they are. Oh. <laughs> How was Beowulf? Uh, that one I didn't see. I went to go see there will um, there will be blood instead of that one. All right. Well, give us your movies. Top ten. Let's go. So start with number one then. No. Oh, well, just uh, wherever you want to go. go. Okay. Down back to ten. All right. Ten is the Savages with uh, Felicia Moore Hoffman and Laura Lenny. <laughs> a what? The Savages. The Savages. Yeah. Which one's that? 
It's, oh my God! You know what? You should only see movies. He sees movies on streets below the numbers. Like yeah, yeah. Question mark and exclamation point under like people who live underneath the Lancy Street Bridge. You're like, talking like those artsy communities. Yeah, the I corner mean, of comma and semicolon. <laughs> he left. He left numbers and words. It, it's like. It, Who's between, so savage? In between shopping for street art, he's uh, going into these absurd <laughs> movie the theaters. Hell? What is the savages? This Philip was supposed Seymour. to be a good pick. Philip Seymour Hoffman, right, we well, know we, him. We know him. The yeah. Moral Lenny, where uh, they get a call where they have to take care of their father. Oh, my God. Because it's crazy. Right, give, me, give me the whole plot. It's basically, it's like uh, brother I'm, and sister. They're kind of... It's a sister and brother, like sister you said. Brother, Face like the a, realities of uh, familial responsibility as they begin to care for their ailing father. Oh, God. God. Wow. That Why? just sounds horrible, like depressing, Why is boring. That good? Wow. Why is that good? That wow. Was really good acting, and it's a good story the way they did And this was the 10th. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Six is Spider Man 3? I bet it ain't. I bet it ain't. No. Nope. Man. Nope. Uh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Someone is uh, 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 suggesting here. What, what's the star of the movie? Who's the star of the movie again? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, uh, now he's saying it right. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Tyler Durden. I can't believe you said Tyler Durden. Oh, uh, that, that hit me oh. hard. And does the father die in the end? Of course. <sighs> Don't oh. worry about ruining it for anyone. Yeah, no, no one, one listening cares. to this That's show is thing. singing this. Yeah. No man no cares one. about ruining a movie. I the always people go that what happened care. at the end and I still go see it. Just ruin it. The people that care are, are listening to Fresh right Does he now, die okay? at the end? Well, you got to see it, though. It's a good Oh, oh God, God. No, I don't have to see it. I will never see this. All right. I have the screen if you want to see it. I uh, will no. never see it. I don't right. even want a free screening of my house. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I don't want the effort of putting the DVD in my player. Number nine is 310 to Yuma. 310 to Yuma. Okay. okay. I was thinking about seeing that Western. What, yeah. what was good about it? A lot of violence or what? It, it was it was some violence, but just uh, Russell Crowe and uh, Ben Foster was really good in the film. How about Michael Bales? Uh, Christian Bale. Uh, he was, Christian he was Bale. really good, though, good as a farmer. Yeah, as a have. farmer. He's always good in movies. Yeah. Can I ask him a, a quick question off? Well, same topic, mm -hmm. but I need to ask you. The best superhero movie of all time. Um, I enjoyed Batman. The one with Christian Bale. Uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, my the God. Original. Oh my the original God. Batman? Are you serious? Oh. I thought he said Batman Returns. I was going to go, okay, Rolling Clay. Uh, you can oh, respect that. Yeah. Because you, I, I, that's I your argue favorite, that's the best, well, best one ever. I, superhero. Why are we doing this bit? How about you know the original Superman? Movies? Um... That was good too. He's it, that was good too. Michael, this that was the test. He he didn't he doesn't even really like that. The, uh, the that, original, the original Prince Batman. <laughs> wow. right. Christian Bale Batman might have been the best ever. Yeah, challenging Superman, the original Superman. All right, what what's the next movie on your list? Uh, Gone Baby Gone. <laughs> what? Oh, Gone, Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby. With, ben, with Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck directed. Oh, uh, I heard this is a good movie. It's actually. a really good movie. What is this one about? It's where uh, Casey Affleck and Michelle Monaghan they play uh, private detectives trying to find a four-year-old girl. We're missing. His and, brother, right? His, he directs, right? Ben Affleck, yeah, ben directs. Affleck directs. And Morgan uh, Morgan Freeman somewhere in there doing he plays, that. Uh, it's based in uh, Dorchester in Boston, yeah. right? 
It's really good. Is Morgan mm-hmm. Freeman reading okay. the? Uh, is he doing the? Uh, the, right. the, the, the what's the what's the word? The narration. narration. No. Is he narrating him? <laughs> <laughs> That's his next movie. That's the bucket list that he did. There are a lot of narration. Uh, what's your? Uh, what number are you up to? Seven is that there will Seven. Be Where are you? <laughs> Savage. Seven. Three ten to Yuma. Gone baby. Gone. Yeah. Then the next. No, one. he did. Another one yeah. in there. Oh, no. once was... Uh, yeah, the one number one. one. Okay. All right. Um, there Will Be Blood with uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, the Paul Thomas Anderson movie. What is that? What is that there about? Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. It's like uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is um, a silver miner that goes and discovers oil and becomes this rich guy and evil. And Paul Dano from Little Miss Sunshine plays a creepy preacher that's kind of challenging Daniel Day-Lewis with his oils in this land. How about that, that vampire flick... Uh, when they was in Alaska, and the sun went down for oh, six months. Right. Uh, yeah. um, Thirty right now. days of darkness, or yeah, some Did number of days yeah. of darkness. How was that? It was okay. I mean, All right, I just right. wanted to know. What's your next one, and then we'll leave the top five for after the break. Oh, Ooh, uh, goody. Number six is Superbad. Yeah, Superbad. Right. Superbad is really good. I love Superbad. I got that on tape, and you know, I want to see it, but you haven't seen yeah. Superbad yet. Yeah, Not the, yet. I just watched Born Ultimatum. Is that it, there? Yeah. Good. All right. All right. Well, the Super Bad on DVD, they have a tons of extra, which is hilarious. Cool stuff. Where's our copy? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I get you one. All right, something. When we the get back, blanket. When we get back, Roland's top five movies of the year. Can't wait. Yeah, we can't wait. It's uh, Opie and Anthony. <laughs> on the Opie and Anthony show, we're in the middle of uh, Roland giving us the top ten movies of the year. A lot of questions. A lot of questions coming in for Roland as well. <laughs> Lots of questions. <laughs> uh, but we'll go to Charlie Westport. <laughs> Charlie, what's up? Hey, man. Hey, hey Roland, man. I just want to stop say you sound like the gay Keebler elf, not the smart one or the goofy stoned one, the one that has gay written on his forehead. <laughs> and I got a quick question for you as well. Don't forget. All right. Uh, what's your favorite sports movie, buddy? Ooh, favorite sports movie. Sports movie. Probably. And don't Billy Blaze the Glory either. That movie fucking sucked. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me just lay down a little bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's okay. Probably Bull Durham. Bull Durham? Mm -hmm. What's your favorite sports movie? That's probably his. Bull Durham? What about Raging Bull? What is that? Uh, Kevin Costner. Tim Robbins. Yeah. Susan Sarandon. All right. Thank you, sir. Susan Sarandon. All right. Uh, I saw Once Not Gay. Loved it. Chris in Jersey, what did you like about this movie Once? Which, by the way, got 98% positive reviews on RottenTomatoes.com. What's that? There were like one or two freaking reviewers across America that didn't like this movie. Which which movie? Once. All right. What did you like about it, Chris? I thought it, for the artistry of the music. Was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man, I really thought. <laughs> I was like, wow, really? Okay. It's a chick flick and it's a musical. Oh, my God. That is like two hours of pain. I'd rather get Root Canal. An hour and a half. Get a Root Canal. <laughs> oh. All right, let's get uh, to the top five uh, movies of the year yeah. for Roland. And yeah. and remember, Roland has seen pretty much every movie that was released this year. Uh, number five is Bor- Born Ultimatum. It's a fun action movie with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. What's your favorite? Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite action flick of all time? Probably the Indiana Jones series. That's yeah. that's fair. New one coming out. Uh, yeah. Die Hard is up there. Mm. All right. Lethal Weapons up there. Yeah. All right, number four, Roland. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. 
Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, uh, Sweeney Todd. With a, oh, you've seen that already? Yeah, seen it, yeah. When did that come out? It comes out December 21st. What is Sweeney Todd, man? I re- it's Johnny Depp. It's, ba- it's based on a um. It's based on a a play. The play, yeah. About a, an evil barber, right? Yeah, revenge Al- barber. Revenge, or? where Alan Rickman plays a judge who sentenced Johnny Depp to Australia for uh, six years, and he comes back to seek uh, vengeance on everybody. He cuts up people, then puts them in meat pies. With a woman, right? He's like down yeah. with this chick. And yeah. uh, I want to see that movie. It looks good. Tim Burton movie. Got it's, that same Tim Burton um, look. Love Tim Burton movies. It's really good. It's super dark, but bloody. There it's, it is right there. So many times. Oh, there's a looks, commercial right on TV as you're talking about it. There you go. It looks good. So that right is really good. It's that really, really, really good. And that's number three. Yeah, I'm going to go and see <laughs> Johnny it Depp's in that? Yeah. He's uh, that's awesome. got to be a bomb then. No. <laughs> Teasing, of course. Has he ever made a bomb? Friggin' big cash movies. What was the worst? He's made. Movie? He's made a couple of bad ones. What was but, the worst uh, movie Johnny Depp ever made? Got a good made? track record. I, think he's, I, I think remember he's just last one. He's a boutique actor, man. He don't make yeah. bad movies, dude. And the guy uh, seems to be able to, you know, not fall into a, a part and then have to play that part every single he's time. A, that dude sure. is. I mean, Donnie Brasco, man. He, yeah. He's in great movies. He was. He had a, a crappy role in Platoon. All right, the radio guy. Dude, he's like that. He he got he he's a smart dude. Yeah. Well, what what would you say the worst movie? Uh? No, I can't think of a. The, no, that was good though. What was Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands was a good movie for the like, time. That was a little. That was a little chick flicky though. But if you have to pick one. But it was weird enough where. Or the Secret Window. With what about John that? Turturro. What was that? Nick oh, of Time. That John Turturro, Turturro movie. One. That's right. Secret Window with John. Turturro. Oh, Secret Window. Stunk. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go with number uh, okay, two. We just needed oh, a stinkeroo uh, from uh, him. Number three is uh, Juno with uh, Ellen Page and Michael Sarah. The hell's that about? It's an independent Ugh. movie. It's uh, where Ellen Page get and Michael Sarah hook up. They get pregnant. Benny and June. Benny and June. Ugh. That's a good soundtrack. Thank you. All right. Go ahead. What about that movie where the sunshine went out? Well, the sun was going out, and they had to restart the sun. <laughs> Truman Show? No, the, nah, the, the Truman Show. Truman Show. <laughs> no, the sun, it was like a space crew had to go restart the sun. It, it was, um, it was a... You know, it, they I, don't, a, I don't know. The sun was going out, and they sent a space uh-huh. crew up. To oh. re- relight it. it, yeah. To relight oh, the it was that Bruce Mil- uh, Bruce Willis movie. No, that was the one with the asteroid, <laughs> Armageddon. Oh, oh man. Oh, is that uh, that Will Smith movie? No, no, that was the uh, Independence Day. <laughs> hey, uh, what's Juno about? It's where uh, Juno and Ellen Page. <laughs> <laughs> the characters are they give um she they're in high school and she gets pregnant after they hook up and it's like the coming of age like oh coming of age. coming of age i hate coming of age i don't i don't see coming of age it's a coming of age movie well, um, I, I what does that mean <laughs> what is yeah. coming of age well i have a ryman son he directed uh thank you for smoking he did this one Bye. Coming of age, and any coming movie, coming of AIDS, and any <laughs> movie that's <laughs> watching those crappy movies, and any movie that has in a small town. Ah! Yeah. So what happens to this pregnancy? Yeah, see the movie. Kicking no, the we're not going to see these movies. This I'm not. Juno is awesome. I'm not going to give away the ending. Uh, thank you, Than will though. Go ahead, Than. It's a good movie. Sorry. Oh, you saw? Juno? Oh yeah. no! Did you go together? No, no I uh, oh. brought a woman. Oh wow. 
I have the appearance of being straight, Rob. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Watch out. He's going to throw out more things that will get dumped out of. Yeah, to show his. And watch Roland's to show that body he's a, mouth. Roland likes to show that he's a man. Yeah. He mans it up with some curses. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick your butt. Yeah. Well, so what's Juno about? And does the baby. Just tell us what happens. Uh, she loses the baby. They both die. No, that would be awesome, though. Um, it's just she has the baby. It's, it's pretty. Uh, what's, what makes it a good movie, though? It's just the dialogue's really good. So it's, it's a little too funny, knocked up. No, it is funny. It's just oh, uh, it's a comedy. It is yeah. a comedy. Where she wants to put the baby up for adoption. The, the two yuppie couples, with Jason Bateman and Jennifer Garner, plays yeah. the couple. Great. Mm -hmm. um, different. What's your favorite scary movie of all time? Scary oh. movie. Oh. Yeah. Here we go. This is interesting. Hmm. <laughs> something where <laughs> something where a guy kisses a woman. <laughs> 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 he runs out of the theater. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Robert. My, uh, His greatest fear. My scariest movie, uh, Pretty Woman. Halloween is mine. Probably the, yeah. when I was yeah. a kid, I saw the Nightmare on Elm Street that scared me. Yeah. All right. No, hey, the uh, scariest movie it was the, uh, for me was The Ring. The Ring? That's too recent. How about The Exorcist or something? No, no, because you go back and you look now and it's not as scary. But that crap, like The Ring and stuff, that, that, that's like... You, mm, you're, you know, mm, you fell... You, what is it? Took the bait? You, I, you, I bought the you hype. At the bit. The, the little kids don't scare me. No, Little creepy kids are over. Uh, the Shining, they scared me. Those two little girls in the hallway. It's over. Creepy children mm -hmm. are done. The, the weird... You could just smack them. Weird kids that are moving funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're moving a little too faster than... Doing spider walk. They're moving walks. faster than they should be. They're on the wall. Any, any kid doing a spider walk up a wall. I'm over it. I'm done. Oh, Lord. Here come a little creepy kid. Uh -huh. Don't give me, a, don't give me a, a scary kid under the bed. I'm done That's over that crap. creepy kids. They don't scare me anymore. Yeah. Hey, the movie's called Sunshine. Did we tell the people that... Sunshine. So it's just called Sunshine, Sunshine and the sun's yeah. going out, and they have to you like. Didn't see that movie Who's the star in that one? Um, the star. Who's I'm, the big star? I'm gonna go with um, Sylvester Stallone. No. <laughs> oh, did you see his face? Or <laughs> Rambo? Rambo. Wow, my. He looks. He looks like Joan Rivers. <laughs> Yeah, he's really uh, gone the. His face is the cosmetic the surgery route. Something now. But what in God's name? When did he get old? I just turned around. He's yeah, old. and then he got old. He That's what happens. He wasn't old. He just a cliffhanger, and then I looked. I saw cliffhanger. <laughs> I like. And then I looked around, and I'm like, wait a minute, Stallone is he old. He got all old. And he he was doing movies that was going straight to v, uh, DVD. Yeah. I was like, what did when did he what happened to Sly? He had a rough decade. So. Was it a decade? Uh, probably. Maybe How do they allow more. Kevin Costner to continue? Like, does he? When do, when do we really? say it's over? It's Kevin, Kevin Costner, like, Kevin Costner makes his own had, movies. Well, Kevin, Mr. Brooks. Kevin but. Costner started losing his hair at 25, and he's been the same age since. <laughs> Guy hasn't aged a, a day in, in 20 what years. What did you think of Mr. Brooks? I enjoyed it. It was, it was a, a good, good suspense. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like that movie. And then I enjoyed it. It's a good suspense. Yeah. Throughout All right, what's... Uh, number two. Did you like Pitch Black? Uh, of course he didn't. The movie was great. Why would you even ask that? The movie was great. It was a great film yeah. for what it was. Yeah, I like, I like yeah. Second movie is uh, No Country for Old Men. I want to see Brothers. that movie. Everyone's that, saying how great that movie is. And what is it about exactly? It's it's like um, Harvey and Bardone plays a hitman who uses um, 
like a cow gun to kill people. Yeah, the, the pneumatic like cow killing thing What's that they cow, psh, they gun? shoot a bolt into a cow's head like a big metal thing out of this hydraulic pneumatic like. I love Air the Coen's bro- Coen brothers, by the way. I really think they make the yeah, pretty twisted. Twice, though, because it's just see, like, little... So what is it about, about? That's it? Yeah, a, a, well, a, a killer who kills can, you with a cow gun? Can I read uh, the plot outline? I read it because this is another thing I hate when they describe movies. Violence and mayhem ensue. Mayhem? Ensue. <laughs> okay. I just hate when they say ensue. Well, Josh Brolin's in it. He's really good in this one. What is it? What is it? They're hunters. Meat, they stumble upon money, like a, dead bodies. and Yeah. It's, it, but the movie has no music in it, though. Is it out now? It's out now. But I don't want to give out too much, though. It's really good. But what's the plot other than... Um, it, basically, really quick. Hunters stumble upon some dead bodies, a stash of heroin, and more than $2 million in cash. Oh, you wrecked it. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the uh, violence and mayhem ensue. Ensue after that. Yes. Is it their best movie or is Fargo it's, better? Uh, it's up there with Fargo. Fargo. Miller's Crossing is it better Fargo's than Miller's Crossing? Um, almost. I think. I'm cooperating here. <laughs> All right. And your number one. Rolling. And your number one movie is uh, Once. It's yeah. really good. Oh, my God. Jerry Lundergaard. <laughs> I love Jerry. Fargo is a great movie. Jerry Lundergaard. movies, man. God, they make good movies. <laughs> Hold on, Ant's ready I'm to do. Co- I'm cooperating here. This is where Ant does his Fargo Okay, line. darn it, I'll go out and count them. <laughs> <laughs> right here in Brainerd. Right here. I thought we'd take care of it right here in Brainerd. You know, right here in Brainerd. <laughs> He's got the 50 <laughs> hanging out of his wallet. What an idiot. <laughs> oh, he looks like a nice enough fella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll fax those numbers right over. No, okay, okay send them over. I'll send them right over. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, he was like uh, a skimming money off of the uh, loan company. And that's why he needed the money. Yeah. What a great movie that was. Oh, it's just... Yeah, I could watch that every time it's and on. And that's the type of movie I don't watch. Yeah. And that's like, I'm into that movie. Like, that, that's, that's like... fantastic. Like, that dumb movie, but I, oh, I'm into that movie. Oh, jeez. Oh, and then when he's on... No need to get <laughs> snippy or... No need to get snippy here. When he's trying to rehearse. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's Jerry. Oh, something awful's happened. Oh, jeez. Oh, he- hello, Wade. It's Jerry. Yeah, it's your daughter, Oh, something awful's happened. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, uh, I got to go to Hector and Jerry. Jeans. Oh, no, 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 sorry, sorry. <laughs> stupid me. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Hey, uh, William H Macy rolls in now. You didn't even need. I'm glad you said once as a as a number one because if you had said it as a surprise, you'd be like, ah, what? Yeah. Let's go to Hector in Connecticut. Hector. Hey, uh, Roland. I'm out of the closet with you, you silly bastard. And I uh, want to—I want to ask you if you got mail is your favorite uh, is your favorite uh, Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Oh, uh, well, Forrest Gump. No, I like Sleepless in Seattle. And Big. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, how about the AIDS movie? Combine them both. The AIDS movie. Sleepless in Philadelphia. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've never seen Sleepless in Seattle ever. I think I've seen it. It's really. Good. I got yeah. It, it's mm. it's alright. Best Tom Hanks movies when he's uh, mm. Saving Private Ryan. I would say. Yeah, that's a good one. He was really good in that. Bachelor Party is your favorite Tom no, Hanks no, movie? I, oh my I, god. I liked I liked him in Bosom Buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Best Denzel movie. Ooh, um 
Hmm. The best one. Crimson Tide? Uh, that was pretty good. That was good, though. I'm trying to think of the last one. There's one before. Yeah. All okay. I think about now <laughs> is that finger. Listen. <laughs> is Holy that Denzel? <laughs> yeah, the finger that's crooked. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Yeah. That better not be Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> hey, we're going to... Really, Roland, thank you. Sit yeah. there. We're going to finish with you, but uh, we got a Grammy moment here. We're doing Grammy moments on oh. the Opie and Anthony show in our own, uh, in our own way. <laughs> wow. That makes me want to tune in. Is he going to be performing that evening? <laughs> we also got Roland singing some of the nominations on, on future Opie and Anthony shows. Roland, your favorite uh, buddy movie? A buddy movie? Um, probably like Lethal Weapon. Midnight Run? Midnight Run was good. Midnight Run's the best comedy ever made. That was funny. Yeah. All right, best definitely. comedy. Best comedy. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm I just hate the fact that your taste for comedy kind of changes over the years. Not really your taste, but like well, the way... 48 Hours used to be... 48 Hours so was, yeah. Times, you know. Just the... When I first saw that... I was like, this is the greatest movie ever. And you watch it now, and you're like, yeah, okay. Animal House. That Animal House, same thing. It was up like there, Blues the Brothers. I used to love yep. Like, I'm not a big fan of this new thing that's out, this new comedy. Uh, this this stuff. Yeah. yeah, this new thing where we're supposed to be laughing at it. It does nothing for me. Yeah. So I, 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 just I don't really like, mm. I didn't like Knocked Up that yeah, much. Like, it was I got to right. see Superbad, but I already know I'm not going to like it, but I'm going I'm to watch it because everybody else. You know why Superbad's good? The movie itself is whatever, but the guys are generally just, you can tell they're funny people. Right, okay. And that's why I really like that movie. You could, they're just funny in this movie. I don't even really, I, can't, I couldn't even really tell you what the movie's about, really. High school kids. Blah blah blah. Getting ready, <laughs> blah blah blah. Getting ready to graduate and go to college. It's been done a million times, but these guys are just so funny in the movie. They're how about funny this, people. How about this one with Morgan Freeman and uh, Jack Nicholson? Oh, I saw that. The bucket list. What is that about? It's where they're dying of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> Shenanigans ensue. They jump out planes. And yeah, yeah. Also, oh, the they decide they're gonna like push to that's, the edge. That's and... a bucket list where they make the things a list before they die. What you do? Uh, do they die at the end? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They All do. Right. You ruined you tell, it. Why'd you tell us that? Yeah. One? Why'd you? Jeez. Yeah, but 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 we, a mainstream movie that people will see. Yeah, but, but we you know we can't wait to see once to see once. what happens. Hey, uh, the great uh, Patrice O'Neill, thank you for filling in uh, for Jim Norton today. Jimmy yes, should be indeed. back sometime tomorrow. I think. I think we got Bob Kelly coming in tomorrow as well. Uh, Comics Comedy Club to see Patrice O'Neill. C O M I X. If you're looking for it on online, he's going to be there December 28th and 29th. A couple shows both nights. Two one two five two four. 2500. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. And, and your podcast. Yes, patriceonil.com. My uh, podcast. The award show is up now. Ah. Yeah, Patrice's video podcast. Very funny. And yeah. Ant, where's your podcast at? Uh, I just talked with Laszlo over the weekend, and he will be hosting it. Really? So, yes. Well, we have. Ah, uh, here we are at XM Satellite Radio. Greetings. With Patrice O'Neill. Uh, I walk in and Anthony has glitter all over his body. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm all glittered. Uh, Patrice wants to see the Brazilian girl naked today, desperately. Oh my! She's I'm shaking her head. head. She's like, she's ah, scared you, Patrice. Saw, she goes, you saw me uh, naked. <coughs> That's enough. She's scared of you. She's out there. She's right there, shaking her head like, uh, uh-uh, ain't, right ain't happening. Look, you can look she, yourself. I don't she's even right want to look at her. Why? I don't want to look at her. Why? 
because of a lot of things. One is you just said she said no to a, a request. Uh, Two is that she actually... Wait, now she's saying she didn't say no. She actually did that before? She's she's done it? Yeah, what just how he, She was wearing the coat when he said, just come into the studio for a minute. Oh, I don't want to make her like, feel uncomfortable, because I know no, I'm no, a piece she of garbage. She won't be uncomfortable. She's one of the only people but, that made the walk today. There's two people on the bleachers, her and some dude. Good morning, guys. <laughs> Good morning, Patrice. <laughs> I'm really sorry I already did it before, and my boyfriend said if I did it again, he would You're who friend? be very happy. Your boyfriend, your boyfriend, your boyfriend that, that can't control you coming down here with that energy. Well, he's uh, trying to control energy that he can't control. Uh, this I, show, <laughs> these men in this room, and I have to say, every everything in here is bigger than your boyfriend on a on a high level. You're just being faithful <laughs> and being committed to something that doesn't even exist. You can't even really control the situation. It's like it's like telling a tsunami to not get somebody wet. <laughs> See, I knew that that your boyfriend going don't do don't do that, man. See, you don't. It, it's, it's unattractive. It's unattractive, and you have no use for it. There's grown men here giving you grown men like, oh my god, how old is he? Twenty one, like you or something? Uh he's twenty three. He's twenty three. He's a young guy. He has young guy jealousy. He he. We. I have old man. I don't want to touch you. Balls. I just want to go somewhere and dream about you. He doesn't dream about uh, you because you're his girlfriend. You're you're his girlfriend. He's supposed to be with. He's some good-looking kid, right? Uh, yeah. He I doesn't understand so. the evil of a fat middle-aged man who's looking at a a little dream a doll. <laughs> he doesn't appreciate your breasts. You probably sit down to pee in front of him, right? Um. Yeah, you're comfortable <laughs> with him. He doesn't care about you. You're just his his little teeny. You're his possession that he's trying to control. It's over. Just stop. Yeah, I know that though. Exactly. I enjoy that though. You, you really enjoy I mean, being being kind of your your little sometimes submissive. Sometimes I do. I wouldn't do it forever. I wouldn't like, get married you're and have kids so I could be controlled and you're forever. A, but I like it right now. It's you're, fun. You're a submissive, submissive, as they say. Um, you like to be told what to do. Not really. Re re sort of kind. <laughs> no, no. All right. If you feel if you feel up to it. I don't know who who controls this on YouTube, but I would love. <laughs> You're obviously the one. You don't understand, because my woman is like an old version of you, <laughs> an old version of her. Yeah, she's a, a old version of who you, who you look like physically, and and I I didn't meet her when she was your age, so it's almost like you you're making my relationship better. By taking me back in time to see what my girl used to look like. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> this guy's really good, by the way, but I'm wow. still not going to do it. <laughs> okay, precious. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I would yes, love to. Yes, yes, yes. But I feel kind what, of ranked uh, today. That's okay. What what like, what like kind of uh, underwear are you wearing, though? Because last uh, time you had on. I don't know. I think, could I, I think I might have the same ones on as before, actually. Because yeah. you could at least kind of just other like show the underwear to Patrice. Yeah, show the underwear. Like that. That's like showing That's a bathing not, suit. It's, it's nothing. It's That's really like nothing. That's like showing a bathing suit. It's the pressure here. Is it's really ridiculous. nothing. Like, I know. We'll take care of the boyfriend if he gets all pissy yeah, with you. Whatever. Don't worry about it. See? <laughs> there it is. There you go. Right? Patrice, wanted, could you uh, show Patrice? He can't. He can't. Sleep. Oh Jesus! Patrice's <laughs> yeah. head's Patrice's head's gonna. Patrice, just get her out of here. Patrice, <laughs> just get her out of here. Patrice is an old man. He just fucking get her out. Uh, I'm not even looking at him. Where, right. where, where is the uh, boyfriend? Why? What's the he's, problem? He's uh, asleep. Probably he works nights. So uh, mm -hmm, he's mm -hmm, asleep right mm -hmm. now. 
Mm-hmm. While she's mm-hmm. gallivanting in the cold weather, just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Can you get her out, Anthony? Over you? Can Why? What's going on? What happened, Patrice? It's just killing me. You're, you're, just get her out because she almost because this little asshole and I have to say this, she she pulled her pant. Everyone else to show panties would pull it from the back. She pulls down to show her smooth and shave area. Like you can, you it's just yeah. clean as a whistle. And she pulled him down She's just not, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, She's a tease. She don't understand. This is what I'm saying. You could be so fantastic if you understood. I'm too old to be teased. It's making me mad. To look at her teeth. So now you got to see her hiney. Yeah, I just yeah. don't want to look at her if yeah. she's not going to f- go now, for it. You know, now you got to show him. It's it's part of the rules. Yeah, but, He's but, right. He but, really is right about that. Good Lord. I, you stop gotta, trying to control men with sex. That's how you do your boyfriend. You just got to make it right with everybody. <laughs> now you got to show, whoa, 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 show whoa. Patricia No, hiney. you control him with sexuality. You, you control him with not giving him sex. You control him with giving him sex. You control him with showing this. You control him with, I don't know, like little cute giggles. That's fine and dandy. <laughs> it's fine and dandy. It has its use, but it not, not really. So how do we make this good, Patricia? I don't know how to make it right. She can't make it right for me so you want to <laughs> she can't i don't even want to get i you just I, want her to leave i just wanted to go i just because it's just all right go get your coat yeah go do your thing sweetie it's, it's, it's well, not she wants to she doesn't want to like leave the whole studio oh my god oh, i don't oh, want to leave oh. The stu- the, oh. oh i thought you wanted like her to leave the building no she can just <laughs> she, she can sit somewhere out of my peripheral is that okay let me see she's yelling from behind the glass now what I feel like I can't really defend myself right now, um, but I feel Look like I have everything to. Everything is sexy. She just so. makes me so sick. <laughs> she's so cutie. She's, See, it's she's not, amazing. Wait, she, I think she's trying to make an excuse for herself, but it's not you. It's Patrice. Oh, it's Patrice. I he, understand that. I know that. That's yeah, why. what I'm about to say. I have crazy. no problem uh, showing my body or anything like that. I wish I had more um, a gump. To go ahead and just like woo and just take off my clothes oh, and go crazy, Lord have mercy. but I'm not that kind of person. And the last time I was kind of you know, she was kind of naked and stuff. Pushed to do it. You was, na- time, you was naked. Like they kind of you know. You was naked. Well, not no, not completely. Well, the other girl got naked. Yeah, she was covering her boobies up. All right, what are you, what are you comfortable with? Because you are Brazilian, you have that little third world whoreness in you. <laughs> uh, I'd like to. I'd like to think that you're I'm half Brazilian, half what. Um, I'm I'm all Brazilian. Oh, stop! But it. I was born and raised here, so I have the uh, American right, but mentality. You, you have the mentality, but in your bones, in your DNA, in your DNA, <laughs> in my DNA, I want to do girl is a, girls on cups. Yeah, is a <laughs> slut. Right? You'll shit in a cup, you little two piece girls, of garbage. One cup. She's a two girl, one cup. <laughs> you got to be kidding. So how far will you go then? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, without without you feeling, you you understand? I I am, and, and I'm willing to negotiate. <laughs> because what I am, I am using you for a mental image. That's what I am using you for. Yeah, but I know. Not, You're putting me in your spank bank, basically. It, exactly. Jerk file, as we call it. <laughs> so what is, what is, what are you comfortable? Shoulders? Because I can piece a chick together. <laughs> I do that. Shoulders and then calf. Calf? <laughs> See, this is, this is kind of like the other reason. Like, I feel kind of unkempt, actually, because I haven't... Don't you understand? Stop talking to <laughs> grown men as if they're teenage boys. We don't give a fuck. If you had another eye on the back of your neck, <laughs> it, it would add to it. <laughs> no one cares about your unkemptness. That's what makes it great. What, does your underarm stink? Um, Gotta even be even better. No, I think I have hairy <laughs> legs right now. Actually. That's fucking fantastic. 
<laughs> a hairy little dirt bag from Brazil? Are you fucking joking me? Some filthy little stinking hairy little Brazilian girl shows something. You oh, think shit. that's dirty? You're being selfish. Oh, thank you. I hope your breath stick. I hope you have funny smell in the back of your ears. I hope no, it's I think I smell great, the, actually. more despicable, the better. Anything? I do, right? She smells real good. Really? Dan, she smells good. Oh, Nothing. Fantastic. Whatever you want to do, I'll take. I'm, I'm not going to ask you Wait, what she Wait, she smells do. a little bit like what? No, she smells fantastic. Oh, okay. Smell, uh, smell her anus. Jesus. What? That probably was. <laughs> <laughs> <A little> funk. <laughs> probably. What are you willing bit. to do, sweetie? I don't want to ask you what to do. I what just is... came here to sit down and laugh and have a good time. For free. Yeah. That, that's your problem in life. You just think things are just, that's what happens. You just come well, on in. You're saying well, everything has a price? Well, thing, so what are you going to make that guy do, that poor man? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's already paid his, his price. <laughs> life has... He's already paid life. I'm not going to charge him more. You want him to see... Because he's sitting there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he looking at her going, please, God. Like, he's like... <laughs> like his... He's, he's, thinking, he's hoping you're a good negotiator. He, appre <laughs> he appreciates yeah. the situation. That other guy's like, God, Patrice, I want to see how good you are. <laughs> Well, I guess uh, panties is like bathing suit. That's not naked, so that's not breaking your boyfriend's uh, request. I'm really going to get murdered later. How about the guys? belly button? Let me see the belly button. Oh, Jesus Christ. She's <laughs> <laughs> uh, digging on it. And it's, and it's super shade. But can you, how about, can you go down to where it starts? Like around over here? Yeah, to where it starts or where in the middle before it even gets to, but like stop it before it gets oh to the line. Here's what you'd, you'd have to do. Now, where, Wait, so before we're, it gets to the of, line, before it gets to the line, mm -hmm. before it gets to actually whatever the like mound right part, let's, yeah. yeah, keep going until till I can That's picture the line, it. right? <laughs> See, here it is. We're, we're, we're like kind of playing by the rules so you don't get in trouble. Okay. So what you would need to do is like get that belt. Uh, unbuckled, and then pull it down. Just I you guys must get laid every fucking night. No, there's no, no, no why, this is why all this but, this is, but this is why you shouldn't resist. You should roll with it because it's almost painful to resist grown man filth because you you don't <laughs> understand. There's, there's no way to really fight it. So just be nice. Yeah, okay, not, and then the line <laughs> there. Wow, you I'm can so see. far away from you guys. It's like kind of yeah. Get a telescope over there. And you, yeah, do you really. see the giggle and everything? This is why I tell my girl when you get older, they can't even giggle, right? You see how, like, an older woman has to <laughs> has to step it up? Because if she's sitting there going, <laughs> like that unsexy giggle when she gets 35, <laughs> she's, you know, like she's sitting there going, <laughs> and you just, it's sexy to see her tease, but some old broad that, that doesn't learn. And she's, uh, uh, here's the line. <laughs> like this bitch. <laughs> oh, man, Patrice, that's funny. All right, here's what I, I, all right, let me ask you. And you can negotiate. You know, nothing's for free. Uh, if you need a book for school or whatever, let me know. <laughs> let me ask well, you if I do, can ask you for one thing. Oh, right now, I just I just graduated yeah, right now. She doesn't even have a job. No, I'm looking for Just one. walking around poor and beautiful. Pretty much. Okay, sweet. Wishing for some work. Why oh, is it? And and let's define prostitution. Is it <laughs> is it to get paid to do anything, or is it just paid for for sex? Well, I think we can. You can play. Let's make a deal with her. That's what I'm saying. If I say, look, oh, shit. <laughs> look, what what borough you live in? I live in Queens. 
All right, if you get enough cab fare to get you back to Queens, get you a nice dinner tonight, enough to buy you and what's his name? Brian. I don't want to know his name. Who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Enough to get a meal. Have a good meal and and a cab fare back to the Queens. I get to pick what I would like to see. And I don't even want to see the cooch because that's not even sexy to just see cooch. What's sexy right now is if you (laughs) go... Turn around and pull your pants down till, <laughs> wait a minute, till I start to see crack and meat. And you stop at crack, <laughs> crack and meat. And meat. <laughs> you don't want to see uh, where thigh meets butt? No thigh meets butt, just where. Wow, okay. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. And above thigh meets butt. Just the idea of the whole ass. Um. Wow. That's pretty. Um, it's tame, tame, but that's where I've I've gone full circle. All right. All right. Just to imagine that renegotiation. Go ahead. I don't really need a cab ride home. I'm I'm I hate the subway, but I'm fine with taking it. Fair and enough. Fair dinner enough. tonight, I usually cook myself, so I don't eat out. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I'd rather I'd rather be able saying, to sit I'm in gonna, here actually for his, the rest of the show. That's his, what I want. Oh, wow, that 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 costs more. And do what? That costs more. Just I don't I don't like I don't want to I don't want to intervene on what you guys are doing. That is a huge negotiation. I've never asked that. Do you know that like this is a national? Right this is just a national radio show. Hold on, we're, we're done. <laughs> she just wants to sit there in the recliner. That's easy. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I'm a little but tired I, today. I, I don't feel like sitting on the benches. That's no problem. That's easy. I don't need to be on renegotiation. Okay, I gotta be. Hank Steinbrenner here. That's not enough. You, you know, you, you, you are like Johan Santana, but I would have to say. Oh, boy. Now, yeah, you ready? I would have to say. All right. Here it is. Here it Silhouette. Is. So you change, turn sideways, right? Full down under the under the thigh, like that. Pan, so now you want to see where thigh meets ass. The whole silhouette of. Ass and front nudity, like so. Ass and front nudity, sideways, not forward, and not turning. Just the angle of full nakedness from, and you can stop right there. Where I mean, down up below the coochie, below the butt line, but silhouette style. I'll be happy for me to be able to sit over here. That's the negotiation you made, but for me, that's a little more than than crack. Um, and I don't have a problem with it. You can you fucking do, you can what? sit on the fucking board over here. <laughs> <laughs> you do what Patrice says. You can sit over there. Is that it? Yeah. That's the negotiation. Not at the table, but over there. <laughs> Comfy in the in the nice yeah, recliner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over here. Can put your feet up. Um. And it has to be s- sexy. It can't be like okay there. It's just <laughs> a slow downness. By the way, Barry from Pittsburgh, cracking meat. The newest name on Whack Bag. Oh, cracking meat. <laughs> Dr. Kraken meat. <laughs> um, um, so that would be silhouette, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think I'm gonna be single later, guys. So. Nah, nah he ain't gonna anyway. ditch you. Believe me, you're <laughs> he, safe. Don't worry about it. He must not know about you. Don't no. even worry about it. <laughs> Wait a minute, and don't do the whole clinical thing. Do the other hand. The other hand on the other the left hand pulls the left side down yeah the right hand pulls the right side down and, yeah, and yeah, go yeah. slow and be sexy i just hate the fact that i'm wearing the same underwear <laughs> that's that's it. we, it's a month we, later guys. i don't think we had a problem with the uh, underwear okay last time yeah now that's um 
That's one side, right? All right. Let's, uh, That's, uh... Oh, wait, keep going. Do a little what do you spin think there, yeah. <laughs> Jesus keep Christ. Going. Okay. No, no, sweetie. With the the left, yeah. every yes, now, beautiful. Now, do now the left hand takes that other side. The, the right side and the left side <laughs> should match. There you go. No, not with that. It's making I'm me uncomfortable because you're starting to look like <laughs> someone who's a hostage. Use the left hand and the right hand to wiggle down, my dear. I can't. I just. I can I jump in for a second? Use lead bag. <laughs> He writes, can I request that she cries while she slowly pulls down those pants? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I think I think I, I did it. That is, you did. You did <laughs> I think did. I did it. Motherfucker. <laughs> what happened to not getting naked? Now you're know, in trouble. right? This guy's really you're good. you're in trouble. I don't know how you have, you're in a relationship, honestly. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a special relationship. <laughs> he just... Uh, <laughs> Jeez, <sighs> looking for a new recruit <laughs> <laughs> or, or a new victim <laughs> Patrice is still happy I'm fucking happy That's it. You should, you know something? I'm very happy you shouldn't even uh, have to worry about that yep That's yeah, would, like. by it. the way I just want to say we would have let you just sit there oh I know Yeah. I know that I did it. I did it out of the, the goodness and kindness of my heart yes you did thank you you're, 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 I know you really wanted to see at least part of me so it's, so it's good. It's a compliment. You got one of those asses that, like, it's not like, let me see it as a goof. It's like, let me see that, and then it stays in your memory. And she's, she's tan in the winter. Yeah. She has a little tan line where mm -hmm. it's, like, a little dark and everything's <laughs> smooth. Yeah, that was all, like, um, real smooth. And it's a small booty, but it's meaty. It had a meaty jiggle to it. It's got that Brazilian thing oh, to Jesus. it. Yeah. It was great. Pretty much. I'm gonna fuck mm -hmm. the shit out of my girl later. <laughs> <laughs> fuck her stupid brains out. <laughs> stupid. She's gonna get it because I hate her so much. My girl's gonna fucking get it. <laughs> I, uh, why? Why was your birthday so good? Oh Jesus Christ! Us. Patrice soldier. came in like just kind of skidded it Oh, he was happy and thank dancing. you, precious. Floating there you go. Take a seat on the nice uh, lounge chair. Face it uh, however you want. Relax. There you go. Floating That's on cloud good. nine this morning, Patrice. <laughs> and there's nothing this asshole out here can do. <laughs> just nothing he can do. I didn't. No one wants nah. this. I feel bad for him. I'm sorry, dude. It, it, I, I I just ran into, for my birthday, I got a gift from the threesome gods, and that's just it. She was fantastic. How did you uh, find this? Uh... Bumped into her, talked to her, you know, did the interview, you know, find out where she and the girl. Where'd you bump into her? At, um, like a little Starbucks type of thing. Little coffee shop, yeah, type of thing, yeah. And that you were able to make the deal like like that. Well, yeah, we, did she recognize you? She might have, but you know, I'm not big enough to be. It's not just circle style, around right? like hyena. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I'm not there. So basically, I'm still at the point where I can I can feel like I did something. Right. So basically, I talked to her, and you know, when you're in the moment, when you're when you're counter punching, you don't remember the fight because I was counter punching all her nose. <laughs> Like usually when you're offensive, you know, you know, I didn't have a game plan. I just was gonna go with what she's saying. Of course, she says no, and that's the first thing you gotta, you know, you gotta know the reply to no. She's gonna say I can't. I, I first of all, you can't or you won't. 
Won't and can't is different. All right, why won't you? You got to understand that if you are a bisexual and I don't judge you for being a, a bisexual, you got to understand that this is a situation where, you know, it's almost like two vampires trying to find each other. If, say, a vampires could live during the day and you go, I want to find my kind, you go look for your kind. And you go, are you, but you can't just go, are you a fucking vampire? Do you bite people too? So it's like, if I go, are you into threesomes? Are you into, are you into sleeping with my girl with me? You can't do that. So we kind of, I worked it out um, where I was like, kind of like, look, let's, let's just hang out first. Because it, it, it is a good deal. The only thing you have to think about in the deal, because I'll take you out to dinner, we chill, drink a little bit, my house is comfortable. All you got to do, the, the tough part is, is, uh, Fucking me and my girlfriend. <laughs> Everything else is great. Everything else is like a fucking date. But this particular girl was a gift. A gift. It was so amazing. So what got her to, to say yes? Um, The fact that she was a, a dirtbag. Just like um, Little Beautiful here, she's innately a piece of garbage. It's just like she has to be, she has to be convinced it's not her fault. Oh. Like, did you hear the words? I look for buzzwords. Did you hear what she was like? I was kind of pressured. No one pressured. It's just you want to. And so I kind of got her to understand that this was a good deal. Because she liked the girl. And she did this. She bit her lip. She, she, anytime a girl does this while you're talking to her, she bites her bottom lip kind of thing. She's a, and she's thinking. It's tapping into something. Like her animal side. So I saw her bite her lip and I'm like, oh man, she's a little dirtbag. And, and she's that age 23 too. Girls say 23. It's it's something about 23 for me that I just believe every girl who's 23 is filthy. She's <laughs> that's what she she's starting to explore something. So anyway, she ended up going. All right, well, I might be on my monthly at the time. I go mm. whatever. It's, if you are, just still, I can't go. Yeah, you bloody bitch, don't come. It's like, yeah, come on through, and, and whatever happens, it happens. In the, hmm. So what I did, I said, let me get your number, and I give it to my girl. I give all numbers. I have no contact with this bitch. Wow. You can't. That's the you rule. You just go out and kind of break the ice, and then it's got to be handed over to the I next thing. I slide the number to my girl. I don't. The general comes in. But I don't train the recruits. I don't get up at 5 in the morning. <laughs> so I go and uh, give the number to my girl. She has to, you know, feel comfortable a little bit. Like, because she's like, where'd you meet her? Shh. Here's a number. I told her that she's going to call this girl. To, I said, make her feel comfortable. I told her this. I told her that. And all my girl's worried about is, you know, the future of, are you going to try to fuck her without me? That's all she's mm -hmm. worried about. So she calls, the girl sets it up, she goes, she's down, she's ready to go, she's a fucking soldier, um, comes to, you know, where we gonna meet her at, and we had a couple of drinks or whatever, well, she had a couple of drinks, but whatever, you know, uh, my girl's talking to her, he's chill for about a good two hours, wasn't no rush, when it was time to go, let's go, let's go ladies, get out of here, went to the house, nigga! <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> Sent my girl in the bathroom. I said, listen, uh, she she sat, and this girl was a submissive, too, which was, oh, she just said, yes, sir. She just did, she saluted. So I said, do, do me a favor. Um, sit over next to me, because she sat on the, the love seat. So I'm like, sit next to me. She got up, sat next to me. Boom. Okay, good sign. 
I, my girl said, listen, you can go in the bathroom. She went in the bathroom. Come out naked. <laughs> so while she's in the bathroom, I'm messing with the girl. She says, is she going to be mad? if I'm, No, don't worry about it. Pull the shirt off. Tits out. I'm still going to tell you. My girl comes out. She's fucking naked. Starts messing with me. My girl pulls my dick out. This girl went immediately down and start sucking my dick. You got to understand, in threesome land, you go, yeah, in threesome land. She went straight down and did her job to the point where me and my girl both looked at each other and went, oh. And my girl started getting competitive, like, oh, no, I got to outfilt this bitch. <laughs> so my girl goes deeper than her. While she's on my shit, uh, my girl goes under her and gets on my balls. So I don't even see my girl's face. <laughs> so it's, wow. Ray, here's where the magic goes, this chick. Instead of fighting for dick space, this girl... <laughs> Gets up and says, you know, and, and, and the way she moves, she didn't say nothing. It's just she goes, oh, no, I'm, I won't fight you for this area. I will go behind you and lick your asshole. Wow. Stop licking my girl's asshole. I said, motherfucker. <laughs> Bravo. Oh, soldier. She was, I hate even telling this story because I might betray fucking her again. Uh -huh. But it, she, I have to, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make sure there's nobody no, you gotta that can get that out. Piece, it, piece it together. Who, this fucking girl was a, a, a trooper. So she, so she's back there looking at my girl's booty. And I'm looking at my girl. We keep looking at each other like, who, who's this bitch, right? <laughs> so she gets up. My girl get dude, my girl gets up. Sits on my dick. She f just follows my girl's ass. She pulls my dick out. Starts sucking it. Puts it back in. Licks my girl's asshole. Then licks my balls in succession. Like, like, wow. Rotating. She, let me tell you why she was so great. She fucked us. That's why she was great. She fucked us. We've had... Dude, we've had our share of threesomes. One girl. The slow clap. She gets the slow clap. Dude, one girl. They're calling you the whore whisperer. Dude. <laughs> the Billy Tyrant. <laughs> the whore whisperer. <laughs> when you, sometimes you get a threesome going... What one of your one of the couple is getting fucked more? This girl would like almost have an internal clock where she would go. This, I think I've been on you too long. I think I have to go to. I gotta get her. Yeah, she's wow. a little, she's a little lonely. Wow. Uh, well, fighting for dick space is wow. a, new, a new name on Whackbag. Fighting uh, for dick space. Gary from Pittsburgh. But she just went like, uh, uh, uh. I, there's plenty of plenty of other things to do. And here where it gets even. Oh shit. This is why you were whistling when you came in. I know. Five this no shit, right? He's skipping. Skipping. Like, we're doing something. He's pointing at everyone like, hey, what's up? This is happening in my living room where I, I don't like people even being. But it's just it's full of juice. and <laughs> It's full of black people sweat and pussy juice and ball sweat all on my good ottoman. What happened to the, what happened to the, days, of the, what happened to the days of the mattress in the, in the basement? Nigga. 
I gotta stay pimp style. You can't do that. That's when you're 13. <laughs> I got and I got a little dungeon type of thing. But we so we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Guess what? She's on a period. We never fuck her, and she's still the best threesome ever. Never fuck her. Wow. So I was so worked up. I almost tried to just lick the clit on the top, and I hate bitches on a period. Like my girl, so I was getting ready to lick the clit, but my girl saw me going, and she like kind of pinched me on the back of the face, like. <laughs> Nigga, if you eat this bitch's pussy while she on, and you don't even let me stay at the house, I said, fair enough. We had an argument without even talking. I, I went like this. You're, you're, you made a fair point. We didn't even say nothing. So I went and, oh, shit. and, so I went and got a, um, the magic wand. The magic wand is a deluxe style vibrator. It's really one of them things that's supposed to be for your mm-hmm. back. But it's, 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 it's pretty yep. powerful. She took it on high. She took it like a soldier. And she just it nutted. She got her nut off. My girl was kissing that. My girl never kisses girls, man. She was kissing it. Then we did the three kiss. The um, you, you know, all of us kissing shit. You know, just, holy uh, mackerel! Just, oh, it was just I. Every moment I was going, I wanted to cry. Like you know, I just really <laughs> wanted to cry. How good a time I was having with this chick. So um, and my girl's a soldier too, and she had to step her game up because she was like, holy shit. This, because she was doing, she usually, my girl goes, uh, get down on them balls. Like, she has to tell these bitches what to do sometimes. Directing. Directing. Yeah. She, this girl just, boing, and it's just, whoa, okay, shit. So, I said, let's go in the, let's go in the, in the, in the, in the, little, in the um, bedroom. So, I'm finishing my girl off, and this girl is just hovering around doing what she's supposed to do anywhere she can fit in. My girl comes, and then I like to just get my nipples licked and beat off. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you know people are out there listening to this, right? Ah, what are you gonna do, man? It's, it it is what it is. Just hanging out, listening to this shit. So, 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 licking my nipples. So afterwards, dude, I'm jerking off, and then I I start kissing the chick. We do the three way kiss again. Then you know, I, I test it out. I test it. You know, I grab her by the neck, and then uh, you know, a little spit in the face. See what happens. Was she? Did she? If she flinch. And she didn't flinch. You grabbed her by the throat. Yeah, yeah I know how to do it. I just know face. how to do that shit. It's not, yeah. it's just, I just, just slide it up the chest. Yeah, I know you didn't like titty. grab her like you're ready to fucking choke <laughs> it's her just, and shit, but. I got my hand around her throat and, and then I spit in her face and she just made that, uh, that animal sound. And then she pulled my girl in and asked her, could she spit in her face too? So me and my girl are just spinning in this girl's face. Holy Fuck. So how would you even know that doesn't just fuck everything up? Like you go, yeah. What the what the fuck did you What the fuck did you just do? What you do <laughs> is you get her spitting some kind of way. If she's sucking your dick and you like you just go, ah, oh, just come on, baby, spit on it. And once she tooey, she spit has been introduced to the, <laughs> the, <laughs> to the game. To the game, spit is there. Once she goes tooey, spit exists. It's like the yeah. first guy to spit on the baseball. Eh, now it's part of the game. It's part of the game. <laughs> tooey. So afterwards, we it was amazing. Like I, I came. My girl got right up and left. I, she got right up and left, and just, I'm there alone, going, "Holy shit! Shit!" And she goes out. She's been with women and been with men, but she's never been with a couple. She says, how was I? And I go, oh, I said, you are a fucking, you are despicable. But I, you know, I say that with In love. a good way, right. Is she good looking, by the way? She's a seven, and but she's up to a, she's a t- easily 
for what threesome in threesome world uh, she's top level top level because to be great in a threesome world first of all my my girl looks good my girl is on the highest level of threesome because if you look good and you got and you're down to do that it's just it's you know but this girl you know she was she's i looking chick like she's i and she, guys are gonna hit on her but her participation her a for effort threesome world a for effort you can't beat it so she goes, well, how was that? I said, you was bad. I said, let me ask you a question. You got molested or something when you was a kid, huh? She says, yeah. Because <laughs> molested girls do that. They don't like to be touched gentle. They, they're buck wild. I said, write your uncle a letter and tell him thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Charles. Uh, oh, Charles. Man. It's Opie and Anthony and Patrice O'Neill. What's up? Hey, boys. Uh, Patrice, I have hated your gut since I first heard your voice Ooh. today. I love you. Uh, backhanded compliment. Today. Backhanded, yeah. that, is, that is a compliment. That was an amazing story. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And he's full of shit. He listens to you. He just doesn't like it because you're black. But So now back to the Brazilian girl. <laughs> no, she, must... she might be impressed now. She's a filth ball, but she's so... Here's her problem. Sometimes... Girls that might look like that think they better deal everything. They they always are going to go and try to manipulate sex with. Mm -hmm. she, if she was to do a threesome, it would be awful because she wouldn't be a fucking animal. Great. But she it is was, one. Oh, my God. She said it was great. It was fantastic. Thank Whoa. you very much. What do you I mean? I had a great time, and I was the third party, and it was awesome. See, she's, she got hopes and dreams, this bitch. It was awesome. I'm still friends with them, and they love me. <laughs> she, she, wow. she has hopes and dreams. Yeah. This little one here. Yeah. She's too young to even... She just hasn't... Something, nothing's happened to her for her to even need to think she would need to be like that. Hey, uh, yeah. And be a, a other girl. To be a couple's threesome she would be the chick that goes i'm competing like i ain't i'm gonna be the main she's not the other chick so for this story to happen and be interesting she has to be a, a the other chick and she's not gonna be the other chick she's she's gonna be the girl trying to figure out how to be the chick and it's gonna bore people and that's why things <laughs> that things fall apart hey uh smokezilla <laughs> from kentucky writes i'm leaving my wife after hearing this shit <laughs> guys are leaving their wives after <laughs> after your story patrice and then they should if she's not threesome. And Nick uh, Fritchie <laughs> writes, in. fuck comedy. Patrice should be directing porno. I'm so fucking hard right now. Wow. All right. Well, I well, guess we take a break. You, now uh, we know why you were so happy when my you were My fucking birthday was fantastic, man. Sounds like you had a great birthday. So what happens to this girl now? Uh, here's the big problem. Injured reserved. Where is she? Well, here's the problem. Mm. Uh, my girl has to run it. She goes, here's my girl going like this. This is the difference between the, the wiring, men and women. My girl's like, well, man, because I'm thinking we got us a sex slave. Man. We got <laughs> like when, I, when we need a threesome, we go. We so sometimes we sit there and go, oh, man, I want to do a threesome tonight. And then we go, oh, well, I got this little prospect. This chick's like, what are you doing? Take it. Treat it nice. Take care of her. Boom, boom, boom. Like even going home, gave her 50 bucks to catch a cab. And but we was going to drop her at the train to catch a cab from my house back to the city. Then catch a cab. She put her own money up. The cab driver's like, it's going to cost 100 So she's like, okay, I'll go. She's going to put her own 50 up to mm. go. She's a soldier. The, the, nothing, nothing phased her. The problem is my girl, 
she's not a real sissy. She's not truly a, a bisexual. She's a trooper. She gets down like that, but she might be 30, 40. She's not really like, I love women. Uh-huh. So she goes, maybe we can hook up for, um, I don't know, New Year's Eve or something. I'm going, bitch. In my head, like Tuesday, but I can't. <laughs> but I <Fucking> can't. <laughs> Wednesday Eve. But I can't like be anxious to be with this chick. You can't be anxious, guy. I can't be like, come on, sweetie. I can't fuck you. But it it made me. Mu- I was, dude. I fucked this what? shit out of her yesterday, just based on my new my horniness got up. Yeah, new new pussy just makes you feel better, and then you don't have to cheat on the bitch, and you feel better like you got. New pussy, we were kissing because sometimes you just like to have that that intimacy with another bitch, like like a serial killer type of shit. You just want to be alone, and and she let that happen. A couple of kisses, some some intimate like into this chick by herself type of thing happened, Uh and and now I can't be like "Mm, tomorrow. I gotta be, I gotta take it light and have her do it, or it'll fall apart. It'll fall. It'll. If I'm greedy, it'll fall apart. So I, I just took that memory. I'm gonna ride uh, it for a minute, and that's it. Let's go, Jay in Jersey. Wow. Jay, hey guys, hey. Listen, I'm in sales, and uh, by far that was the best motivational speech I could ever give any of the guys I work with. <laughs> I want to know if Patrice trains. <laughs> yeah, could he go to his sales training? Train Howard <laughs> Baldwin and Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> yeah, a lot of guys saying they jerked it to your story, which uh, is well, good, man, because you should. It was I was that was the best threesome I ever had in my life, and we didn't even fuck her. Amazing. No fucking amazing. Very good. So thank you, Jay. On the rag, no fucking. <sighs> And All the right. best ever. Ugh. We got Brazilian girl on a uh, lounge chair. Dude is still on the bleachers. Yeah, there ain't no way he's got anything to come in here with. Uh, just let him Sorry sit over there, Hallie. Let, let dude sit over there. What? <laughs> let dude. They're the only two guys that showed up for the walkover. Two guys? Oh, like people. Two guys, guys meaning, yeah, two, two listeners, whatever. Keep them out of my fucking sight, though. Be nice. <laughs> I don't mean, like, out of my sight, like, stay out of my sight, like, out of my line of view. He's over there. He'll be over there. Be nice. <laughs> be nice? Look who's fucking saying be nice. Me! Why? I saw Extreme Home Makeover last night. I'm a little oh, emotional. Oh. Let the guy come in. Oh. All right, we'll continue in just a bit. Patrice O'Neill, <laughs> comics, 28th and 29th. And he'll he'll uh, do a whole thing on how you pick up women, I believe. I'll <laughs> <laughs> get, get the fuckers the in place there. Place to be packed. <laughs> right. No one will fucking even chuckle. It'll just be like silent. How great with would some that heavy be? Breathing. That's your angle. They're just lined up down the sidewalk trying to get in. <laughs> just to hear. And I, I get into it a little bit. But... <laughs> Someone had a name for your book, and I, uh, if you ever write a book, let me see if I can find it real fast. That's yeah, gone. Oh well. But you can't tell somebody the result. You almost have to get into how, like these guys that I'm gonna leave my wife. Don't leave your wife. It's like just, just, just she wants leadership. <laughs> don't don't leave her. Just lead her. You know what I mean? To to where she goes. All right, I'll try it, and then she's gonna do it. All right, hold on. Mike from Long Island's got the other side of the story. Mike, how it hey, goes bad. Yes, guys, Mike. Okay. Doing? Hey. How you doing, guys? Listen, Patrice, hearing your story. It made me cry, man. I, uh, my wife, about two years ago, before we had our first son, 
She, uh, hooked up with this girl online. I met her at a Okie Dokie's out in Patchogue. Okay. Now, now I'm home alone, you know. I know that's my wife's going out to meet there. a new person, and she's out with her friends because she didn't want to go by herself because she wasn't that comfortable at first. But, uh, she comes home. I'm laying in bed. My wife comes in a, a little, uh, you know, half in the bag. And she, the first thing she does is rub, put her fingers under my nose, and I take a whiff. Instant boner, right? So me and my wife go out all night. The next day, I go into my wife's uh, AOL account, and I look for this girl. I find her email address. I fucked everything up, Patrice. I emailed this girl. was hounding her. was hounding her. Greedy. And then my, my wife got an email back saying, listen, your, your husband's getting too eager. I, I was eager to be Greedy, nigga. That, exactly. You can't be. That's why I don't want any contact with him. I'm the general. I don't train the troops. You need a lieutenant. My, you have to train. Let me tell you something. Even pimps have a girlfriend that they love. Mm -hmm. You don't, nobody pimps ten bitches. You 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 talk to one. My girl is in my army, and I say, look, I I follow protocol, man. I want to call this chick and go do do do, but I'm not. I would never do it because it fucks up everything. Why not have? It's better to have a threesome a month or two than to, than to not have one ever again. <laughs> you know Obama's going to be calling you, right? He should have a threesome too. Obama's going to be calling you. You're going to have to. We'll swap with his wife. I'll buy her back his wife. <laughs> Screw Oprah. <laughs> Screw Oprah. You're going to be <laughs> on the campaign trail with Obama. <laughs> it is. You'll it, turn it, everybody around. It really is a, a, a technique, and I tell you one thing that made me really get. That my girl didn't get pissed off about kissing his broad. That's when it was it was beauty. Yeah. All right. Hey, Damien. <laughs> oh, this was Damien Thomas from Akron, Ohio, uh, fighting for dick space. The Patrice O'Neill story, New York Times bestseller. <laughs> fighting for dick space. She wouldn't do it. Nope. Nope. You have all that area. So, Excuse me. I'll go behind. So if you're you. gonna go to Patrice's show at Comics, uh, bring a notebook, take notes, <laughs> maybe a little tape recorder. You're gonna want to remember every word. What is it? 28th and 29th. Yeah. At Comics December, in New yeah. York City. Yes, sir. C-O-M-I-X for info on uh, the internet. All right, we'll continue. Opie, Anthony, Dance Party Weekend. Wait, 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 wait. The Opie and Anthony Show. Comedy gone too far. Rolling right along. Patrice O'Neill entertaining the fuck out of us today. And uh, Anthony uh, talking about his Friday night with the uh, Jägermeister. Yeah. <laughs> the big party yeah. down there at what, Bar 9? Bar 9, wow. Is this a booger on, on our ah, sheet? Don't flick it. That's All disgusting. Right. Yeah, fucking Jägermeister, man. You know, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I think it was the sheer amount of it. I've done shots of Jäger, been fine. But this was like... The second a few people saw me doing a shot of Jaeger, they assumed that they had to buy me shots of Jaeger. And I was I was drinking Bud Light, so it wasn't like I was drinking you know, Jack and Cokes and Jaeger. So I'm drinking Bud Light, feeling okay. Which is like water to you, really, right? Yeah, a couple of times I felt, you know, I, I was double fisting them, though. Bud, you know? Bud Light's easy for Ant. Yeah, Bud Light, I like it. I could drink all, all fucking night. But then uh, I do a shot of Jaeger, and then another one comes up, and then a couple of guys want to do a shot with you. And normally I'm pretty good with knowing I can't do this much Jaeger. So I'll grab a shot, do it, put the other shot down on a table, walk away. Uh, I've, I've had, and this is just a trick you've got to do being somebody that people want to drink with. Um, I've had the empty beer bottle in one hand and the shot in the other. 
and I'll do a shot, make it look like I'm chasing it with the beer, and then spit <laughs> it out in the bottle. It's it's a means of survival. The guy goes away happy thinking he did a shot with him, and I'm not fucking in the bathroom of Bar 9 throwing up like I was Friday. <laughs> you were throwing up? Dude, like Holy common scum. I loved it. I was, <laughs> I was puking in the bathroom of Bar 9. Wow, really? <laughs> like oh. common scum, like a square. I fucking was were you able to LSD walk? drunk. No, you know what the worst thing about Bar 9 is? You go downstairs to the bathroom. So you got to go back upstairs. So I'm trying to go upstairs, and something is telling my brain that I'm leaning too far forward. <laughs> so I'm leaning backwards, and I'm holding on to the banister just going, I can't fucking make it up these stairs. And thank God my friend Joe Curry's there. He's kind of pushing me. How'd you and get I've home? Been, I've been in that situation. I hop in my fucking car. I don't have to uh, walk. I drive. No, how'd you get I'm home? kidding, motherfucker. I stayed uh, at a hotel. Oh, Jesus <laughs> No, at that point, there's no fucking driving. Believe me. Uh, but Joe Curry had been in that situation years ago. At that point. At that point. But there's many. Is. I'm a great drunk driver. <laughs> believe me. I'm very good at it. Oh, my God. That's I'm why I had very to good down. at it. At that point. I know. Points, here's what it is. You can still drive. I know my limits. I know when I'm too drunk to drive. But after a few drinks... I drive fine. I'm very good. I actually adhere to the speed limit for the most part, unless we're racing from Queens into Manhattan. <laughs> that was a day shouldn't have been driving. Nope. But, <laughs> but for the most part, if I've had a few drinks and I'm driving, I won't speed. I won't drive like a maniac changing lanes. I drive safer than when I'm, when I'm not drinking, drive like a maniac. But, uh, yeah, I, I drank. Uh, Joe Curry was there. And he'd been in the same situation once, he, and he told me, like, I was taking him into the house one night, and he goes, he goes, Ant, I completely know what's going on. I know we're going into the house, you're fucking, you know, we left the bar, he goes, but I just can't fucking walk. It's <laughs> like, okay, we'll get you in there. And I was in that situation where I couldn't fucking, like, walk. So then I try to get up the stairs, and then again, it starts hitting me. So I go back into the bathroom, and uh, I was in there for, for a while. Um, between puking and napping, uh, and you were then, sleeping in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And then it's <laughs> like common scum, like common Jesus, scum. Jesus, man, just common wow. scum. But then when I woke up, I felt uh, much better. I was able to um, circumnavigate my way out of the club, uh, into a cab, and to the hotel. Wow, uh, it was uh, an adventure. Just too much. Jägermeister. It was much too much Jägermeister. Is is this something you want to uh, talk about over here? Where is that? On instant feedback. Uh, oh, I can't find it. Um, Where is it? Right. Second one down. Oh I'm, my I'm not a God. faggot. No, not the faggot one. Oh man. Did you? What? Have him tell you about. Oh. <laughs> That didn't happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was, Jesus are you, Christ. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive. Have him tell you about licking his lady's ass while the girl ate her pussy. Wow. <laughs> no. He was over the pants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. That's Did that I'm happen? Uh, no, it didn't. I, I swear. At one point, someone had a tray of Jaeger shots in front of Ant while he was singing, and he just... Was just he was just the tossing the, the glasses on the ground. <laughs> he walked out fine, yeah, after hours of throwing up and sleeping. <laughs> just that black liquor. 
Yeah. Oh, when you puke that stuff up, too, it looks like a horror movie. How many you have to drink to get like that? I can't even tell you how many I had. And why'd you throw up? I thought you wasn't mixing it with nothing, was you? It's just too much Jaeger. It's just too much volume. I had too much fucking Jaeger. And I could drink Jaeger if I spread it out over the night, just a couple of shots. Does it go down smooth? Then I'm fine. Yeah. I have no problem. It's got to be icy cold, though. Don't like the Jaeger. Uh, And then with the beer. It's fine. But this was a nonstop fucking conga line of people coming up to me going, shots, 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 shots. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And then I went, uh, one second, I'm, I'm singing. And thank God I was done singing, so I get, I get off there. And that was pretty much when I went, wow, holy shit, I am fucked up. Now, is Jaeger, is Jaeger a, um, a liquor as vodka is, or it's some other shit that you uh, mix it, with? What is that? It's, uh, it's pretty much for just shots. I don't know what drinks you make with it. But it's it's pretty much a, a shot. It's drink. a liquor um, of itself, though. It's yeah, like, it's yeah, like yeah, vodka yeah, yeah. or gin. Yeah, yeah. It's a liquor unto itself. It's syrupy. Oh my yeah. god! It's almost <laughs> like if you no. would do like a, a, a shots heavy. of Southern Comfort, things like something okay. like that. You know, you don't have to mix it with anything. And what do you? Call, it's just liquor, liquor, or whatever. Yeah. Chester's liver is saying that you had five on stage alone, and oh, you were only fuck. up there for fifteen minutes tops. Dude, yeah, because people were coming up. Just wow, handing them wow, to me. Wow! And you I was busting them down. Oh, bam! They were what, going. Now, what happened to your self-esteem that night? Where you just was this, like, "Fuck it, I'm, it, I'm gonna kill myself." I don't know. That's what happens. You just go, "Fuck." That's I do that with with my diabetes sometimes. Yeah. Like I'll diabetes. taste, I'll taste a, do- a donut. You're almost sick of being so good, and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck that nigga. Box of donuts up in this bitch. <laughs> you know. So what happened to you when you said, "Fuck it, I'll die"? Here's what it was. It was Friday night. Right. I had a room already booked at the hotel. I knew I didn't have to be anywhere until here on Monday. Right. So I'm like, you know something? I'm not driving. Uh, I'm just going to fucking get fucked up. Fuck it. But I didn't think I'd get that fucked up. See, my my going out and drinking. There's going out and drinking. But there's a bigger... A buzz. But Anthony, there's a bigger... F- for you to get like you did, because you, you say you have a... A way of controlling that and yeah. you spit it in the bottle because you know that you really shouldn't be the, doing that. What the, the fuck happened when you was like... Yeah, he knows the tricks. You was depressed or something. What happened? I don't know. No, I don't... I honestly don't know what the fuck it was. He just likes his drinking. I No, it's not even that. I like drinking, but I, I don't like fucking getting like that. Right, he got... Obi, he killed right, so He tried I to went, kill himself. I went over the precipice. All right, so why did you get like that? Was, I don't know. Now I'm with Patrice. <laughs> you did the drummer from Leonard... Not, well, not Leonard Skinner. The drummer from... Uh, 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 the who? who? Not the who. Who died on his bottom? Oh, oh, Jason Bonham. Uh, Jason I Bonham. mean, uh, John Bonham. What is he from? Vomit? He's from uh, uh, fucking Zeppelin. Yeah. Zeppelin. Like you was that, that. That's the kind of drunk you was. Like you had to make sure you didn't lay on your back drunk. Here's what happens. Here's what happens though. I'll, I'll go out and drink, and I'll get a buzz. I'll get drunk or whatever, and be fine. Then I'll go out and drink, and and know that I have the possibility. There's the potential there of getting really fucked up, and that's when I take my precautions. Okay. Then there's I want to get fucked up. And that's so where you after, were. After I, yeah. No, after, wait, you didn't start there, though. No, I did. I, I said. You started I, with, I'm getting fucked up. Yeah, tonight. because it was Friday. I didn't have to be anywhere. The next day could be spent totally sleeping off a hangover. So you just started out, the fact that Jaeger was introduced was the only thing that was spontaneous. Is that? But you, I never wanted to get as fucked up as I did. But right. since I wanted to get fucked up, I passed the point of being able to tell myself, be cool and responsible. So then they just kept going. By the way, um, Ant's line, he asked for the shots while on stage. 
Yeah, I was already fucking tooled. I had already like pounded a lot of shots. I went, walked in there. I the can't believe first people are fucking I writing drank. in to make sure he doesn't lie. Like it's like, I'm telling nah, you, I, motherfucker, he did yeah, this. Dude, I'm saying I fucking it, fell asleep yeah, and puked in Barnine's bathroom. Oh boy, he, what more do I need to tell to, you? He's trying to like keep it uh, between him. Ah, whatever. The first thing I did when I You're walked right. in there was ask for a uh, uh, Bud Light and a shot of Jaeger. The that first was the thing. First uh, okay. fucking thing. You were setting up the. Night, so I was nice. yeah, I was setting up the night, and then that was it. And then Saturday. I woke up Saturday in the hotel, fucking, I wanted to jump out the window. My head, jackhammer, I was fucking, the chills, nauseous, and it I've lasted all fucking day. I've never been drunk in my life, so I've never been, maybe once in my life. Drunk but what rules. Is, what happens? Hangover. What's a hangover? Like, what, is, what happens to you? It's the worst. Your body has been poisoned. <laughs> literally poison and that's the after effect of the poison it's the final effect of the poison so it's your body it's trying to fight the toxins being yeah fighting the toxins uh being dehydrated um it, your blood vessels have constricted it, it's it's the worst fucking feeling you have this bad headache your eyes you can't move your eyes right without them fucking hurting and you constantly feel like you're going to puke, you're nauseous, queasy, your equilibrium's all off. Oh, my God. So before this happens, yeah, you have to say to yourself, is this worth what's going to happen tomorrow? tomorrow? Thank you. Yes. Oh, dude, if, if you could figure that out, you know, you'd be a fucking billionaire. It's the only thing that keeps me from fucking being drunk 24 hours a day is knowing that I feel like shit the next day. So if I want to have a couple of beers, I'll have a couple of beers and then go, that's it. Now, is it different kind of hangovers of wine, for different kind of liquor? Of, yeah. Red wine, fucking just shoot yourself in the head before you go to sleep. Red wine hangovers, the <laughs> fucking wanna, worst. Are you serious? You yeah. don't want to wake up with a it's red wine hangover. all the shit that's in there that, that makes the wine that just yeah. fucks with your yeah. body. Light, Most li people would say, say red wine is the worst hangover. They say Most lighter booze is better. I'm so vodka would be better than Jack Daniels. Uh, Jaeger, probably the worst. A lot of bad. sugar in it. Things like that. That'll. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, so what? Now, Beers, red wine. I've seen people night, drink no a problem. bottle of red wine by themselves. And they probably feel like dick the next day. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's getting there. A bottle by yourself. Is Beer is there. okay. Beer, you spread it out all night. No fucking problem. Now, can you get... Uh, is there a drunkness that's... Like... All right, I'm I'm drunk. I'm having a good time. I'm drunk, and you not wake up with a thing with a with a you like you only wake up with a hangover after you just everyone's, abuse yourself. Everyone's different, but there are people that yeah drink and don't have a hangover, or they can get over it real quick. I'm a motherfucker, twenty four hour hangover. I will be fucked up. That's if I'm like drunk. So you're just now feeling okay. I suck. No, yesterday I was feeling pretty pretty okay. I was real like woozy though. Uh, but, um, you know, then I ate something. That is fucking crazy. And I can't eat the whole fucking day. Can't eat. Got oh, There it is. Look at that. Look at that fucking shot. There's a shot. There's a tray of Jaeger that I am being handed. In the middle of singing, and you're reaching for And look at you still one. trying to have your, your dignity and have your pinky up. I have my little pinky and finger out. up as I grab it with my thumb and mid finger. Look at the raw enthusiasm on your face, though. I'm really <laughs> fucking into uh, whatever song we're doing. And that tray... Uh, believe me, I didn't have just one off of that tray. <laughs> I think I grabbed a couple, slammed them down, and then threw the glasses. Hey, 
Sarah from Philly. Oh, that was bad. She writes, uh, Chester's Liver says, I have video of Ann on stage, and he goes to say, can I get a shot before the song? But it comes out, can I get a song before the shot? <laughs> Ant ruled on Friday. <laughs> All right, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I could have done that sober. And, and we got a really good question coming in from Westchester. Scott, go ahead. Hey, Ann, I just had a quick question. I was just wondering if you woke up wearing your fruit basket again. <laughs> no, no, I didn't wake up wearing fruit. That was bad. Patrice so uh, is kind of amazed over there. We're, we've heard a few of these stories in the last, uh, I don't know, four or five months from when. Man. When you're drunk, uh, let's see, where was that? I think that was um, Atlantic City. Yeah, Atlantic City. And I, I was really hungry. So I go back to the room and. Um, now, do you, wait, do you have to have food? I, I'm really, I know I sound like food? a fucking sissy. No, no, no. I just don't drink. No, like you sound that. like a reasonable, sensible fellow. Like, you do, do you have to have food on your stomach before if, you drink? Before is very good. Very good. If and don't you, you take high blood pressure medicine? No. No, my blood pressure is fine. You don't take, like, medicine or nothing? Like, to make you, like, no, no medicine at all? No, I, I take uh, uh, Lipitor for cholesterol. This doesn't, uh, liquor doesn't, nah. liquor, black licorice liquor doesn't fuck with that at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's I, go to I work out like an animal and I eat, I eat right. Like, I just don't even I know, don't dude. Eat like shit. Let's go to Big Cav. Big Cav. What's up? Hey. Hey, uh, back in the NEW days, Anthony, you may recall <laughs> yeah. or not, uh, there was a couple of occasions after uh, some road shows where I was driving uh, Anthony and his girlfriend home. And uh, uh, one time he very calmly sat up from my back seat and said, Kev, I need you to pull over because I, I, have, to, I have to pee. I'm like, okay. So he pulled over, and Anthony proceeded to get out and vomit, <laughs> just like projectile vomit about 15 feet away from my car. Always out of the car, though. Then a second time uh, <laughs> I was driving Anthony home, he sat up very calmly and said, Kev, I need to pee. Got to pull over the car. I said, okay. He goes, now listen, I do not have to vomit. And I said, all right, no problem. So we pulled over, and he, Anthony very calmly got out of the car, walked over, and, and just bent at the waist and vomited on his shoe. It was getting up, I think. I'm not a good, real heavy drinker. I'm a great light drinker. Yeah. Now, do drugs... I, I I know I'm sounding like a square for what I no, do. No, that's I, fine. It's I educational. Just, I just uh, I abuse myself differently. Yeah. So <laughs> marijuana, cocaine, any of that stuff. Do you have the the next day hangover effect of just like smoking a, a weed? Not until pot or anything, but you'll just smoke more pot. Other than addiction, coke but you'll you feel the next liquor, day. But, yeah, right. Coke, you'll you have like a like, coke oh, hangover. Coke last night. But ah. nothing is as bad as booze. For a hangover, it, it just—it's the worst fucking. Constantly feeling like shit. There's no real way, and the only way to get rid of it throw is it to up. drink more. So you can <laughs> throw you up, right? No, if you don't throw up, then you'll feel better. If you could get one beer down when you're hungover, you're you're on your road to the next <laughs> night of partying. But you know what that's like? Dog that that's right. Out. It's it's almost like uh, giving you. When they give you a flu shot, it's really giving you the flu. The flu. That's what you got to do. So you got to give yourself up the your, drunk. Your immune system to liquor. Yeah. That you just. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty Which much. Which almost like. makes you. You have to. So to get drunk, you have to almost abuse yourself doubly next time because your body now. Well, they do. Created I, something to control the. Alcoholics build up a tolerance. It's called. They they build up a tolerance, and then Holy it shit. takes more to get drunk, but. <laughs> Uh, other people, I was saying before, other people's hangovers react differently. Right. Some people can be fine, 
Uh, they need a cup of coffee, and then they're like, oh, the thing I need is a nice egg sandwich or something. If I think about food for 24 hours during the time I'm hungover, I will throw up. What's I can't this? look at a food commercial. What's this thing you take now? I've seen it. You take it before so you don't get hangovers. I don't know if that works. I don't know if anything has worked. The best thing you could do is eat a lot before you drink and then eat like after you drink. Like I, I was talking about Atlantic City. I go, I, I, I'm drinking. Uh, I, I get back to the room. I feel hungry. I get some uh, some spaghetti <laughs> and then a fruit plate. So I eat all the spaghetti, and then I'm eating the fruit plate. The next thing I remember is waking up. Uh, it's the morning. My head is pounding, and I have pineapple and cantaloupe all over my face and my chest. And you know, you I just been, fell asleep in my food. You could have been fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, so. guess you could have died eating my fruit platter. What happened that day? What happened? No, that's uh, another story, Patrice. Oh no, that was just fucking. <laughs> that's, a, that's like a, that's old. That's old. That's a month in ago. Oh, City. Okay, all right, that, all right. That's a month or so. Yeah. Ago. Jesus. And so the payoff, and I understand this a little because look, if I eat uh, the brownies I want to eat, yeah, I, you know, I piss all night. Like I get up and go to the bathroom seventy-five times. My goddamn pancreas is getting in, going in shock. <laughs> but you go, was this worth these fucking donuts? And sometimes yeah. you go, ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I felt like killing myself. But you, but you just kind of do it. I don't, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's worth yeah. that shitty feeling you had getting up, dying. It's yeah. And it's, if you did it Saturday, you would be in fucking trouble now. Yeah, I'd feel like like shit right now if I did it on a Saturday. Wow. That's why it was Friday, and I knew. I've gone out on Saturday nights. It's been, you know, fine. The worst was going out on a weeknight when I decided that that was going to be a good idea. Uh, I slept the entire day. Uh, I, just, I mean, I planned this. It was like, all right, it's a weeknight, but I could do this. And I went out and <laughs> came in here fucking hungover like a motherfucker. Still and, drunk. And then, yeah, at the beginning of the show, you know, as drunk as you are, it's four in the morning when you've been drinking until Obi, have two. you ever noticeably, noticeably said, this son of a bitch is drunk? That or, day. Or, like, at the show, has he ever been drunk at the show? Like, where you went, this motherfucker no is comment. drunk. No comment. There was that day. Really? <laughs> no there was comment. that day. Have you ever been drunk on the show? Wait oh, a minute, you're talking the old, the old show or this one? Any, any, of the, of the NEW shows when we were doing afternoons? I was constantly drinking, constantly drinking beer for the entire time. Let's say hi to Fat it was, There was constantly a beer behind my monitor yeah. that I would look at. <laughs> we got Fat Opie, Patrick, on the line. Patrick, hey. what's up, buddy? I'm all right. How are you? Good. Very good. Uh, the wild night, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it certainly was. Art of the Topless. Uh, Performed. Patrick's I band. heard they were great. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I had a blast right up until, you know, I blasted Jägermeister out of my mouth and nose. <laughs> Foot called me last night, and he said, I knew Ant was hammered when I saw him dancing. When was I dancing? Oh, Apparently, boy. Foot caught you dancing, and he knew you would never let your guard down that much in public. You were hammered. <laughs> I and couldn't then, have been. <laughs> <laughs> and then after... Uh, <laughs> After everything was over, I'm walking through, and I kind of have to sidestep as I'm walking because there's some guy sitting in a chair in the middle of the floor. I turn around to look to see who it is, and it's you. At least so I was like, in a chair. Thank God. Well, well yeah, 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 you were back by that just, booth in that alcove, you know. I'm just making a positive, you know. 
out so of all the I, negative. Dawn sat down next to you, foot went over, and I went off to deal with the manager. And then uh, <laughs> it, next day, I knew I was talking to foot outside the men's room door. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't feel good. <laughs> I, I think I had a stomach virus. <laughs> How'd you get back to the hotel? <laughs> uh, cab. So you know uh, you were going? I think. No, I have no, no idea. Wow. Uh, Dawn and I drove you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, you don't know how you got... Come on. Why would I know? I was fucking throwing up in the basement. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I know, right? That I don't understand. Like, I've been pretty fucked up. It's called a blackout. But you really don't know how you got back to the hotel? Seriously? No, I was wondering if it was a cab or if someone had driven us. Or... Uh, see, no, I would always Dawn, remember Dawn I, Dawn stuff I like that. you guys all the way up to your room. Yeah, yeah. You, no, said, I, you said driven us? Yeah. You was with somebody was with you? Uh, with Melinda. She was that gone too? Oh, she was hammered. Good God, our mother of Jesus. Oh, they're, they're like the, <laughs> these two are like the new Sid and Nancy. Enjoy the ride, Patrice. <laughs> I wanted to say well, something. We're enjoying the ride. It's, I every, wanted to say something about something. Every Monday we get uh, behavior <laughs> I've never seen at the at the um, virus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never said nothing. I'm just, I said, let me walk away before I, I don't want to be in the, involved with this controversy. Y'all was so drunk. Melinda was so fucking drunk. You were drunk. I said, let me walk away because I don't want to end up a story that y'all uh. didn't know about. It, it was so fucking crazy, man. Melinda was nuts. Mm -hmm. And you were just nuts right next to her. And I'm looking at you going, do you see what Melinda's doing? In my mind. And you're just like, and she's just, I said, let me get the fuck out of here. Dude, enjoy the ride. That's all, you know. I'm like, holy shit. Come on. Come on. It, they're the modern day Sid and Nancy. They're, they're fine. Sid and Nancy died. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fun. My God. My goodness, man. Um, well, having, yeah, having fun. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not telling you not to have fun. I'm not no fucking I, uh, cock blocker for what fun. I what I don't understand, yeah. and and it's not unusual, you're not the first person to say this, I don't understand the, the blackout. Like, I well, don't I was, like, I, was, I was definitely sleeping. I know there's uh, things like, I said that last night, or I did that, holy shit, and then you start thinking, oh, yeah, I did say that, and oh, my God, that was stupid. No, I think that. I was sleeping for but, most of the trip, because I then I remember walking, I remember walking into the hotel... Uh, I remember uh, Patrick uh, guiding uh, Melinda. I remember saying hi to the hotel guy. Like at that point, I was was totally yeah. conscious. I just you don't know? understand the people, and I'm not like calling you out because I've heard it a million times that say I don't know how I got home last night. I always knew how I got home. How do you, you not know you you needed, got, how you got home? You needed That's, to drink more. Yeah, but no, but what all right, hold on, I'll go with that though. Okay, I have. I, I mean, I don't drink like I used to by any means, but I, I, I used to drink a lot and to the point where I would puke and stuff, but still remember getting home. So you're saying I would have to drink more to get into the blackout stage where I wouldn't remember getting home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've drank to excess where I have to now puke, and I still remember, like, shit. Mm -hmm. But you're not the only one, so I'm trying to figure out what that's all about. I think uh, yes, Sam. Also, there's a level of everybody differently, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah that, I guess that's all I mean, I'm it's really saying. Your body chemistry, I guess. Yeah, I, I think sometimes not puking might lead to a blackout too, because you're because then you still have a lot of booze in, well, in you. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. you're like, and you have the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. 
I just, uh, I know I was, I was probably asleep in the car. No. I was awake? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> making salient points. You, you, were, you were laughing every time Melinda said, slower, go slower, from the back seat. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, didn't you guys only have to go, like, ten oh, blocks? Oh, it's not many blocks at all, not yeah. Not even, right? Yeah. It was close. And you went upstairs and just fell asleep. <laughs> That's it. How do you recall mm -hmm. the the other parts of the, of the, the evening? Yeah. Um, usually, uh, you, you sit there, and through your headache, you slowly... Pieces of the night start coming back to you. Oh my You're like, God. like a Quentin oh, Tarantino yeah. movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Starts from the the end first and shit. Yeah, and then you like, you like, just start piecing it together. What was that? Did I? And then I remember talking to this person. What was I saying? Hope it wasn't stupid. All right now I remember. Okay, now that was that was okay. And then and then there's this whole block of time, and you go, what was I doing then? All right, I remember that. I, liquor, yeah. liquor makes you. Now, personally, it's it's legal. I, I, I um, was drunk one time in my life in uh, Australia. Went to Australia for a month um, to do shows, and it was the shows were bad, but the nightlife was good. So I had a, uh, I just said fuck it. I became really debaucherous and drank. So I was drinking, and I liquor, and this is why I don't. This is the reason I don't. A lot drink. of people are asking why don't you drink? By the way, so because is... I drank one time. Yeah. Before I went on stage, and I was funny as a motherfucker. Ooh. When I was started comedy. I'm saying I was funny. And also this. In Australia, there was this gorgeous girl there. And I mean, my confidence level was at such a tr high. I was on the dance floor talking to her, and I never forgot this. I stuck my... I would never think to do this. <laughs> it was so sexy to do it. And I didn't even, I could never repeat it. <laughs> I stuck my tongue at the corner of her mouth and she just started sucking on it. This girl was gorgeous. <laughs> I would have never thought to do that sober. Wow, that is so funny to hear from somebody that drank once because that's the kind of thing you do. When you're drinking, your, I just your don't inhibitions need that, kind man. of fly yeah, out the window. Man, I don't fucking need and, that shit. And you'll, you'll like, uh, you know. It, it made you feel like then you have to drink to get to that kind of place. And it's not going to always work. I just remember I said, fuck it. The, the liquor was like, man, man, I just stuck my tongue right there. She was just, I said, holy shit. <laughs> and then I got on stage later and I was as funny as I could possibly be in terms of saying anything. And I said, I can't. This is new. Because I'd have to be a junkie. You'd have to just keep doing it. I would have yeah. to be. And that's the reason why you don't drink. At, well, I'm diabetic, but that ain't even really the reason I don't drink. Mm. You know, I just don't. The addiction to huh. what liquor does to your personality, man, it makes <laughs> you. But that's how I, why I, I am how I am. Because I say, all right, I'm going to try to find that drunk place without drinking, you know, that euphoria that you're looking for with, with booze. And I'm sure what well, all it's doing is is making something that's already naturally in you start to yeah. behave. So, I, so that's why I just, I try to be uninhibited without, without drinking because that shit makes you wonderful. There's a great uh, curve in drinking. Like, like it, it really goes up. If it was in graph form, it would. It would just go up, up, up. And then 
immediately drop off like a cliff to zero. Right. And then you're just a zilch yep. drunk. When you're sitting there not confident but, and all that shit, and then you just you yeah, have a couple of things, and it's just... And it makes a good point, because then, and just to follow that, you try to get to the top, of the, as close to the top of the yeah, cliff yeah. as possible, and, and, the, and the problem we all make is we go too far. Uh, and, and then you're, bam, over the edge, you're over the and edge. Once and, you're over the edge, there's no coming back. Right. Now, now when... Other than okay, so you're getting drunk, drunk. Fuck. I, what mm. point, if you stopped, you'll be like, I am perfect right now. I am a perfect human being to where oh, I'm not wow. making anybody uncomfortable. I'm fun. I'm funny. I'm sexy. I'm everything I want to be that I can't be without drinking. But I'm I'm here right fucking now. I would say how many shots of Jaeger? What does it get you there? I would say um, it was probably about a. Uh, a half hour before I went on stage, that I was at that point. Wait, if you stopped, you You're would have been zone. like, "Wow, yeah." Anthony's then just then a, I was, I was a good. great human but, being. Wait, wait, wait. But, I, I, but Patrice, here's the other problem. Like he might have been in the zone a half hour before he went on stage, but the problem is, and I, I'm just speaking in general, you still have alcohol in you that hasn't been processed yet. So you actually have to. You actually oh, have to right, stop right. way before you're feeling that you're in the Well, that's absolutely what happened. And that's drunk right when you're yeah. And then yeah. you ride it out, let all the other alcohol do its thing in your body, and then get to the zone. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, that's yeah, what right. happens. No, no matter what you're feeling. Until it gets to the blood. You got to wait till it yeah, gets no to the Yeah, no matter what you're blood. feeling at that moment, it's going to get worse no matter what, because the other alcohol in you hasn't been processed yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. And but, that's the that's the problem because everyone's like I think it, it can handle another drink or two. But you but also it's too late. you right. also have to keep going because then the tail end of it catches up to you because <laughs> you don't want to stop because then if you start getting a hangover in the nighttime because there have been times you drink early and you know you got to drive or something so you just stop drinking go to club soda and then everyone else is having fun drinking it's midnight and you're starting to go like oh I'm feeling hungover the fuck. You know, now you're out with a hangover. Holy shit. So you got to kind of keep the level going just by nursing a beer or something just to keep it. Oh, that is just <laughs> insane etiquette. <laughs> That's why I had to stop. I, I couldn't live yeah. like because I just couldn't live. Liquor makes you amazing, an amazing person. Mm. It does. Mm. It just makes you. I think it makes you a better human being. <laughs> Some people. I, I th see drunkness makes everybody fucked up. I think being a drunk makes you ridiculous. Being having out the effects of alcohol makes you amazing. You know, it sucks, though, being completely sober around drunk people. Okay. That fucking sucks, because then you're like, I don't get anything. This isn't funny. You people are annoying. You you're make loud. Me sick. You make me sick. <laughs> exactly. But then, if you if you just got to that point and then you had a couple of drinks, you'd be like, "Everyone's so cool. This is great. We are the coolest people." Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> wow. How it's legal? I I don't fucking know. And what's your drink of choice, Obi? I uh, uh, I, bikini teenies. No. Uh, no. Although Patrice and I were talking about this, I yeah, I like the no. I like the uh, the wimpy drinks. I'm they a just very taste you know, if I'm drink, I'm a drink a bitch drink Kahlua and milk. Unfortunately, they have whack, like they have drinks. awful names, but they taste good. Taste now good. I, I'm more my heavy drinking years were like in my twenties into like very early thirties. I'm I'm just like I just drink a little wine, a few beers here and there. Nothing. Are you a wine and beer guy? 
Nothing too crazy, really. I I, ref, I pretty much refuse to do shots at this point. I mean, I'll do one occasionally, but in general, I, I say... Never done a shot. I, I say no to all shots. That's crazy. Now. Never slam nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got shots are crazy. Never in my life. Tequila. I got a massive scar on my hand from uh, slamming shots down. There was a thing when I was in college. You did a little vodka and a little, like, Sprite or whatever in a, in a double shot glass, and you slam it real hard. There, there's many names, depending where you... Where you were brought up, but uh, we call them, uh, I forgot, fizzies or something, stuff like that. But it's all bubbles. And if you do it right, you're slamming it and you're just drinking bubbles real fast. And I shattered a glass. I got a horrific scar on my hand from doing that. Really? Glass went pretty much right through my hand. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Another drinking related three, injury. I think three drinks. Mm -hmm. You know, to loosen somebody's just loosen yeah. them up. Like, you know, I think, you know, you know, a chicken needs a couple of drinks just to get all whatever they need to do. Mm -hmm. Excuse juice. You know what I mean? I understand that. It does. It does give you a a kind of invincibility kind of thing. You just yeah. say, fuck it. It does. But that whole thing of drinking till you almost die is it, just strange. It's to because me. you pass a point where you cannot be reasonable anymore. <laughs> you can't reason with yourself that I really need to. Like, there's a point where you're saying, look, I'm feeling it right now. If I stop, I'll be all right. And if you keep going, that voice will just vanish. Do you still... You know, You'll never, no, 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 no pot, no Coke, no, no. Did mm -hmm. you ever? Uh, yeah. A little bit? Back, you know. You was a maniac, dude. Back. No, I really wasn't a maniac. Especially like pot, well, I no, stopped I'm, I'm smoking. I'm putting it all pot. together. Oh just yeah, well, all together, you know. Pot, I used to smoke, but I stopped smoking pot like right when I got out of high school. I didn't. I wasn't a big wow. pothead. And then in the '80s, a little bit of blow here and there, but usually it was because I was selling it. Me and Joe, my brother. Yeah. So <laughs> we just we just pulled, Anthony Cumia is a piece of garbage. We you pulled just, a bunch out and put fucking baby laxative you're in. You're like and, a mild mannered citizen now. You're like underdog before <laughs> while he's shoe shine boy. Anthony's shoe shine boy now, and he used to be underdog. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you, man. Oh, it was awful. Coke dealer, you was just a oh, mess. People banging on the door at four in the morning with a bicycle in their hand. You're like a law abiding citizen and shit. <laughs> Damn. Patrick, Pay anything my else? Taxes. Uh, no, I, I, I just... Uh, I helped my landlady take out the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to get back to work. Hey, Anthony, I'm, I'm glad you guys uh, are, are feeling better today. Thank you. And, uh, today, it was night. Friday night, this party. <laughs> well, it happened. Jesus. I know. It's <laughs> awful. Hey, hey, I, I, you know what? I didn't drink a thing, and I'm just getting back to normal today. Yeah. <laughs> See? So uh, that's just the kind of nice safe thing. to say this was one of one of the better parties. Oh, it was a big blast! Yeah. It was certainly a biggie. I got. Yeah, okay. uh, oh, where were you? Um, he was being smart, <laughs> staying <laughs> away from that. No, I was. I, uh, I I actually wanted to go, but then uh, no big deal. <laughs> but then not. Uh, no, no Lin deal. well, to be honest, Lindsay got her wisdom teeth out, and uh, you know. Mm. She wasn't feeling up then to it. Then she should have been there with no wisdom. I should do it yeah, no wisdom. I had no wisdom. <laughs> so we were actually we had all in. Uh, we were gonna go, but then you know she wasn't feeling up to it. I'm not trying to blame her, but now? yeah, 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 yeah. She's on. She's fine now. I mean, but she got all four taken out, which is that just so. So that's, Ouch. you know. I had Bob Kelly yelling at me because I wasn't playing the game he wanted to play. Like, like I couldn't move my eyes right, and I got Call of Duty 4. 
You know, it's, where at? At this party? No, no, at home <laughs> on Sunday. Really I finally get home on Sunday. Are you playing them online? I get home on Sunday and I just flip on Pal Talk for a minute to you know see what everyone's saying and stuff. And I'm wearing the same clothes I wore here Friday? on Friday Holy to broadcast. Shit. <laughs> it was a mess. Oh my god! <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then and then I I boot up a, a Call of Duty Four um, on my PC. You like it? It's fucking amazing. It, it's the you have a, you don't you're not a video game. It's guy, right? just uh, I'm, it's scary what, no, that I mean, that game is so good, man. dude. That part. Wait, what? What makes it so good? It's it, okay. Remember a long time ago, I was talking about um, it was Call of Duty Two. Yeah, yeah. All of the Call it of was, Duty series. It was um, the, but this is World War Two. But Call of Duty Two is World War Two. This is this now, is called Modern Warfare. Yeah, Modern Warfare. This is. That there's these two stories of the SAS British people working with the American people to try to stop these nuclear weapons. There's two two dictators who get and their it's hand on all di- they're all Arabs. And all the bad guys are Arabs. It's, it's all in the Middle East. It's just great shit. They didn't buckle under. <laughs> it's fucking weird. And if you the thing that's amazing about the game, if you shoot, if you just try to hide, and like be be you you have a crew with you. If you try to hide and just pick guys off. They'll just keep coming yep. until you start moving. You got to advance to try to advance, and and the motherfuckers, it's so real. And they don't the AI, the artificial intelligence, they don't do the same thing. Like <laughs> no. you can't plan on what they're gonna do, man. They they'll come get you. Like if you hide, they'll know you're hiding, and they'll look. And then they'll send dudes to come and oh, kill I got, you. I got all outflanked uh, last oh, night. Oh man, I'm, dude! I'm, I'm firing straight ahead at the objective, and then I look to my side, and there's like five guys running down the hill on the side of me, just shooting at me. So fucking, they fucking flanked me. It's gotta be. It's <laughs> got to be one of the best games I've and, ever seen. And one one of the coolest looking parts that is the helicopter. Helicopter. When, when you're in the gunship. Yep. You're in the gunship. And, now, you uh, talking about the one that looks like that shit you see on the news? You, it like, looks exactly like I the never wanted to stop playing that Night that vision shit that you see on the news where it's like, <laughs> all right, you got one running. Get him. All right. All right, you hit your target. And you just see it like, do, 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 do. And you see Oof. a bright splash. And then when you lay one of those big ones down and the whole friggin' like five Mother, cars blow up. It is, it's, it's, so I, when I cool finished it, I was mad it was over. I said, I know, how yeah. is this over? That part, they could make a whole game like that. Oh my God, what Just, a game, dude. Don't, don't shoot your own guys. Shoot, there's, all right, car on the road. Fire on the car on the road. Do, 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 do. Boom! It blows up. It looks just like real footage. Wow! Uh, it's it's crazy. And then I, I want to play online, so I, I learn a little single player, get the feel of it, get online, and of course I'm a noob, so I'm just getting fucking pwned up the ass. And uh, but it's a lot of fun. I was getting some things. I think I made uh, a corporal uh, over the course of uh, last night. But I'm texting with Bob Kelly, and he's like, "All right, get on this." He goes, "What's your name?" Uh, we'll be friend. I, I'll I'll send you a friend request. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know, what are you talking about? What screen should I be on? He goes, oh, hit the Xbox button. And I go, oh, dude, I'm on PC. You motherfucking asshole. <laughs> you fucking don't tell me you're fucking on PC, you piece of shit fucking. <laughs> he keeps trying to get me to go online. Oh. And it just, I'm like, I, I really enjoy doing these games by myself. Yeah. I'm oh. not a big I like you. going online. I'm not a big fan. I like online. I, I, I don't understand, though, a lot of times, because I'm new at this game. I get very good at the games that I play for a while. But you run up, and 
I shoot at someone the same time they're shooting at me, and I will always get killed. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I, or I can see someone first and unload on them. They turn around, pop, one shot, I'm gone. I unload a clip at them. You know, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Let's say hi to Gary in New York. Gary. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Hey, hey man. Gary. Hey, man. So you liking the uh, Call of Duty 4 there? Oh, huh? it's fantastic. You made Corporal. Yeah, I just, uh, in fact, I just made my Brigadier General 2 last night. Do you play on PC <laughs> or uh, Mac? Or on uh, uh, PC. PC. Is, is that right. better than Corporal? Yeah, I just. Oh, there's generals. Fucking. This is Bob Kelly's a general. This is why. Fucking general. I don't need that. I want to have fun playing the game. I'm not oh, really cool, in though. the fucking army. You know what? It's nice, though. When you do something, it goes, you made Corporal. You're like, whoa, I'm, I'm getting there. And it unlocks certain things that you can use yeah, you can now. Use oh, better, yeah. better rifles. You get better. Camo. So if I suck, I'm a hostage. They'll have me just pretty much to cut your head <laughs> I mean, off. One of those bamboo underwater cages, like <laughs> fucking. It's just... Michael. Michael is rocked. Michael. Good <laughs> God. Part of it is too. You can run around and just pick up other people's weapons. The P90 yeah. is the favorite of mine. I love that gun. You like that one? Oh, the P90 with an ACOG scope. Forget about it. Yeah. Good shit. This is just that something. Game, that game is really fucking yeah. cool. It's an amazing game, man. A lot of the noobs are using a grenade launcher, so they'll sit from a distance and blow oh, you up. Oh, constantly getting blown up. That's That yeah. fucking sucks, too. It's like, oh, I see there's a grenade in front of me. Now I got to try to run back. I, I, I got to unzoom my fucking sight. I got to jump and run because I was crouched. And Jesus, Mr. Don't Understand Anybody's Plight <laughs> Newbies. You used to be a fucking newbie, too, Mr. Used to Use the Rocket Launcher. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just because you found out how to use the Tech Three, it doesn't make you. You know what I mean? It's like you, you know. You know what happened to me last night? I run up these stairs into this room, and right at the fucking top of the stairs, there's two guys. They just fucking shoot the shit out of me. Get a camp in there. So, so I get back. And I run up the same stairway, and I lob fucking three grenades up there. It blows up and says, you've killed your own team members. <laughs> in the time between me getting back there, my guys have went up, killed the guys, and now they were camping up there, and I fucking killed them because oh. I threw grenades. And they're up. calling you, you fucking, fucking asshole. You're killing your own guys. I was like, wait, I just got killed from a douchebag that was in here. You gotta watch the servers you join, because if it says hardcore, hardcore servers, they very little uh, um, team killing. Shot you dead. Uh, you can kill your own teammates. But if you really want to earn a lot of points to get your ranks up quick, play headquarters because headquarters. Yeah, that's will, the one I noticed that uh, you get a lot of experience points. Headquarters. Oh yeah, I've, I've had thousand point rounds left uh, and right. I'll be on there later on. My name uh, underneath uh, a, a Call of Duty Four is Noodles. Noodles. I am Noodles. I'm always Noodles in any military game I play. Uh, Battlefield, um, any of them. I'm always Noodles. I'm All right, well I'm, a, well, I'm a member of Team ISIS, ICUS. My name is Python, so... Python! Python, watch yeah. out for Python. All right. All right, sir, let's go to Frank on Long Island. Frank. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey. You have to play the C-130 part. It is the best. It looks like actual footage from a C-130. Yeah, that's the one we were talking about with the, the gunship, yeah. where you just light them up. Yeah, and you blow the guy up, and then you hear the, the driver is like, kaboom. Yeah, he goes, kaboom. Oh, that was a good one. Good hit. We got a runner. And then yeah, the, the you see the body the actually flies and comes apart. It's really, it's really creepy. Oh, it's That's great. That's fucked up. Let's go to Thomas in Colorado. Thomas. Hey, what's up, boys? Hey. Hey, I'd like to see you guys get Anthony a breathalyzer, and then we can have what did Anthony blow Monday? <laughs> you ain't going to get me on a Monday. Jesus. Come on, man. We can guess and see what you scored. Is it a point .3, a point yeah, .4? You, did he I'd do a breathalyzer on a Monday, but it's, you ain't going to... Will you register on a Monday, though? How long does it no, take? No, you 
blow it over the weekend. I don't get drunk on a fucking Sunday. No, I think he means like just do it oh, over the weekend. Oh, over and then the make, weekend like, when I'm at my peak and then make yeah. a game blow in a breathalyzer and see what I I blow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm on a breathalyzer. Great. Score, maybe Great. Give him more reasons to have a few beers. Incentive. <laughs> I have an incentive to drink. I could do better than that. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, huh? I said he he's gonna dare himself to do better. Most of my yeah, weekends, yeah, honestly, most of my weekends are spent in front of the computer, being bored. Yeah. Let's go to Neil. And when Neil. I go out, though, he goes out. Fucking go Neil, out. Neil, what's up? <laughs> hey, what's up, lads? How are you? Hey, good. Uh, yeah, look, actually, uh, one of the calls just mentioned it was a C-130 Spectre, obviously. Yeah. Um, but while I got you, hey, Anthony, check out um, this book if it interests you guys whatsoever. It's called Lone Survivor. Have you heard about it? No. Mm. Go check out Lone Survivor. It's about uh, seals that get ambushed out in Afghanistan. Four seals take on a couple of hundred uh, Taliban. Uh, it's a true story. It'll blow your mind. Try and get this guy on. Uh, I heard video. about that. Wait, yeah, because it was one guy uh, lived through it. Yeah, uh, amazing. He was, I, I saw an interview with that guy. This will blow you away, this story. It Where the really fuck did is, I read excerpts um, from it? I read excerpts from it, and it was just horrible. I just can't believe he lived through it. Absolutely yeah. unbelievable. Marcus Luttrell, uh, try and get this guy on if you can. It, I mean, his story is amazing. See you guys. All right, thank you, sir. It really is. They got fucked, those guys. All right, Oof. we're heading out of here. What happened, Patrice? Right say, oh. say goodbye. We'll do line of the day and yeah, you we're go done. home. Oh, I, I just had to go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> yeah, we were going to break, but why don't we do line of the day and we'll get out of here. Oh, Sam and E-Rock have to uh, okay. plug WWE. The great Patrice O'Neill is going to be at uh, Comics. Oh, the, what are you doing? Go take a piss. He's got the diabetes. All right, Patrice O'Neill <laughs> this weekend is going to be at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, seven three two eight nine nine three nine hundred. And then he's going to be at Comics at the end of the month. Go to C O M I X on uh, on on the internet to find out uh, Patrice's uh, comic states. If you have to urinate a lot, it might be the diabetes. The diabetes. Diabetes. We got Sam in studio. Anyway. Get my testing supplies from Liberty. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? I guess you're young promoting. fella. Your afro is looking good, by the way. It really is. Thank you. Are we uh, winning Afro Wars? By we, far. Yes. Eastside Dave is trying to compete against me, and he's got nothing. Dave looks like he got a haircut. Yeah. It doesn't even. It's not even he fucking like registering ready, on the Afro scale. Like he's ready for church. Yeah. yeah Sam's uh, Afro is starting to take uh, flight. Yeah. Everybody's noticing it now. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's nice. It's looking good. A lot of people at the baby fuck party were pretty impressed by it. Of course they were. Yeah. Right, were they touching it a lot? A lot of people touching it? Yeah, that's the that's thing about fucking, going Yeah, you don't want like that. Yeah. It's starting to look like a football helmet kind oh, of thing. thank you. Yeah, you bit, get, you're getting bit. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, what what are we promoting? WWE? Well, yeah, we were supposed to, E-Rock and me both were supposed to promote it, but uh, yeah, WWE is sending E-Rock and me to the uh, Raw 15th anniversary show that's tonight. Wow! Yeah, we're going to be in the... Well, it's going to be live on TV tonight? Yeah, it's live. It's on at uh, 8 o'clock on USA let me tell you something. I, I haven't watched wrestling as much as I used to. I yeah. will definitely be watching. Got to tune in for this one. Yeah, well, the got... commercials sound great. I mean, they're bringing everybody back. Hulk right? Hogan's coming back. Stone Who cares Cold's about Hulk back. Hogan? Well, Iraq cares about Hulk Hogan. It's his hero. Gives a shit about Hulk Hogan. Everybody, he's immortal. <laughs> Stone Cold, Mick Foley, everybody's going to be. I want to see yeah. some of the other guys, but yeah. But yeah, they're sending us. Uh, they sent us front row tickets. Iraq and me. And today, Iraq decides that because the drive is long, he can't go. Eric, <laughs> but, it's uh, his friggin' hero. But it's Bridgeport, it's right? Hero. Hero. Bridgeport, Connecticut. E-Rock loves his wrestling. It's it's Vince McMahon. Do you ever think about Hulk wrestling Hogan. be half nigger boy? What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of his afro? It's despicable. <laughs> it's just nasty. Is that 
It bothers me. All right. E-Rock, why aren't you going to the wrestling tonight? It's an hour and a half drive each way. It's two of your heroes. So? Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. Why don't you want to hang out there. with Sam? He's I have no nice. problem hanging out with Sam. It's just I don't want to come home after 1 a.m. You love wrestling. I know. You're I think it was because... Fag. And then go to work and just sleep on the couch. At least we'll know you'll be on time. You're a last disappointment. Time, last time I ratted him out for going to the stand. Are you going stand. by yourself? I don't know. Do you, who, I'm saying if you... I'm saying... If you have to, you'll go by yourself, right? If I have to, of course I'll go by myself. Sam, I would love wrestling. to go with you, but yeah. Sam, I'm not hanging out with you. Why? We could be on TV <laughs> it's together. Just, you're, just, <laughs> you're too far down on the cool meter. Like, That's you refuse right. to even... And when I say cool, I don't mean your status. It's just, you just won't be cool. Yeah. And you're happy with it. I don't fucking fuck like... People who aren't cool and just and are like, I don't care, can't fuck with them. Mm. There has to be a savoir faire about you for me to just like hang. It's not cool about me. Meaning, <laughs> do you know? It's like you don't have to dress a certain way. It's just that you're just like a you just, you know, you got a wandering eye. Like your eyes funny. <laughs> like if you if you look at if you look if you look at Sam's eyes, his, his, eyes? his left eye is the Night Rider. He does does the Night Rider thing. <laughs> like talking about? Like, it's like you know, like Night Rider thing. Yeah, yeah Kit's grill kind of worm worm. <laughs> If you look at him long enough, his, his left eye starts to move. His eyes move by themselves like an albino's eyes. It bugs you. <laughs> like a horny toad. <laughs> and he doesn't care. He's too comfortable. Like that awful hair. He's just too comfortable with that hair. And they and they pan the front of the audience. I just can't. <laughs> you can't I'll be, be there. It's like, I think I seen Patrice with some weird little um, Negro um, sick boy. Like some sick, <laughs> no. some sick Negro albino boy. They're going to think it's such a huge show. What a couple of lucky guys to be there in the front row. You want Sa oh, uh, you Sam, go. you want Flea Man to go with you? No. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Flea Man? Why not? There you go. Flea Man Sam. is the fucking him of my story. I was gonna, uh, you beat me to it. Uh, <laughs> Flea Man, what's uh, up? If there's an extra ticket, I would uh, sure appreciate uh, going. I, what do you want? I haven't even said anything. I haven't even said anything. Anything. No, Sam, if you want me to go tonight with you, I'll go. But I don't want you to go. <laughs> oh. That had to hurt. Right, Why not, Sam? Why don't you want Flea Man to go? Flea Man made me leave Pal Talk last night, too. He got me so pissed off. Express it. That's what I'm saying. On the cool scale, Flea Man is so far <laughs> below me that the last thing I want is to be seen on TV wow. next to some... Hanging out with Flea Man. Flea Man. Don't you understand you're all sitting in the same room... That uh, they put all those kids a in an bunch animal of, house. A bunch of fleamen. It's <laughs> just a bunch of Sam's and fleamen there. They, sat, they sat flounder and uh, the other guy with the uh, the Indian kid. And <laughs> oh shit! It's just a bunch of Sam's and fleamen all <laughs> no, over just, the goddamn stadium. Just fleamen, not Sam's. There's one Sam. <laughs> And he'll be in the front row. I'm sure there's a, some other boys with weird hair that no one understands. <laughs> and you know Sam's going to have a sign, and he has his own belt. And he he has does a, have his belt. He has a fucking number one foam finger. He just makes me <laughs> sick already. You uncool motherfucker. I'll be trying to sit in that bitch trying to be cool. He'll be like, Stone Cold number one with a fucking foam finger. <laughs> We would have a great time if we went together. And Jimmy Superfly <laughs> Schnooker feet. <laughs> it did uh, did Flea really uh, make out with a 73-year-old grandma on Friday? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is that really this true? This old lady uh, was hammered. Um, she was so hammered as at one point they were drawing on her. And uh, in the back hall by the mirror... <laughs> Um, they were they were making out. They were drawing on her. No, yeah. Actually, there's a little bit of more drama. She actually has a boyfriend who wants to kill me now. Really? Oh. What's he gonna do? How Fucking how beat you with his arthritic <laughs> wrist? Yeah, how's her boyfriend? Eighty-five. Yeah. 
I got no idea. Is copper tunnel syndrome, uh, (laughs) is that (laughs) contagious? (laughs) (laughs) All right. He's going to smother you with his hanging scrotum? Larry, New York, what's up? Yeah, I was just wondering if Sam's got an extra ticket. Why does he bring AJ Poopy shits to Raw? Oh, yeah, you want to bring AJ Poopy shits? No, I don't want to bring AJ Poopy shits. What's wrong with AJ Poopy shits? It's embarrassing. Oh. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> I bet. I would never bring that guy to a wrestling show. Sam is upset that he's not upgraded to being cooler than these dudes that with like, yeah. Flea Man or AJ Poopy <laughs> Shits. Do you There's understand, no Sam? Sam? I'm as far down as AJ Poopy Shits is. All right, listen. <laughs> so what's the big plug? we got to go home. Well, it's Raw tonight at 8 p.m., three hours on the USA Network. Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, Eric Bischoff, Mick Foley. Everybody's going to be Why, Bischoff there. was gone? Yeah, Bischoff's been gone for a while. Fired yeah. or... He was fired. But they'll all be back. They're doing a 15-man battle royal with all the old guys in it. Oh, wow. Patrice, you would have a great time. I can't go. And where is this going to be? Where I want to just fucking it's watch in, it. Uh, Bridgeport, I'm Connecticut. Oh, it's in Bridgeport. I would be sitting there going, uh, I wish I'd have stayed home and just... <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> that lady's 73? I think that might be... No, I can't be. Maybe, maybe over-exaggerating, but she, is, she was uh, an older woman. All right, let's uh, get uh, line of the day and get the hell out of here. All right. BodogFantasy.net uh, gives us line of, the day for, line of the day for all the fantasy football fans out there. Check it out. BodogFantasy.net's got the stats and all that crap that fantasy leaguers love. Mm-hmm. And it's just BodogFantasy.net. Go there. Check it out. That's good, right? I love it. Yeah. Runner-up line of the day. Hit it. Do you go with people or no. just alone? Um, depends. If my friends, they want to see the movie, they can, everybody invite. Do you have to pay for Invisible Friends seats? Or <laughs> No. George Glass? It's my friend George Glass. <laughs> no? No, people do come because they want to see the movie early. So. Yeah, Tyler Durden sits next to you. No. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> that was really good. Tyler Durden, that just caught me <laughs> so off guard that you said that, man. <laughs> Paul oh. Giamatti. That's his Tyler That's Durden. That's his, his Tyler Durden there. is Paul Giamatti. That is just... <laughs> I don't know why that, that goddamn Fight Club. I don't know why I watched it one day, but it just, uh, God damn it, Tyler Durden. Why yeah, did I know that reference? That's a good one. God, that was good. Here's another line of the day. The slow clap. She gets the slow clap. Dude, one girl. They're calling you the whore whisperer. Dude. Philly <laughs> <laughs> <Really> tyrant. Philly <laughs> tyrant gets runner-up line of the day. Nice. For missing feedback. And finally, thanks to BodogFantasy.net. Brazilian girl, you're all right? What's your name? Julie. Julie. And dude? Jeff. Jeff, all right. Thanks for coming by. You were Ask what her real name is, today. the one we can't pronounce. Yeah, what's your real name? Julie. Julie. All right. But it has things over there. Yeah, e something. And stuff. <laughs> you, uh, here's you your lay. line of the day. <laughs> Here comes, comes line of the day, line of the day, line of the day. Oh my God! You know what? You should only see movies. He sees movies on streets below the numbers, like yeah, yeah. question mark and exclamation point under like people who live underneath the Lancy Street Bridge. You're like, talking about like, those artsy communities. Yeah, the I corner mean, of comma and semicolon. Shut <laughs> up for two minutes. That's funny, Patrice. Like, corner it's not of even, comma and semicolon. It's not even words or letters and numbers. <laughs> those, the streets are so artsy. <laughs> comma and it. semicolon street. Oh. Now that's it for today. As I yawn. All right. I, I'm tired today. Patrice, 
Awesome. Bang up job, man. Comics later on this month. Go to comics on uh, on the internet. C-O-M-I-X. And this weekend, Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in Point Pleasant, New Jersey.